<laughs> I said, look my, my ass, you hoe. How many men are you fucked? Go ahead and tell us. <laughs> How many have you had? So many cocks you can't remember and you like it? <laughs> And tell me how my father's taste. You like fucking him, huh? <laughs> and you're going to marry her. Marry a whore. Are you a crazy? A cocksucker. God, God knows. Man of the Inquisition. I fucked all of you. <laughs> Open your legs and spread your thighs apart. And let me come inside you all the way. Ah, didn't Filippo tell her? My brother and I fucked. It's not true. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, we did fuck. <laughs> the baby would be your grandchild. <laughs> yes, I'm pregnant. You like the idea, you shithead. <laughs> Here is the devil. <laughs> the priest. Show me your Christian charity. Of course, it's been forgiven by Christ. Don't you also forgive? Because she's a big whore. The children were like to be you should have seen how she enjoyed it. How long she had waited for it. <laughs> yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 197 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast is coming at you live. I am your host who's on the phone making phone calls to the killer on the phone. And still forever the toxic offender. Moods. Yeah. And of course, I have my three shots of Zambuca up with me in the studio tonight. First up, we have that Mexicant. Who thinks he has a unique style. I say he dresses like Joey Lawrence from Blossom. Double no style J. A.K.A. Jerome Patterson. Next. We have the little boy. Who has gave up. The fact of losing his virginity. To a girl. And went ahead. And made passionate love. To his four gay collection. The full HDR disc dinker. Jeremy the Jew. Next. We have the man. Who wakes up in the middle of the night. To hate on Canadians while pumping iron. The penis prowler Dave. (laughs) also known as Mr. Parker. And finally, we would like to welcome back to the show for the first time in a long COVID-19 minute, the man that is old enough to be Jeremy and JP's father and legit give them spankings without anybody looking twice, the man of a thousand podcasts, Jerry, also known as Vital Venom. What's going on, guys? It's the cool Jerry this time around. We don't get that douchebag like last week. <laughs> Take it easy, let it go, dude. I actually Can't had a feeling go. you were going to mention something like that too. That's hilarious. <laughs> you, you also <laughs> said <clears throat> phone call and not phone in on yeah. that uh, intro. I noticed yeah. there was a, there was a lot of phone. That was kind of the joke, right? Got yeah. a phone in, bro. Phone calls, so. man. Yeah, Venom, what is going on, man? Glad to have you back in the studio with the 22 Shots crew. It has been, like I said, a long, hot well, COVID-19 minute, man. It's been pretty much a year. What was your last episode? The... Was it Christmas? No. Nope. Uh, top, top 10. Year oh, you did top 10 with us last year? That show yep. went live, I believe, December 31st. So it's been pretty much a year since he's been on. Um but he actually was on the show just previous to that episode also on, uh, I think it was the Aldo Lado show, right? Last Italian uh, Horma. Yes. Yeah. And that was an interesting episode because it was. Did you not do Christmas with us? I was on the Christmas too. Yes. Oh yeah. You were uh, on. We did what? P2. Uh, P2 inside. inside and. Yep. Holy shit, dude. I completely forgot end. about the Christmas. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. I watched all those too. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, the Italian month last year was an interesting show. It was just me, Venom, and Mike. On oh, the yeah, show. I remember that. I phoned I in, in at the end. I phoned in. 
And then, yeah, and GP then I showed came up. On, that I was, came on at the very end, I think. Yeah, that was That's a weird right. one. Yeah, that was the very first show in which, uh, yeah, both two of the three hosts weren't there. It was kind of crazy. But but glad to have you back on, Jerry. It's been, uh, yeah, like I said, it's been way too long, man. Oh, absolutely, man. Always a pleasure to be here. Love you guys and love chatting with you. And it's always a treat to chat with Mr. Parker, too. So when you say you love you guys, you're that you automatically are excluding Jeremy, <laughs> uh, or you, one or the other. What? It's always me. It's always I who's got to get shit. I get shit from Neil. I get shit from you. I get shit from everybody. It's like Jesus. What does that tell you? Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like you might be the problem? Uh, just don't care when already... people make fun of you, Jeremy. They'll stop making fun of you. I don't care. I yeah, don't right. You'll never be able to not care. I absolutely swear Jeremy's lost his goddamn mind, though, man. I swear. He used to be pretty frequent with posting, you know, various topics and groups and, you know, talking about different things and stuff. Now it's just all 4K. All no I swear to God. I have never met anybody who has been so obsessed. With... I post like five news stories every single fucking day. Don't give me that shit. No way, man. I'm not the only one that noticed yeah. that, too. I'm not the only one that noticed that. I'm like, what is with Jeremy and his fucking 4Ks, man? It's crazy, dude. Like, you went uh, fucking balls awesome. deep in hey, that. Hey, hey, listen to Jer- Jeremy in the chat this week, and he was like, we're talking, I was like, oh, Scorpion's having a sale. Roniflex having a sale, 35% off. And it's like, normally they're expensive, so they're like 20 to 15 to 12 bucks. Yeah. Jeremy, no, they too were, expensive. They too were expensive. They were 20. Yeah. Only some of them. I got a couple for like ten and fifteen, and Jeremy yeah, like too once, expensive. Yeah, then he was like, like, "I don't care about directors. All I care about is four K." Well, obviously he wanted them if he picked them up. I said, "I don't like lists." That's what I said, you motherfucker. So fuck you said you. directors don't matter to me. Not really, no. Yeah, you did. You literally said that. No, yeah, you said, said those words. I said not really. I said I know not really. I don't really pay attention to that shit. But you do though. But you're you the do one because you're the one that's always like, oh, this style. guy made this movie. It's like a lot different from his last movie. Like, oh, I'm curious to check out Bartino's new movie. But like, you you clearly do pay attention and care. That's literally one of the number one things I pay attention to about the old films. Like, oh, this I like the to dress of their careers and where they went and their styles and all the things that pop up it, it paints a picture you mm-hmm. know what i mean of mm-hmm. their their life and career and their themes and shit that's yeah. what's important to me it's not important to everybody i guess but the, the interesting thing is is that jeremy used to claim that uh that ryan nicholson was his favorite director i think it was his yeah. you know his gutterball days and stuff but he just came you know he just came out of the woodworks and said that so obviously mm-hmm. you do kind of care about directors a little bit right yeah but Jeremy was also a mature, immature little fart back then who didn't even watch the movies we covered. Yeah, at least I'm good now. At least I watch everything. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ahead of all you fuckers. I'm In ready. what? I don't think it's a <laughs> I race. I all my movies before all ahead of guys. Me, I watch my movies pretty quick. I'm done by like Tuesday every time. Dude, it's not a race, man. I watch mine every week on Wednesday no, and Thursday, fact, so they're fresh as fresh. Every time I watch them early, I don't remember shit about the movie by Friday, which happened me to me either. this time. Which I is watched, why Vlad Venom's on here, because he remembers everything. I watched <laughs> uh, The Killer on the phone last and that's the one I remember the best. And it's the worst one. The, these movies are literally pretty easy to remember, though. There's not a lot of craziness that's happening in these that uh, yeah. it's very a confusing or it, it's right. pretty straightforward. Dialogue and stuff, yeah, I mean, I'm the worst for remembering dialogue and like what, like the smaller stuff. Me Martino. Said me cozy. Me Martino. <laughs> 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 oh, no, but Jeremy has Jeremy. Mi- look, what are you looking at now for four Ks. How many do you own? I think I got about like. I think he owns every one 220, of them. Two twenty-five. 
I think Jesus. I have. I think I have four, and that's just by chance too. I don't know. I don't. I got to be close to maybe. I don't even want to guess fifty. I don't think I have fifty. I I'm probably close to fifty. I have to count. I got all the blue underground ones, and I got. I got. Do you have Daughters of Darkness? Yeah, because you got it for free. How did you get that? I got it to review. Oh, you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so expensive, it. man. Yep. I don't know how I'm going to You still get a lot off. of stuff in review, like don't that you? That's cool. Yeah, I get a decent amount. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, it, you're obligated. I feel obligated to review it, of course. So then you, like, yeah, you should. sometimes there's so many bad movies you get to, like, just like indie movies, and then you feel like a complete dickhead. And you're like, I just don't like this at all. But hey, you got to be honest. Venom, are you People? upgraded to 4K? Absolutely. Nice. People are getting their Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead. You're starting to see them on the page. Yeah, I got two coming. Mine's coming. A chip should be here. <laughs> Fucking Dave, I've got two coming. You sound like a reseller. No, I didn't. Wait, trust you ordered from Diabolic, Jeremy? Yeah. How do you know it shipped? Because I got an email and uh, it, on my order page it says shipped. I don't have like, an order. Wow. How do I get an order page? You're like the first Did one I've heard. Did you create an account? I don't think so. Mine shipped on my birthday. So mine shipped on. Do you Monday. think they knew? Do you think they're like happy birthday, little guy? No, maybe because I ordered. Maybe I was one of the first ones to order, so I was. Yeah, low on I had it through Zavi, and then I canceled it because you guilted me into it. Actually, I was laughing about that today, and man. Guess what? My Zavi order shipped already, but my uh, uh, Diabolic didn't. So yeah. you fucking asshole, Jeremy. Man, oh, but, but it, it might be coming from the UK, so it's gonna take two fucking weeks, anyways. Yeah, yep. right. Shipping from the UK is faster than the US sometimes. It is actually. <laughs> Honestly, man, I get shit faster from the UK than I do from the US, hands down. But I was actually laughing about that today because, um, you know, I think it was about a week ago, uh, Steve, um, he messaged me and said, hey, man, I got my uh, shipping notice from Zavi. And I'm like, oh, actually, I got mine today, too. But he got his Dawn of the Dead set today. And I, I mentioned on a, a comment on his post, I was like, you know what? I probably won't get mine until christmas time you know kind of thing right same day shipping notice mine will be way later man i don't know well it's cool that people are at least getting them from savvy you know what really pisses me off about savvy though to be honest like them shipping those out without uh uh, without tracking is kind of crazy considering it's like a hundred dollar set like why would you not set or ship it with uh with tracking it and being so expensive it's fucked yeah but diabolics send the media mail and it's like Fuck you! I paid one hundred and eight dollars. Well, you paid for the shipping. They have the choice. What's media mail? The, the lowest, slowest fucking yeah, it's mail. Yeah, the slowest it takes one. Like yeah. ten yeah, days to get here. That's what you pay for, right? You could have went paid. up. Yeah. They're not looking at the product and saying this product's worth more, and this guy paid lower shipping, so I'm just gonna bump up the shipping. Yeah, but I think that's stupid, dude. Just fucking include the shipping and the price and do free. I agree. Shipping. Uh, include the the medium shipping or something. Yeah. 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 I, I, that's the I, thing I, I hate. Vinegar about, syndrome about now. Companies like Diabolic, like, dude, either have free free shipping or just include it in the price and have free shipping or fucking you know have you know have a, a threshold. Have, I'm not even yeah. I'm not even looking for you know like free shipping with that because I understand like I'm technically international because I'm up here in Canada, but I mean their shipping prices are outrageous, dude. It's like nineteen twenty bucks for one Blu-ray, and I'm like it doesn't cost Lots. that much even on the slowest Lots. like this. It doesn't cost that to ship up here. I know it doesn't. Right, because I have twenty. I have a lot of you guys down there that have helped me out with many things, like Jason Lloyd. Like he's fucking in Texas, man, and he's shipping me shit. And I, I look at the shipping price on the on the or on the package he sent me. And it's like five dollars. Like what the fuck? Mine went up. To, it was twenty. Mine was twenty to send those four recently. It's went up. 
Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, with the whole COVID and shit like that. But I mean, but this, but the twenty dollars was before COVID, right? But that's like Finnegar Syndrome now. They're doing free shipping, so it's like I, I bet you their sales go up now because people Listen, like. Well, Finnegar Syndrome's always had ever for me. It's shipping, and if it was included in the price, I don't think I would care as much. Like I don't know. Like yeah. I would just. That's why companies who do free shipping are the best. Eureka, and like I know that. that it's a cost thing, but at the same time. Figure a way out. You know, figure a way out. Make free shipping. Surprisingly, Eureka's like that out of the UK. They ship everything worldwide free shipping. And their their prices on their Blu-rays and shit are fucking totally normal. So, I don't know, man. They do good business just from that shit, man. When I see free shipping, I'm jumping the fucking all over that There's shit, man. There's a reason I've only ordered from Diabolic two times in my life. Like Go <laughs> Hastings back ship? in the day. They dude, would do like dude, Diabolic. Price, then every item after that would be like a dollar and it's like it's so annoying diabolic like, used to be my joint dude i used to i used to order from diabolic every payday every second week and i would do a couple orders a month because their shipping was fucking great this is back in like you know 2012 11 shit like that and um yeah their shipping just slowly kind of creeped up now it's just to the point where it's like go fuck yourself kind of thing right but, in the <laughs> states grindhouse sucks, is dude. just a flat rate five bucks which is not is not yeah, bad at all if you order I, five six things when they first opened i ordered from like, yeah but i never ordered five six things it was seven dollars like it was seven dollars for me and then it's it's gotten ridiculous too it's it keeps their shipping keeps going up and up but i get it you know i'm a little bit you know out of the way but at the same time they're still overcharging for what it is it, it's kind of unfortunate but but with vinegar syndrome man they're amazing but they've always had the deal where if you spend so much money you get free shipping and so they, it, that's not really like a special thing with them. They've always had that, but the nice thing no, about vinegar but now Sy- everything's free shipping. Yeah. But the nice thing about vinegar syndrome is that they ship out of Canada too. So I get my ship like crazy cheap, man. I mean, fast. Yeah. Vinegar syndrome's dope. I never pay for I shipping. Mean, I never pay for shipping. So it's awesome. I feel like vinegar syndrome is the most like customer friendly place out there. Mm-hmm. And they, they really, the only thing I, I feel like sometimes yeah, they're really they're, good. That I, I don't like the way they've went with the slip covers a little bit, where it's just like they make a big deal out of them and and well, people dude, fucking it, it's slip them to, and stuff like it's that. Nothing I to, hate that. Shit. It's nothing to do with vinegar syndrome as a company. It's it's demand. People fucking lose their minds over slip covers. Like when they announce, I know, but I, it feels gross that they're catering to those people. But you know what? It's hey, it's man, fuck, man, at the end of the day, money. it's business. At the I end know, of the day, it's business, and it's easy money. When you think about this, man, <laughs> right? Vinegar, it's fucking cardboard. Vinegar syndrome is charging barrel, man. $7 or $8 for these back catalog slip covers that they're coming out with. And people are buying all four. It's like 32 bucks. You know what it costs them to make that? 12 cents. I know. It's more fun. than that. They're not. They're Dude, nice Jeremy, I'm fucking just, being sarcastic. Wish, Obviously, okay, man, this, cool this is it's nice cardboard moods. This, this is nice cardboard. You can't just go to the store and buy these cardboard. The markup, the markup nice on these slip covers and is insane. At $7, nice they're making probably know, 600, 600% profit easily on those. Mm-hmm. right Inks so yeah. at the end of the day you have these crazy mother because okay here's a great example i'm watching people's videos recently and they were talking about um you know of course black friday right everyone's getting all amped up for black friday and what to do on black friday because severin's been going batshit crazy with all their announcements and and vinegar syndrome always has a great sale and, and of course among other sales and shit like that and people are like you know, the first thing people are bringing up for the Vinegar Syndrome is like, oh man, they got like four back catalog slip covers. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're more excited about the slip about cover. Slipcovers. Either do I do. I have never bought a back catalog slip cover because I don't give Either. a fuck. I don't give a fuck, man. I really don't care. If I have the hazard, I'll keep it. But as far as it goes. Yeah. I got to say, man, 
Severin, I mean, they they just announced a couple decent ones, but man, for like eight announcements, man, man, pretty bad announcements, man. Dude, those announcements were fucking, they were getting, yeah, they're trash. Dude, like that's got to be the weakest announcements I've ever seen. Look, the the thing is, like, you don't have to buy any of that, right? But no, uh, no. and I'm not going to. It's all newer newer titles. (laughs) It's all newer titles. Except for like like, three. The old titles are going to run out eventually. Three of them. There's tons of them, but they can't get everything. There's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Of course. Of course. But it it doesn't mean that we have to go and buy attic um, expectations and shit. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, that was funny. It's like color out of space on cassette. I'm like, nobody wants that. Yeah, who the fuck has a cassette player anymore besides moods? Oh, well, you get a digital copy, too. Oh, tapes are huge right now, man. It depends what type of mark you're in, but it, it, it's strictly a collector thing, man. I mean, I don't know if Venom's rocking I know, tapes in these days. But... Out of space. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It's yeah. I mean, it looks I get cool. It. Not gonna lie, that like that purple's pretty dope. But uh, yeah, man. Um, Got any funny comments this week, Moon? That's exactly what I was getting <laughs> to. So I was sitting around last night making dinner for the family. And uh, I get this comment. I get this comment. And I got to say, man, YouTube is so fucking bizarre with comments lately because I have to click into my video to, to receive most of the comments. I, I don't get notifications for them. It's, it's really Dude, You know what's weird? When you comment, I can see it when I click on notifications, but then it's not on the video on mine. Yeah, I know. It's just such a fucking like mess of comments. So anyways, I actually ended up getting a notification for this one. And it was from um, the Argento show we just did a couple weeks ago. And it was by a guy named Chrono Chronos Mantis, and he's actually an old school YouTuber. I'm pretty pretty sure that uh, you're Dave. You're familiar with him, right? Uh, not that I recall. Okay. Anyways, this guy he's an old school YouTuber, and he he was one of those guys that I watched a lot because he did a lot of like you know actor videos and stuff, and just collection videos, and you know certain labels and stuff. He always had interesting videos, and he always had a lot of cool things to say and stuff. So I was really surprised to get a comment from this guy in the first place because I didn't know he's even he hasn't made a video in years and years. But anyways, so this is pertaining to the Argento show. And his comment is, I had to shut it off during the argue, the arguing and fighting during the Giallo review. The bickering made me, or made it a really uncomfortable listen. Um, we didn't even fight that much. But that's what I was, I, it took me a <laughs> second like, to process. You should go back and listen to the It episode if he wants to feel uncomfortable. It's like, Jesus Christ. But I'm just. Uh, that's the second time that happened with a show I was on, because the ice spit on your grave argument too you know i just don't understand I, I how wasn't even that bad. see my thing is is that first of all we weren't fighting it's it's a bunch of podcasters who are very opinionated who are just discussing the pros and cons of a film in this case it was mostly you know the cons to the film and i think me and dave probably got a little bit heated i think we were yelling at we weren't yelling at <laughs> every anybody. time me and moods are on the same side and we're yelling at someone else it just comes across like we're assholes or yeah, bullies yeah. or something so we're just so, we're just loud but my question is, though, I mean, but I don't know what was he like annoyed that me and Dave were defending it or that you guys were hating it. See, I, I don't know. And that's what I that's what I'm trying to figure out here. When you use the word uncomfortable, listen, does it does having different opinions <laughs> and just and just stating pros and cons about a film make people that uncomfortable? <laughs> like, Thanks, JP. I, li- I like you, too. I my that. ear. Ouchie. My ear. He, he, JP went, well, 
was it because of me and Dave were defending it? And it's like, what about me, a fucking dickhead? Oh, I see. What about me? I remember what you were doing. You were probably fence riding like usual. Well, he, yeah. you were on the fence of liking the movies, but you didn't. I don't know. I, I don't know if you said a whole lot. But, Did like it. But anyways, the point is, I, I'm still trying to figure out this whole uncomfortable thing. I mean, it's not like we were fighting and calling each other names and making the situation uncomfortable. It was, it was just a bunch of people stating pros and cons about the film. I don't really understand how that can make somebody uncomfortable. That's like my mentality. Like I always need to know things to understand things. I'm like, how could this make someone feel uncomfortable? You're just listening to a podcast. Like ex- try to explain this shit to me, man. Like, and I kind of responded to, I'm not going to read my whole comment. I wasn't rude to him or nothing. I did start out with an LOL in capitals with a bunch of exclamation points because that's how I start off everything. Cause it actually literally made me laugh. Like it made me laugh out loud. Um, and I just went on to say, I said, hey, it's a podcast with real opinions and they're always going to vary. You know, to me, the worst shit ever to listen to on a podcast is when you have three, four five people on a podcast and you're discussing a film and everyone's on the same page for five hours. It's like, are you guys just sitting around 69 in each other? Because this, that makes me feel uncomfortable. It even makes me feel weird. Like when it happens here, like when me, you and Dave all loved I spit that, on your grave. That's why I like months like, like this, because huh. <laughs> I know that the opinions are going to vary on these type of films because, you know, Jeremy's not a huge Italian fan. I mean, Dave seems to hate everything these days. The guests are always what a wild card. What are you talking card. about? And JP, <laughs> JP, you're a wild card sometimes too, actually, because you like things that I expect you do not to like and vice versa. It is what it is. But that makes the show exciting to me. And so I, I basically went on to say, I'm like, the worst shit ever for me is to listen to a bunch of people talking on a podcast agreeing with each other over and over and over again. I can't take it, dude. It's like, it's like everyone's mm-hmm. afraid to state their real opinions on things. And, 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 you know, going back to the, what we've had many comments over the years about this show, people saying that they, they respect that we get heated and, and we have a passion for it so that they can tell it because we have our own individual opinions on things. And that's what separates us from a lot of podcasts. I'm not going to name any podcast names because I'm not going to do that shit. But there's a couple I where I can tell head. I can tell that they are <laughs> they being never, fake as fuck. Agree. But they're no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm not referring to exploding heads at all. No, they don't always agree. But there <laughs> no, is a couple podcasts not. I've listened to and I'm like, I'm literally scratching my head going, this is ridiculous. Like, I can tell that some of the opinions are not legit. You know, these are not genuine. I mean, genuine... it's going to happen every once in a while. But why, but why agree with something yeah, you don't agree with mentally? Sometimes you don't give a fuck enough about the movie to even argue. You're like, oh, whatever. But you don't man. have to argue. You, like you, could, it, just cool. like, you could just be like, you could just be like, Jeremy and go, I fucking didn't like it. Four out of ten. You know, that's good enough for me. At least he's given an honest <laughs> no, opinion. that sucks. Well, you know what I mean. But at least he's given an honest opinion. And like, But I'm if like, it's obviously a piece of shit, does he really have to go in depth? No. Like, do we need him to no. be like, I you, mean, like, if you he's saying like four out of ten for Rosemary's Baby, we're like, what? But you don't but have to. But if he's to. like saying four out of ten for Uncle Bob's fucking Slaughterhouse of Terror, you're I, like, gotcha. I just feel like a lot of like a lot of people out there are just saying what the listeners want I'm to hear. And or, and or. And or. Words. And Doesn't or their well co-hosts. You know, they, they're they're basically say they're saying everything that the listeners want to hear and or their pot and their fellow um, hosts and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I, I never want to fall into that category. The so, worst for me is when they like you can hear a hint of them not liking the movie, but are trying to be overly generous. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Just be honest. It's just, it's if so, you don't like it, it's don't going back like to the it. whole not being genuine thing. Like right. a lot of these people, a lot of these hosts and stuff are so transparent sometimes. Like you're right, though, you'll hear that 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 tone in someone's voice 
and then it starts changing. And so somebody will start saying a bunch of stuff on this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah, seven and a half out of ten. I like that movie. <laughs> it's like, shut up. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, you guys keep saying I hate everything, but I'm giving stuff like sixes and sixes and a half. And those are fine ratings. Like anything under a six is kind of disliking. Well, unless it's Canadian, then it's like a three. So six, yeah, six dead and a half. It's like a five. Waste of time to me, usually. No, not but, to me. But, anyways, I'm not going to read the whole comment, but I, I did thank him for the comment and stuff. And, you know, I was like, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of cool to actually hear from him because he was a person I respected. But, by no means is is this a rip on him. I'm just I'm just trying to make light and understand how listening to people on podcasts are being completely true and not fake can make someone uncomfortable. I mean, my, it, it's just it blows my mind. What was that? My favorite comment. My favorite comment on the page on our Facebook page today was on the thread that you posted the comment, and somebody said, "Ha ha ha! F this dude! You guys had a great episode." The only way it could have been any better is if Jerry was able to finish the episode. That was a bummer. It's like the douchebag to even listen to the goddamn episode to know that Jerry wasn't even on that fucking episode. It's like, no, I think he just missed. I think he just he's ahead of the curve. So he thought we were talking about the newest episode. He's an actual listener. Don't don't make fun of the guy who's giving you a compliment. Yeah, you're fucking dickhead. (laughs) It's in bold letters. Dario Argento of six. Director spotlight featuring maybe Dave he's flying. from exploding heads. <laughs> well, maybe he was just maybe leaving that comment because computer. is the Luigi Cozy show been posted in uh, the group page? Probably not. No, because I yeah I came off uh, scheduling today at noon, so I've been busy. But that's, that's somebody who's listening early on Patreon. That's what's going on. Probably. Uh, yeah. fucking. So, I don't I don't treat anybody fairly. Everybody gets ripped on. So going back that to the comments, you dumb fuck. Do you guys have any um, comments about that, Venom? What, oh, yes. what like what? If you ever, have you ever had any comments or any things that kind of just make you think? You know, I mean, you know, just things <clears> like this based on your podcast. Have you ever had some? You know, you just you really just want to figure it out, and you're kind of like, I'm not mad at all, but I'm just what? You know, you're having one not of those moments. Really. Honestly, no, I haven't. I've gotten very little, not to toot my own horn by any stretch, but I've gotten very little negative feedback. I mean, most people tend Mm -hmm. to like what I do. Um, I did get a little, I I got a little bit of blowback, but never from listeners. Both times it was from filmmakers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Alice Wolf, the writer of uh, Black Christmas 2019, (laughs) um, she wanted an apology from me because of all this shit I I said about the no. movie. On my Seriously? Podcast. Dude, oh, I was on that I episode with that you. Movie. I fucking Fresh hate Cuts, that movie. I thought we fucking hit it out what the park. What fuck kind of artist can't absorb the one who a makes critique. that movie clearly but, yeah. but honestly dude if you're yeah, gonna put clearly your... a social jo- jo- social justice warrior i'm better than you kind of person clearly possibly well, yeah maybe just the fact that i have a penis makes me wrong I think true that. Yeah. true true <laughs> well, i think it's also you're well spoken so like when you say something and like break it down why you don't like it it actually like sounds reasonable instead of a lot of people that when they don't like stuff they're like that's stupid because that's dumb dumb but she's I, probably like, oh, man, he's breaking this down. And now yeah. she she got pissed. You pissed her off enough for her to think enough to email you and ask for an apology. Yeah, I wish she listened to that. Yeah, she hit me up on Twitter. Ooh. <laughs> she she actually hit the No More Room uh, Twitter uh, page and it, uh, it demanded. <laughs> it is rough when you watch a movie that you don't like at all. And that's then, a, like, that's the director tries scratch. to, like, comment to you and, like, explain all these little details about I it. And you're like, it. I really I, – I, I'm not that interested because, like, it never came through in the movie and it just is not there for me. It, you're, it's there for you because you put it in there, but no one else sees it, so I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Well, we all know that's happened to Moods a bunch of times, so. <laughs> What's that? Right, Moods, directors, 
messaging you and oh, yeah. pissed off and refused yeah. the movie poorly. Honestly, dude, it's <laughs> it is what it is. But I mean, in in the case of you know Black Christmas 2019, she must have been a busy body yeah. on social media responding to uh, critiques of the film because from what I have heard, I personally haven't seen the film yet, but I've heard nothing but bad things about it. So if she got back to you, Venom, you must have fucking broke it down pretty uh, in depth and really struck a nerve with her because. Unless she was literally yeah. just responding to everybody out there because I, I remember just seeing she- tweets. Everything I saw was like, this is such a piece of garbage and shit. But as an artist, you have to be able to absorb that. If you're going to put your shit out there, it's like, you know, it's worldwide. You're going to have a lot of people critiquing. Let's face it. Podcasts is, podcasting is really, really popular these days. You know, blogging, all that type of things. There's opinions out there that, you know, you probably yeah. don't want to read and stuff. You don't... To respond to that shit is mind blowing to me, but 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 though critics aren't above critique either. If they do a shit job, right. they they're need being to be idiots. I've they need to get called out because I've seen critics like get called out for being like, "Man, these women are ugly and gross and stupid," <laughs> and this director should shoot himself in the head. And the director's like, "Hey, go fuck yourself," and well, makes them look like an idiot. And then they're like, "Then they like, man, he picked on me." Blah blah blah. It's like, dude, you need to shut the fuck but up. You've got even exactly really what critiquing. you put out in the world. That's not even really critiquing. That's just being a dick. Like yeah, if you're going to guys who critique like assholes, the and then they get mad when they get called out for being a fucking idiot. Like people, because I've been in shit and like direct and made shit and like. A lot of times I don't care if it's a bad review. If it's a bad review and it's well-written, I'll share the fuck out of it. But if it's a good review like or a bad review and it's written like shit and it's just clearly we're just being dicks or didn't get anything about it, I'll be like, I'm not, sh- I'll be like, I'm not sharing that because this dude's a fucking moron. I have actually no, I had see, directors see. comment to me before where I've did – like I, I – you know, not completely blasted their movie but gave my honest thoughts. Maybe came out like a 4 to 10 and thanked me for the review and the, and the honest review and shit. So on the flip side, you do get that also. So obviously yeah. my review wasn't being dickish. It was just being honest, right? I try so never to be dickish. That's how I take honest. it. You yeah, know, no, I try I yeah. try not to be dickish too for the most part. But I see, you know, critics out there who blast the movie and, and you know, hate on it and like, this movie sucks. Don't go see it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then people will be like, combat what they said with like their opinions. And then they're like, guys, it's just my opinion. Like, and I'm like, yeah, but you're not, you're like stating it in in like this soapbox way. So now people are saying, no, 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 you're wrong about this. Don't, don't get defensive. Just, you know, you can just stand by what you said and then not get mad at people for questioning your, your, what you're saying about it, you know, like questioning your critiques or, or combating them whenever, you know, if you can do that, they can too. Yeah. It's a. Just people when they get upset about getting like, I hate when people like literally tear apart somebody's like art. They're fine. They can do that, but they can they can expect it to happen to them too. Like if, right. if you're a Absolutely. shitty reviewer, Absolutely. somebody calls you out on some bullshit, admit it. Be like, That's yeah, why right. I never get mad when people have genuine critiques about the show. Like JP no. cut, cutting people off is annoying. Okay, well that's a fair critique. Like you know, it, if that's bothering you, then that's something that I might need to work on because it's a fair critique. And, you know, or like when Moods put all those those edits on Jeremy, like I thought it was pretty annoying. A lot of other people did, too. <laughs> but you, but then, you have to understand the, the, the joke there, too, because I was super fucking annoyed with Jeremy from the previous couple episodes. Yeah, doing exactly what he's you doing. Let the, you let his, your, his annoyment get the better part of the joke when it, Dude, it, was, it went overboard. It you know? was it, it only ran for fucking five minutes in that segment. Five minutes, dude. That's a long <laughs> Dude, was I put th- there was no was. there was I it think was there was gay. Th- gay. No, it was oh. dick. It was dick because I, I was like, dude, stop being a fucking dick. And well, when was, was this? I don't even remember. It was um 
I don't remember it, which one it was either. But yeah, it honestly, I think there was like 20 dicks in there after every time you said for about five minutes span, that was it. it it's not actually yeah. as much as you think it is, but I mean, I get it. But but, it, but at the same time, if people don't like that and they thought it was, it didn't work, you know, you got to take that on the chin. You can't that, do that. That was a split one, time, man, bro. There was, there, there was split, man. Cause I thought it was personally, and it's still fucking funny yeah. to me, but See, there, there was people, it there was, no, dude, I thought it was <laughs> fucking hilarious, man. And plus there was lots of people that mentioned to me, they're like, dude, that shit was hilarious. And they also understood where I was coming from too, because I could tell I was getting mad. I'm like, Jeremy, stop doing that shit at the beginning of the show. It's like fucking super dickish and annoying. So you got it. But anyways, that's fine. You know? It is what it is. Yeah, but what I'm the my point here is Take that if some if somebody has something genuinely like they just didn't like about the show and it's not like you guys argue too much, then I I welcome it because we're not above criticism. We we deserve it too. I mean, we're putting out a product, we're putting out you know art to a way lesser extent, but it is you know. It, it just our, has, our to, be it has to be It has to be reasonable. If you say that we argue too much, I mean, it's probably a fair yeah. assessment. Oh, but geez. at the same time, we don't necessarily – I don't know if arguing and fighting is the same thing. Arguing is, I think, just a general thing with podcasting. It's it's the general it's like idea. A, it's a battle. It's a debate. And, and and that one wasn't even. It was just differing opinions. Yeah, see, a debate is just a polite word of saying arguing, essentially. Right? So, I think arguing is more like based on your emotion and not like your thought process. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, arguing. I'm just still trying to process it. It's this yeah. funny. It's weird to me. Arguing's an objective term, though. I mean, two people who are just having a general conversation could look like they're arguing to somebody outside of that conversation. I mean, I mean, not to be racist in any way, shape, or form, but did you ever see two black people who've been friends for a long time have a conversation? It literally sounds like they're arguing. They're clapping their hands. Bro! Yeah, but they're like great friends Wait, not JP, you gotta tell the story about the movie theater what i guess <laughs> i told you on the show before i go back oh, come on adam green Jr. you ever turn into adam green man oh uh, but it's, it's it's relevant to the conversation i can't though. remember the details so it won't come off good so uh, I, I maybe i'll try to find it and link it in the episode right. notes or something and you know what venom fun. that's a good point though too because you got to remember man we've been doing this show you know for you know, roughly almost pushing eight years kind of thing, right? Like we know each other very well and stuff and we know what makes each other tick and what doesn't and stuff. And I think new listeners probably don't understand a lot of that stuff too. You know, they just kind of take, you know, they just, they they just kind of take it as, Oh, this is the first time I've listened. They don't really know the history. They don't know how we are. And we've been doing this such a long time and shit. I mean, if we're yelling at each other, like even me and Dave, like we're not fucking, we're not going to like, you know, take this out in the parking lot and fucking fight about it. Like that's how I, envision people seeing it too it's no like, one's fighting me it's like or they or they feel like, like we hate each other or something th- that's the thing man we can sit here and have moments where jeremy will say something stupid and i'll be like shut the fuck up donnie you fucking idiot you know and then it's like you know i i i still like jeremy i just told him to shut the fuck up you know maybe in maybe it's the tone i don't know but it, it is what it works in a factory and just constantly fucked with everybody well, they work with it, i always use the analogy of hockey players you know people <clears> seem <throat> to think that when you watch hockey and these guys fight they fucking hate each other it's a job man you know like back in the day these guys would fight and go up for beers after and shit they're they're friends it's their job you know there's a part there's an entertainment thing too but it's also it, there, there was a point to fighting in hockey it wasn't just to beat up the other dude it was to get your team fired up and shit like that there was points to it right 
So, I mean, a lot of it's uh, like Jeremy says a lot, you know, with his personality and stuff, it's he, he's playing a character on here and, you know, he's not. Well, really... that's why like when Dave's like, so it's different when you don't talk on the podcast. It's like, that's the point of the podcast. I just think that at this point in the game, I was just kidding. I think I have a purpose. I, I have a purpose to my role on the podcast. And I feel like you and JP's role is more of the talkative analytical kind of role. And my role is just, I'm just here to chime in every once in a while. You're, you're the secretary. I kind of disagree with you a you're little bit. You're the secretary. Here, here's the reason why. Because <laughs> I get a lot of people who say, I wish Jeremy talked a little bit more. Because when he does, if you're interested about something and you start talking about a movie, Jeremy, and it's something you actually are interested in, it does come across like decent to listen to and, and likable. So I, I try to talk and I just feel like you and Moods just keep, everybody just keeps talking and they don't. Yeah, that happens what I to me all the time. Yeah, but, I but, know, yeah, but it yeah. happens to all of us, though. And you know what, Jeremy? You know, I try to get a we, word in the, with Dave and Moods when they're going off. We, it's we, hard. we respect <laughs> you. Nobody could interrupt us in the Diallo thing. See, we respect <laughs> you enough, Jeremy, that we changed a format in the show just to, you know, to kind of accommodate your uh, you in a sense, you know, with the, what we watched and stuff, I know you never felt comfortable yeah. about doing those things on, you know, live on the air and stuff. And then where, if you can record those at home by yourself and think about what you're going to say and stuff, even edit it, if you wanted to, if you wanted to go that far, yeah, you know, then that's was partially the reason why. And I'm like, if he doesn't want to do this, you know, it actually works out better for the show anyways. Right. Yeah. But it also I makes you feel really moment. comfortable. It makes you really, and, and honestly, like I listened to some of your, obviously listen to your reviews and stuff when I put them into the show, but, but you do, you can tell that you're different when you're at home doing it by yourself because you're because you're because you're concentrating on what you're saying and you're just you're you're, you're talking to your mic you know you're not and worrying about also us and if he messes up he knows he could restart that's the thing and you're not worried about us and what we're gonna say and shit like that and, and you know i think that that is always in the back of your mind and it does affect you a little bit so when you do it by yourself yeah. the end product is a lot different sounding that's why i like doing oh, these also, what we watch he's not worried about the time because he's always worried about the time and i don't blame him sometimes <laughs> like we're up to like three o'clock it's like fuck Dude, you, you know what? You should, you should record this show. Who will, like worry about the time, but then once he's here and having fun, he's like, "Fuck the time." I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, the, I'm that guy too. He's like, like "Fucking time." I don't want to do anything until I'm there. Then I won't leave. Oh, we used to record so late. Oh my god, back in Facebook today, he's like, "You're gonna sit there for an hour." It's like, why are you in such a rush all the time? It's like, motherfucker. You were like that I'm last that guy. I'm that guy who's always in a rush. I'm like, hurry up, let's go, let's go. We got to be there at eight. It's six forty-five. We it's only ten minutes away. It's like, come on, I want to be late. I want to be late. Let's go. <laughs> well, like, you wouldn't have liked how we used to be. We used to record till the fucking sun would come up. Yeah, oh, I did that a couple times. I, I did that. We started at midnight, I don't think, and I wanted. But to we used to do out. it every week. We we would start super I, super late. Like we wouldn't start till like eleven. Your guys' time. I don't think I'd be on the show anymore. We had I think that. we're too old for that now. I can thank my wife for it because you know it took you know, even though we own our own salon and stuff, and she can set her own hours, but she completely changed them with the whole COVID stuff. And yeah, it, and it's it, also it, West Coast. It, it worked out. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, it's the best coast. It's the normal coast. It's the normal coast. Yeah, it's only six o'clock where we are. Everything, man. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. You don't have to watch. Yeah, but they have super to watch late. football. They have to watch football at ten o'clock in the morning, Jake. Oh, that would be horrible. That's Not the teams yeah. that we care about. 
Honestly, I don't mind getting They're up. At one. I don't mind getting up and then having to watch the Bills game. Well, actually, tomorrow's an exception because there is no game tomorrow. But uh, but yeah, ten o'clock's not so bad. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'd rather be on the West Coast watching oh, early hockey and way. stuff. Instead, like in the East Coast, you guys are watching games until like midnight and shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is that, dude? Our four See, o'clock, seven o'clock that. game. I like, we're I like, done by I like seven o'clock. Yeah, we're done by seven. It's it's amazing. So, but by the way, dinner. what did I tell you, Moods? Beat Seattle, lose to Arizona. I yeah, called. Moods. I forgot I was gonna bring that up what the fuck happened there bro okay so my god this week has been so funny because everybody in their goddamn donkey dick person has fucking emailed me or messaged me about that shit <laughs> it, it's so funny and then and then to top it i watch a lot of sports highlights and you know talk shows and stuff and of course they've showed this highlight over and over again and it's gotten to the point now it's become a it's huge a joke dope ass highlight dude. they yeah, they literally broke it cheap. down it was so funny i can't remember the ex nfl player but he's one of the analysts on sportsnet here in canada and um, they were talking to him and he's like, dude, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in football. He goes, the probability of making that catch in that situation is like 1%. Like three guys on you and you managed to come down with that ball. The fact that no one even touched it and to come down and actually catch and everything. So that it's just, it's become a running and joke and stuff. Possession. But that's the thing, right? Land. When you think about the positioning, like, the ball went right through six hands and then ended up in yeah, the right yeah. one without even being touched. It's the, the, like I said, the probability of this is ridiculously low. Um, Were you mad though? Dude, um, I actually, I, could, I, I, I got I so mad. The, I could look out the window and I could see the steam and I got and I'd be like, oh, that's, that's Moots' Moots's head right now. I got so mad. I, see, the thing was, I was already heated from the third quarter. So what happened was we were winning. We were up by quite a bit. And then third quarter happened and we took so many penalties. Dude, it was, we, 40 yard game comes back. 20 yard game comes back. And we're, we're killing it offensively, just killing every place coming back. I'm like, what the fuck? So then we had this like 30 yard gain and we it got taken back next play. Obviously Allen's rattled because it's just penalty after penalty. It's fucking stupid. He throws an interception, changed the whole game. They come down, get the points and stuff. And then it was just penalty, penalty, penalty. In the third quarter, they ended up outscoring a 17-7. So the fourth quarter now is looking pretty grim because now we're on a um, basically last possession to win the game type thing. And Allen again does it. He's leading like the yeah, NFL in this. You guys clutched up and should have won the game at that point. Yeah. Exactly, yep. exactly. So so we end up taking lead and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, he's got a Hail Mary at the end here. <laughs> Obviously, this is done. It's it's a fluke. It honestly is a fluke result. I mean, everybody yeah. can see that it's a fan. That prob- ball probably never should have been caught. But at the same time, we lost that game in the third quarter, and we're at fault for it. You know, we we took I too mean, many penalties. Allen played game, great, but you didn't lose the game in the third quarter because you come back and took the lead. No, you I, just you just didn't dominate and and put yourself in a great well, position. To I mean, win. honestly, if we, if we hadn't taken, I mean, there was one drive where we basically lost like seventy yards in penalties. It was crazy. Like we probably would have well, scored. Man. If we, if we had a scored on that and not thrown that interception, we actually would have been up like 28 points and probably would have won this game, but it changed the whole outcome. And I'm just like, that's football for you, man. It's amazing. A couple penalties yeah, interception can do. You can't, if you're up with fucking, I mean, we weren't killing minute, them. You, you people got to remember that we weren't killing them. We were up by 14. They, no, they, you know, scored us, but it is what it is. But if you're up and there's like under a minute to go that other teams should never win ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, you're right. It, it's just, I mean, it's, at least at least it was one of those plays where it's like magic you could be a bears fan at the end of the day so oh yeah. that 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 is just pissing me off see man. i'm happy that the bills They've are off gotten worse oh dude their offense is like it's it's embarrassing dude, if the bears had any offense they, they could be fucking nine and like eight and two right now they need to score some points man yeah Who? the bears the bears, the bears defense is great is they have no offense the team has I no know. offense and but it's but you know what though is crazy about the Bears games? 
only like two of the five losses were like good losses. Everything else is like a, a touchdown game or, le- or less. Yeah, because that's a defense. So one of the I Steelers going to have a game score sometimes. Like on they got offense. Jacksonville tomorrow. Like now it's automatic ten and zero. Like what the fuck is going on? What? Dude, I don't know if you know the history between Jacksonville, but they fucking beat up on us over the years. Let's face it. You guys haven't had had Blake Bortles and scored 45 fucking points on us in the playoffs. Yeah, but it's Jacksonville (laughs) this year. Yeah, they were good. This is Jackson this year. And I mean, Christ, I mean, even last year, they they almost beat us. And the year before that, they almost beat us when they weren't good. It's kind of true, though. It seems like every team has that one bad nemesis team, you know, like there's always a good team that loses to like their, their bad nemesis. And it's, I think it's Jacksonville for Steel uh, for the Steelers. Right. I love football. Football. So great. (laughs) No, you know who else hates this part is Carly. She's like, you fucking assholes keep talking about football. It's so annoying. We'll just be thankful for the listeners out there that don't want to listen to the sports talk is that there's no other sports happening right now, but football. (laughs) It's kind of, see right now, everything like there should be basketball on right now, which it seems like no one's a fan of. I like basketball, but um, yeah, but like hockey. Basketball. See, hockey isn't going on, and that's the big one. That's brutal, and I don't even know what's hey, going to happen with that. Hey, Jerry. Yes, sir. Remember when that guy, he caused a football? That was cool. Like Jerry's sports. a sports fan, so fuck Jerry, yeah, I, like 30, I like MMA. I don't watch football anymore. I don't have time for all these sports. Yeah. Isn't Tyson tomorrow? When's Tyson? I, I've been Saturday. watching actually quite. I, I've always been a big MMA yeah, fan too. Saturday. I just don't keep oh, track shit. as much anymore. Is, is Tyson oh. tomorrow? I just can't honestly do. There's too many fighters in uh, in uh, the UFC yes. now. It's it's crazy. Moods, do you know the Tyson fight? Yeah, isn't it tomorrow? I'm not Jared, sure. You know? Hmm. You not know sure. what? I fuck. I don't think it is tomorrow. Actually. I could be wrong though. No, no, it's next Saturday. Yeah, I think oh, it's okay. next. Saturday. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fucking Tyson. It's gonna destroy, man. Dude, man. He's in the I don't know. Like, I'm still confused on if it's a fight or like fucking a sparring match because <laughs> they're like very vague on the rules. <laughs> I know it's, it's, weird, it's right? it is an exhibition. exhibition so it's an exhibition. I know, but like, the, that does that mean they're not going to try? Like only or, two like, minute rounds or or something like that. It, it, you know, they could have weird rules. But you you read the statements and it's like, sounds like Tyson's going in there to fucking knock his block off or something. Oh yeah, they, they can they can still absolutely fight a hundred percent. But the fact the that it's an exhibition came out and said that they're they're going to go like forty percent or something like that. that Tyson ain't going forty percent. Tyson doesn't know what forty percent is. Yeah, look, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think Royce you know, Jr. thought they were going. 40% and then when he saw Tyson sparring he man, got freaked out. Tyson is not as dumb as people think he is man. No fuck no. He's not no. dumb he's just crazy. Tyson is a very interesting person man. You ever see him in interviews like even recently man? Like it's it, people can't take him serious because he has that crazy crazy lisp and he just has a voice that you just can't stop laughing at. I love the dude. I but he actually says some pretty interesting things, man. Like, I think I mentioned it last week, too, when he did a recent interview in the smoke box with Be Real. And if you guys ever seen that on YouTube and shit, it's where, you know, the smoke box is Be Real, of course, in Cypress Hill. And they just smoke weed and they just do interviews yeah, and shit. Cool. Joe Rogan was actually on there. And there was that was a good couple hour interview with Joe Rogan. I didn't realize Rogan was such a fucking dope head. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I didn't <laughs> realize he was, I didn't realize he was hanging with Be Real and those guys like that's Yeah, that, Be Real's done his podcast before. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's probably where it came yeah. about. But that was a really, really I, interesting conversation. But Mike Tyson in the smoke box was fucking cool, dude. Like he was, he was talking about everything, like personal shit and like all this crazy stuff and telling these really interesting stories. It's like Tyson fucking rules, man. He, he's he's quite the weak connoisseur too, man. Yeah. Of him and Steve-O fucking. Steve-O doing coke in the bathroom for the bathroom. fucking eight hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Tyson, like, thing I like about him, he's super honest too. You know, he's like, I fucked up. Right, yeah. I, I fucked this up and, you know, it's, it's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. I guess we're going to have to wait and see how that goes. Yeah, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it, man, to be honest. Like, I, I just want to see it, but. I just, I just never got to see Tyson fight when I was alive. Like, I'm, I think he was, <laughs> was still fighting. But I was just. What do you like, mean? Why you're alive? <laughs> Are you alive right now? <laughs> I died. I saw him. Fight. Are we podcasting with a ghost? <laughs> no, I meant like, went, like, 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 wow, it happened. Like, sure, sure, sure. I got you. you. Know what I mean, like, low. You mean the like, heyday of my? Oh yeah, Tyson. that was the late '80s, early '90s, right? I think right. the only fight I saw actual live was the one guy he fought. The guy who came out in the white buffalo fucking outfit, and that guy got oh. fucking canceled right away. <laughs> canceled. Dude, the the later Venom probably remembers these things, man. I, I vaguely remember it, but I remember, you know, like my family having a bunch of people over. Oh, it's a Tyson fight. You know, you spend your seventy five dollars on the pay per view and stuff like that. But they, that. I but, just don't remember what happened. But they wouldn't have any of the undercards in those days, and right, so you'd be sitting there waiting for the main event to happen, and then Tyson would come out and knock the guy out in twelve seconds. You're like, oh, well, that was worth the seventy five dollars. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I just remember yeah, that. but then. Uh... Like, I don't know that? why they didn't show the undercards. The, uh, weird. the Buster Douglas fight where everybody Stand thought Tyson was going to just kill him in, in like 12 well, seconds and then fucking well, that's, real. Why, that that's why you got to get all the Tyson fights. Realistically, that was... Yeah, that's still like the, the Anderson Silva Chris Weidman fight where like yeah. Chris Weidman's getting knocked the fuck oh, out. Oh, see, but that that's casuals. I, people in the know, that's like still people wrong. like me, I was like, Chris Weidman 100% has a chance. Oh, hell well, yeah. You said has a chance though, but... No, 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 no. Dude, I, I wish these dudes. That's the thing I hate about but MMA. Now Chris Wyman looks like shit because used it. Anderson Silva's one of those know guys. If used it or not, man. He's one know. of those dudes he, that like. He did a nosedive though. Is super. Maybe he got knocked out too many times. Yeah, he's a he's frustrating man. Like Anderson Silva was so dominant for so many years. What was that? He five six, five six, five six years where he had the so, belt and stuff. He still has the record, I think, for the longest, whatever. But. um but then, you know, when he started losing, he lost like seven of his last nine fights before they finally let him out of his contract. But I'm like, I met Chris Weidman got bad after used it, after used it came in. He started no, no, no. I, I, I agree. It I just hate seeing guys like timed. that. Yeah, but well, I mean, Anderson Silva was old. Off he only can fight for so long. Then you start to slip. No, it but that, that's the problem, though. Like for somebody that was so dominant, you're winning every fight and then you lose. And then all of a sudden you lose seven of your last nine fights. It's like, dude, like, just stop, man. Like yeah, people are remembering this losing streak that you've been on. It's, it's though, embarrassing. Man. It's a different breed of human, and you just can't get them to stop. Like I it's kind of it. sad. We I were talking it. about Diego Sanchez the other day. Oh my like, god, he's dude, still going. Man, oh, he hasn't been good in a decade. He's been be- worse than he's Remember been. Remember Ken Shamrock? Been... Ken Shamrock, the end of his career was just so ridiculous. He already believed he was never good. It was career three years ago when he fought. Hoist Gracie. Again. Well, that one streak <laughs> oh, where he lost, like he lost, like what nine of his eleven fights, just and he fought yeah, Tito he lost, like five like, times three in a row to Tito. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I'm like, dude, stop fucking fighting, man. Dude, after the second Tito fight, when they announced the third one, you're like, dude, he like battered him. Like, what? What do you think's gonna happen differently? Ken Shamrock was very one dimensional. You and he, know what I mean? And he was and, fighting and a washed up Tito. After the first generation too. was done, he he was still fighting. It was just dumb. It was just 
Well, don't. I noticed something wrong with Ken Shamrock when he coached the Ultimate Fighter in season three when everybody's there in modern UFC. And he's like, just so you know, not bringing in a jiu-jitsu guy. I don't really believe in it. And I'm like, uh. That's like not believing Straight in brawler. It's like being a fucking Jehovah Witness. Like, oh, you're sick? We're not going to the hospital. We're right. not going to do any of that. He's like, I don't really train jiu-jitsu. Like, I, I, you know, you're not going to find that here. I'm like, dude, you're coaching the Ultimate Fighter Our in modern MMA. He was doing weightlifting and shit. It's like, what? What? Wasn't he doing? He had a weightlifting yeah. thing. It was we're just gonna lift some weights. Yeah. Oh my god! And then they want to be on his fucking team. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on his fucking team, dude. When you want to be on Tito's team, there's something wrong. Yeah, Tito's <laughs> a douchebag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, that's probably enough sports talk, man. To be honest, I'm pretty sure everyone's probably you clicked. Got a PlayStation, right? I got a PlayStation. Yeah, I got a one, two, three, and four. You got that Godzilla game? No, I don't. I really only have sports games for. It's worth like five hundred bucks now. It's crazy. Wait, which one? The Godzilla game that came out like six years ago. I have that. Well, it's worth like four hundred bucks now. Why? Why? Wow. I don't I know. I thought the game sucked. Yeah, well, it's out of print, and I was looking up the prices. It's like they go for like between three hundred and four hundred bucks. It's fucking oh, damn! I didn't even I love realize how he keeps video dropping games. a price. He's like, it's five hundred. It's then he has it. It's four hundred. There must be a crazy reason for that because video games generally don't go up like that. Even some of the retro games don't even sell yeah, for those like prices. The, the modern ones, for yeah, sure. like six like, years ago. That's pretty yeah. damn modern. Crazy. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'll probably get a PlayStation Five in five years when they go down. Because I just you got need my... to get, you need to upgrade to 4K. Everybody on the show is upgraded to 4K. Dude, it's your turn. Come I on. know I'm not going to get the PlayStation Five. Today. I'll buy a TV and player eventually. I'm just again. I, I'm 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 in this moral dilemma. But how are you going to have Dawn time, of the Dead? And, it's time. How are you going to have Dawn of the Dead and not watch it because you can't? Yeah. Well, I do have another 12 or 15 copies of it, just not yeah, on 4K. Exactly. Come on. But yeah, it's but not dude, the same. it's your favorite movie. <laughs> I get it. It's I get it. I know. I, I definitely am the fucking ass end of this joke right now, for sure. How can, can I own my Maniac favorite movie on 4K? 4K? Well, and I'm going to buy a new TV just because mine doesn't have a, uh, HDR. How does your TV not have HDR? How you do you not do? have HDR? Early, early my, I bought a, yeah, yeah, early, early 4K, 4K. didn't come with HDR. HDR makes 4K, though. Yeah, that's no, like the, that's what that's what 4K is all about. Well, I gotta buy a new one, but I'm waiting to get this new model. This um, what is it? The Samsung X or some shit? Because I heard that is great and has all the stuff you're supposed to have, like Dolby Visual and all that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, JP, 4K uh, talk is the resolution, whereas HDR has more to do with true blacks and whites. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's yeah. colors. You can have 4K without HDR. I yeah, just, yeah, I, I know. I just, I'm, I meant like, how, like why? Because <laughs> I bought it early, man. I bought yeah. this in 2016. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my first one was 2015, and yeah, it, it was just 4K, no HDR. It, it, it works, but it's hot. <laughs> I need a new one. But yeah, I want this, 85 inch. How much are you going to spend? How much are you going to spend? I don't know yet. Depends. On what, Three grand. I, I'm probably not going to go smaller than like 65. I'll probably go with a 65 or something. Like I have that. a 65 now. I, I want 85. I might I as well really upgrade. Go much get the bigger, real deal. Because my film room, like just the way I have my setup and shit, like I don't know, going bigger, I think might just be what too the big. Fuck, are you going to put an 85 inch TV? Yeah, that would me, be too my big for me. Pretty big. Yeah. See, I don't have that type it's of. Long. I'm it's like, I don't know, 20 feet long at least. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. I, I feel like that's too big, man. I don't need all 65, that. 65. I need it. I gotta have it. No, yeah. it, it like he's got to watch Jungle Holocaust on an eighty-five. I know a couple TV, people have sixty-fives yeah. and they look pretty good. I think they would be relatively good in my mm-hmm. house, but yeah. I got to watch Ghoulies three and Spookies and fucking on my eighty-five inch fucking four K. All right, all right. 
We're talking about Ghoulies <laughs> 3 again, I think it's probably time to move this shit along, right? All right, yeah. let's talk about Scream. Oh. All right, so yeah, that is going to do it for the intro. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Alright, JP, do we got some news this week? Uh, yeah, kinda. Not really. Some. Are you meaning that you just didn't look? We're not gonna talk no, about them meaning. You just said, let's hurry up, and now you're mad that he, he, you know, you'd be happy if he had no news at all. Yeah, this guy is so con- conflicting with his opinions. So, uh, we're not gonna talk <laughs> about Sounds like whole... me and you, right? I love it. On the front page of Bloody Disgusting, dressing down the killer cross-dresser, and he talks about fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course, after we do the episode on Rocky Yeah, but that, the show. timing is further away on that. Bloody I'm sure that I'm sure the whole Scream thing is news this week. The the actual title of the new movie? Um, yeah, it's called Scream. <laughs> right, yeah. It's funny so, because we were just talking about how fucking dumb... The Halloween franchises, they've got three movies in that entire franchise named Halloween, and then Scream producers go and do the same shit. Like, I would have rather Can't them just put the five. The like, just Can't do the Scream 5. Scream. Like, with the five the as the S. Use the five as the S. Scream 5. No, that actually, like, is extremely annoying to me. So, yeah. Uh, what? Name the Scream 5? Uh, I guess we do have some news. Filming has wrapped on Scream 5. Uh, it's coming to the theater next year if no or it's not actually sorry 2022 mm-hmm. um so a, a year and two months um and I, I don't know why you're gonna release it in january like that's complete bad news bears for horror what the fuck not month right jp are we, are we talking to that billy bob thornton bad news bears oh, okay yeah uh january has actually been a lot better over the last couple of years though with stuff not, like us not. and well, you know, last year, last year, yes, man, they had the most theatricals cheap. they ever had, actually. Remember, we talked about that on the show. They didn't have the most yeah, theatrical yeah. horror movies ever in, in a January. It's crazy. Um, well, Us was in January, are you sure? Yeah, it was, the, it was like January 23rd or 4th. It was yeah. like the last week of January. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. I don't remember that. But um, last year sucked. We got Gretel and Hansel was okay, but... And you know, I just no, got no, around. That wasn't theatrical, though. <laughs> I just <laughs> got around yeah. to watching that. I yeah, just watched it. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading this article on Bloody Discussing Horror Thriller COVID 21 Lethal Virus Races to Stop a Mutated Super Virus. It's like, oh man, very original. <laughs> COVID 21 Lethal Virus. That's what the movie's called? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I'd put that in my magazine. I won't even cover it. Nope. <laughs> I actually didn't mind uh, Gretel and Hansel. I thought it was okay. Oh, I liked no, it. No, no. I like Gretel and Hansel was good, but then you had Underwater Grudge and the Tommy. Underwater was good. You didn't like Underwater? It was okay. Wow. It's good. It, I, that movie, I was like, it's good, and then I thought more about it, and I was like, nah, man. A movie that has an ending like that and then what happens in it, that's really good underwater horror. We don't get that usually. No, Compared the to the other underwater great, horror but like Everything before that is fucking insanely bullshit like, by the numbers. I wouldn't argue with that, but yeah, I but, it was, I mean, but if it's done well, it's, I, I yeah, thought it was still yeah, pretty good. Well. I did too. I like it. 
I don't know, man. I, I gave it like a six. The only thing about Gretel on Hassel I didn't really care six for. And a half. Obviously, it's shot beautifully, and it's yeah. just so yeah, atmospheric. A six and, and a half is still. You guys are crazy. Everybody's like, I hate this movie. Seven. It's fucking nuts, dude. dude seven is, I've been getting I, a lot. Like, like six and a half are a waste of time, dude, man. No, stop see, GP, you got to stop too scared this. to use a four. If you don't like a movie, slap a fucking four on that motherfucker. You I guys don't, are the people that complain in a traffic jam. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad movie, like, though. Man, dude. this guy needs to move. This guy needs to move. And then fucking use your horn, man. Why you got a horn for JP is influencing this though, man. He definitely is influencing this because Derek said the other day is like these guys fucking hate everything. I'm like JP gave it a six and a half. I don't think he hates it. And he's like he fucking hates it. I'm like what the yeah, fuck? A six and a half is a hate did, now, dude. I said I said that it was. I loved the. I, I thought the ending was super cool. I thought that the the everything else was a little cliche. I mean it was it was okay. I, it wasn't a bad movie. I didn't okay, say so it was bad. Average is five. Average is yeah, five. but it's it's not average. It's a it's a little bit of but it's you know it's I think it's like decent. I yeah. like some fucking but, fives but, and sixes, but so I, I do can't I. Really. I like dude. Some I like two, some three and a halfs I've given, but, but I like some fours. We just talked about this yeah. often. Bloodbeat. It's in but our hall of pain, point, and I like that movie. Is, there's two ways to like a movie for I can. There's my rating, and then how much I liked it. Right. My rating is how good it is. My I bump movies. How much I like, like it, it, it is just how much I like though. it. And that's a case where I think it's a decent movie and I don't like it that much. You know what I mean? But there's six and a half that I love. But my point is that for 2020 movies, I don't want to watch no six or six and a half. I want eight and a half, eight, eight and a half and above. You know what I mean? Like there's no point for me to watch a six and a half for, for wasn't the prodigy in January. The what? Oh, was that 2019? That was last year. Man, yeah, people are throwing out eight and a half like they're going out of style. But like, if you look at have, any like, year of horror movies, there's like ten eight and a half. I don't even think I have Which that many. Any, you know what I mean? Like, like to me, like Cruising is an eight and a half. That's a fantastic fucking movie. It's a classic. And, and if we're talking like throwing like an eight on a movie that came out this year that you've seen once, and what the Cruising's a ten. But you want you want to know what a real classic? No, that's is? fucking bullshit. Dave, what are you talking about? You Dude, I'm just saying classic. people are throwing around fucking eights like they're going out of style, I guess. Why does it matter if you've seen it multiple times for it to be an eight? It does matter. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it does. It's an eight when you watched it. It could change when you watch it again. I don't, I don't agree with that. What? I, I won't give a ten the first time I watch a movie. I won't. Why? Yeah, me too. I'll I'm give the same I will way. never. I because but, I know. But, but, okay, here's the But I base off my shit that, off though. my entertainment. What though? about someone like me who doesn't want to ever watch a, a, an amazing – sometimes ever want to watch a, an amazing movie again Depends because I want to keep that experience? Yeah. Then I guess you'll never night. know. Are you ever going to watch It Comes a Night again? I don't really want to because it blew me <laughs> the fuck away when I seen it and I know that there's no way – It's a weird mentality, man. If I loved a movie, I'm definitely rewatching it, man. I love rewatching yeah, certain, movies. certain movies, but certain movies like – the, that type of experience was so good that I don't. I just want to keep that. I'm experience. not going to bat until I die for a movie I've seen one time because I might be wrong. A you movie I've seen a hundred times, I know I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to bat for it. But who? You, but but it, how are you being wrong, wrong, though, Dave? Wrong. Are you What's wrong, wrong to yourself? Wrong? Are you wrong to yourself? Well, I don't like to be wrong because if you like a movie, you're technically not wrong because you liked it at that time. You liked it at that time. If you see nobody it again can be and wrong don't about like it, then you might not like it at the next time. I'm not throwing tens. Opinions are wrong. First time. I think stupid. most people would agree with that. I, I throw you know? less tens than anybody out of us three, out of me, Jeremy, and Moods. I've thrown less tens, but I, I mean, nobody has more than Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe I don't give that many tens. I don't. I think I've only had two tens. I wish every movie I watch was a ten. Okay. 
Maybe I wish I was like Derek. I wish I loved everything. I actually don't wish every movie was a 10. That would be annoying. I think I had two 10s from between 2000. Between 2010 and 2020. What can you nothing to talk about? You're just going to talk good things about a movie? Black Hood's Daughter and The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, and I have one 10. I don't don't think I... Ooh, I didn't even like The Sacred Deer, but... My 10 was It Comes at Night. I've I've had um, a few I've but, had a few over the last couple of years, but this year I mean, oof, there's nothing even in the running. There's just been some decent movies, but nothing at that level, man. But nothing. you know what's going to be a ten out of ten for sure? Scream Five. Oh, Fuck no. no, no, no. But but the the whole like, so you're saying that you shouldn't have you shouldn't have ten eights and halves. That's what no, you're saying, you Dave. Well, not, maybe if you watch a lot of movies, you can. It's just really hard for me to Dude, like, think back. You and... lie. You gave us a ten, and you gave It Comes at Night a ten. So fuck you. You're a liar. I did. I didn't give us a, t- a ten. I gave it nine point five. Yeah, I don't think you did. I think you I gave, gave it, it a, 10. a ten. I didn't give it a ten. I gave it a nine point five. I could see if you came I back and watched another one again. 10, so. I never rated that movie because I gave us an eight and a half. I think didn't I? I did the so movie on Fresh it. Cuts with Venom. And yeah, we don't rate movies. We don't rate on that. And I actually don't know what I, I mean. I rated on my letterbox. I don't remember what I rated it though. It wasn't ten. Dude, there was a year where I had like fifteen eight point fives. Yeah, but you watched like a hundred. I, yeah. I got you know what? There is more movies being made today, so I'll take that. Eighty five, yeah, I had a way- lot of eights. Eighty five, I had a lot of eights because eighty five was really strong year, and I saw all those movies like a dozen times. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard for me to like to go back and watch a movie once and give it such a super high rating. Cause I don't feel what? that strong about but it because I haven't developed that many feelings. Some movies nowadays, movies don't connect to me like they used to. Some knife plus heart connected with me. Like it took me back and I was like, Whoa, same that's, thing with, um, that's the type of movie I have to expect to connect with Jeremy. Cause it's really gay. <laughs> Jesus. Right now but, movies that have movie characters that are directly influenced by film and are rock. Like, you know, they, they have that whole tie into it. It's it's interesting. There's lots of things going on in that movie. I can think back and, you know, just kind of think about. But yeah, Night Plus Heart makes know, sense, though. It, that makes sense, Dave, because, like, you like Giallo's. You like that type of Italian cinema and shit, and that's really what it is. And, I mean, it I think... also it, the drama in the movie. I yeah, think it was fantastic. Well, it, it did. It, it was it was done really, really well. It was actually one of my favorites last year. I mean, I yeah. think, like, a lot of us like that shit, man. It was definitely a great one, but... Yeah, it's good. Like, like take, for example, a film like... Uh, Landmine goes click. Absolutely loved it. Still Blew haven't even away. seen it. One of the me one either. of the best movies experiences I've ever had. I have no desire to rewatch that again because you know it won't be as good, right? Because you know it's be- not a ten. No, because movies oh, like that, that's a that good work. point. That's, that's exactly a good point. why you don't want to go back. That's no, kind no, of no, like no, no. I used to love McDonald's. Though, dude. Movies like that do not work a second time like they did the first time. It's yeah, just so factual. When there's that many twists and turns in a movie, it just will never live up to the first time you watch it. Some That's movies aren't Sixth made Sense to is be not held up in high regard as it used to be because what it doesn't it? work as well. The Sixth Sense. Mm, I disagree. No, I think it's held pretty high. I actually a lot of like people them. hold it up as high. You know what? Movie I know, I... like when they went back to the summer series, I, and I don't, I don't have one really strong opinion about that movie either way. But a lot of those movies with huge twists don't hold up. Psycho does. Psycho always holds up. One movie that I always thought was going to be in that realm of something that wasn't going to work a second time around was The Game with Michael Douglas. You guys know what I'm talking about? 
Okay, yeah. So that movie right there, I just thought maybe rewatching the movie wouldn't really, it wouldn't have the same effect. But man, I was like completely wrong. I watched that, you know, obviously around the time it came out and I watched it a few years later. I was like, that movie fucking kicks ass. And I actually rewatched it again, I think during the beginning of COVID or something like that. And that, it's just, that would be an interesting show. It's Movies a fantastic that, that hold up and don't hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watched three movies that had a great twist, and we all like we already seen them and say, "Does this hold up? Do you think it holds up? Does it get better or does it get it, worse?" Does it count if you didn't even like stuff like The Sixth Sense to start with? No, no. <laughs> Might but get better for you. Like I don't know. To me, I, I think the rewatch. I, I don't like is, M-, M Night Man much. I, I know Dave Z is all about the rewatch, but I think it's a little overrated. Like I, I, absolutely this is my not. On a film Dave Z is completely one hundred percent right on that. I think rewatches are a must. There, there's been lots I, of movies where why can't you I have just not have what your feelings oh, I, for a movie and then and because and then she, you just change, dude, you changes a it, person. It follows. I know, I know, you're, that's not what I'm saying. though. I'm not saying that like when you rewatch something, you should feel this same almost always i feel different but what i'm saying is like what's wrong with just living in the moment and this is my feelings now why do i need to rewatch the same movie and give you my feelings uh, again well no you don't have to do it for somebody else do do it for yourself do it for yourself like okay so you take it follows and you know the story with that because when i first watched it i was pretty low on it yeah, same with the witch with me. Right, and it was in, and it got me thinking because there was still a lot of buzz about it and stuff, and I was like, you know what, man, maybe I was a little bit harsh on it and stuff. I'll, I'll give it a shot when I'm ready. I wasn't forcing myself to rewatch it. I, I rewatched it when I when I wanted to, and rewatched it and ended up loving it. I just, I, you know, that's the thing with watching films, and I've always I've said this many many times in the past is that sometimes you watch movies when you're not in the right mood and you're not giving it a fair fucking right. chance. Hundred percent. And I believe I watched that movie not in the mood to watch some teeny bot like that's how i went into thinking man and i generally don't like to go into movies with a a, with a preset but sometimes it happens we're human we do these things and i believe i went into that movie already subconsciously thinking i wasn't going to like it and i walked away going it was okay and being hard on it maybe i was just one in one of those moods and rewatched it maybe in a good mood or whatever but i took it for what it was and really thought it was an outstandingly well-made film and you know it is what it is, man. I mean, moods are Dude, a big thing. I changed my mind. I'm not called so moods for much on rewatch. randomly. Like I, <laughs> the green room has shot up my list over the years mm-hmm. from watching it multiple times. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that that's not true. I'm just saying that like, there's nothing wrong with just having your opinions now and then being okay with them. Maybe changing later. You're probably right. Maybe I'm just too, uh, stubborn. well, no one's saying that isn't, that isn't right either. I mean, that's why I'm saying like, if I give it a nine now, and I give it an eight, a two years from now, it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's a nine a couple, to me right now. I have a couple of nines on my list probably right now out of like 75 movies, but, but 8.5 nines. But out of, also the fact is 2020. Yeah. I, have zero yeah, 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 me I don't too. even have a single nine. But right oh, now, that's how they always basically gauge a classic. Does it hold up? Is it timeless? Does it still work? And it's also <laughs> interesting to watch a movie over time and watch you grow and see different things like the movies i love the most are ones what i loved when i was young and i watch and they're still great like oh man i see yeah, different right. things I like, actually, yeah. movie isn't supposed to be that for me right like well, j- like like i love the goonies i watch it over and over and over again it's a complete classic a movie like land Rides Go- goes click i will cherish that experience watching it but it's not it's not a movie i'm gonna watch over and over again there's that's not for every movie no, that, I agree. I agree to this. Well, no one's saying you need to rewatch out. every movie. I think there's certain movies that, you know, require because you like them that much. Like, The Goonies is a great movie to rewatch because it's one of those movies where 
it, it, there's no big twists. There's it's just a fun adventure film. Adventure films are great to rewatch, man. I think that's yeah. the rewatchability in that type of genre and, and characters. Stuff. Great characters, very funny, yeah. very memorable. Good act, you know everything. Especially yeah. King Solomon's Mind. That JP Return of Living Dead. I always I, we brought, here. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out you know the oh same stories god, again. Oh my god, it's a canon joke, JP. <clears throat> and uh, what? what? I watched I Return of Living Dead one time, four times in a row, and like people would call you call me absolutely insane. But the thing is, I love that movie. Yeah, that's the only movie I think I could do that with. It's just so much damn. <laughs> no, fun. I could do that with Phantasm. I could do that with Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. I can do that with honestly Stephen King's It. I could literally watch it like four times. I could just just leave the it first half though. Yeah, just no, the first I half. Love yeah. both halves. Only the second half once. <laughs> you know, I was kind of looking there, at my list there are here. Tons of movies I can do that with, but like movies that I love too. You know, like Requiem for a Dream. Like, I don't fucking want to watch that yearly or even bi-yearly or even no, every five it's a, years. It's that a hard watch. One, in, one every once in a while, but you got to come revisit. You got to make I sure can that watch. it really I is a classic. To. I could live forever and never see it again and still think but that, it's but that's a, But that's a tough watch. That's not a fun watch. I mean, there's one scene in that movie I could watch over and over again. You know, like the butt-to-butt dildo scene. That's pretty great. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> Um, but you know it's what I mean? It's so unappetizing of a sex scene, Moose. It is. But it honestly, is. Oh, I don't know, man. It's Jennifer Connelly. It doesn't matter to me. But what about you, Venom? What about you, Venom? What are type, What Do you have any movies that uh, that you can just sit there and watch over and over again? And then certain ones you can't? Like, I get it with certain films. Like, there's films that I absolutely love that I just wouldn't rewatch over and over again because you don't get that enjoyment out of it. Like, I like to rewatch films as a fun thing. Right, like Dawn of the um, Dead to me, yeah. I can watch over and over again because I fucking love. I have so much fun with it all the time. Like, for me, if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, I want to be stuck in a mall. I'm telling you, that's that's where I want to be, man. It's just it's it's a, it's a dream. I'd rather be stuck <laughs> in a gun shop. Well, I mean, if you're yeah. in if you're in that, there is a gun shop in there, so in not mall. usually. Not no, anymore. no, they actually had the that was at a different place. That gun shop was not actually in the mall. No, Monroeville Mall never had a gun shop. No. <laughs> I've been there many times. Back in the 70s, they didn't have... Uh, maybe, I don't know. No, no. That, yeah, no, gun shops not were not that. a... Con- I know you think America and we got guns and stuff like that. But <laughs> that they're just making well, it too easy if they do that. But right? you do... But it's like, too goddamn easy. But your Walmart... Star- our, our Walmarts have uh, Pelicans. That's it. They have, they have well, like we, rifles. We have, we have rifles. Yeah, rifles no. aren't real guns. Come yes, on. they are, dude. You can only kill like a person a minute. Mood. Yeah, oh, for fuck's sake. That's a baby. Anyway, stop cutting off that. He's trying to talk. It's not here. even worth getting shot over. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's how we think. We're American. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, Venom. Scream five. <laughs> He's right. I'm joking. I'm sorry, Moots. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know it drives you crazy. Hey, hey, Jeremy, it's called the scream. All right, just scream. Right. <laughs> the scream. The scream. You know, I was just randomly looking at my fucking list here from this year, and going back to like not having nines on the list from this year. I actually have five nine films that are what? nine or higher, but one of them, but one of them is a fucking documentary. So I don't really count that because I don't put documentaries on my top ten list. So I technically I only I have two four. Or three. And the I other fun, and the other funny thing is one of the films in my top or that's nine or higher. I don't even think really is a horror film, but I loved it. So I don't really think I'll even count it. So I technically only have three. Have you guys seen Shirley? Have Have you guys seen Shirley yet? Mm -mm. Okay. I never even heard of it. Oh, well, she's just, I I have five nines as well. She's one of my favorites. She's one of my favorites, um, writers of all time. And 
I, I actually forgot about this movie that it came out this year. You mean it? It cuts deep as in on your list moods. <laughs> What's that? Uh, well, it's I mean it's rated somewhere on my list. I did watch it, but I don't remember what I gave it. Uh, point five out of ten. No, I think I what? just. All the trailer for that it didn't look that bad. Is that the one with the two guys fighting over the girl and one's like doesn't want to marry her or some shit? The deeper you give, I gave five point five out of ten. No, it cuts deep. Oh, it cuts deep. Oh my god, <laughs> he didn't even remember it. It is the worst shit. It, it. Oh my, it's so fucking bad. So that's a the worst recommend. Worst movie I've seen all year. Yeah, it's it's fucking horrible, man. It's really bad. What's so bad about it? Oh, it's almost hard to explain. It has uh, the most unlikable lead character ever in this movie. Like he, this guy was on my nerves within like five minutes of this movie, but it's the execution of the story. It's like, it's so bad in all aspects. It just, it's one of those films, like even the production value is not even that bad. It's not like a $5 movie either. That was kind of the interesting thing about it, but oh man. So how's bad. it a half? How does that make it a half? Yeah, a half is pretty, pretty crazy. That's like Derek ratings when he's talking, trying to do phrase. No, I, tr- I like, never, zero stars. dude, I think the lowest, I mean, I did have one, one this year, but my lowest was like threes and shit. This, it's just, it's one of the most annoying shitty films I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just, there's nothing redeemable. I did see about the it. commercial and immediately I hated the lead. Yeah. Cause it, I was like, I looked at him and I said, that woman is out of your league. But try and watching, like try watching 80 minutes of this guy you know just come off the way he is it, it, but it's the execution of it man like i mean it's you know where this is going the entire time like it's so beyond predictable and it's not meant to be predictable like that's one of the biggest problems with the film and oh man oh man it's fucking bad it's just so fucking bad and oh every there were so many parts in this i was just like i want to shut this off but i don't allow myself to do it and like I'm i don't think that's top of my watch list I don't do it very often where I'm like, I need to shut this off. I need to shut this off. And I look at the runtime. It's 77 minutes. It felt like 177 minutes. It was so bad. <laughs> Fuck. It was bad. Oh, I um, watched one of those this week, but the only 61 minutes and it felt like five hours. What was it called? What was that? Naked cannibal campers. Ooh, okay. That dude, you are, you are diving. Yeah, yes, You're diving right now. That's ooh, <laughs> that just sounds really bad. What was the one you watched last year? Venom for, uh, Maniac was bl- Farmer. Oh, Maniac, Maniac Farmer. Farmer. That movie that is movie. so bad. Dude. Dude, <laughs> I laughed. About it, it got worse. Like when Venom was talking about it, I was like, oh my God, that was really, really bad. There's like green screen, <laughs> like double green screen. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on. I just know that I no longer believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ after that movie. <laughs> I'll never get that idiot's name out of my head. Blast I don't believe in him either, so uh, we're, we're in the same boat. What's his name? Blasphemous Rex. Oh. <laughs> that was the gang member. God damn you, Venom! Oh. God damn you to hell! <laughs> oh my god! So you guys are unfamiliar with with Shirley with uh, Shirley Jackson, the writer? Um, I never met her. No, like you're not familiar with the work she did. She did like the famous story, the lottery, and so. Oh it's, yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. She, she did a couple stories. Yeah, the one lottery. That, that's a great story. Well, I'm just that's probably your most famous one. It's usually taught in colleges yeah, and shit like that. that mm-hmm. Just saw a movie that was based on. Yeah, but anyways, this movie is based on her. It's it's kind of a really interesting story. It's like, it's definitely a movie I'd actually like to watch again, just because it's it's got such an odd narrative, like core narrative to it, man. It's really interesting. It's it's autobiographical in a, in a sense, but it's not about her entire life. It's about you know kind of more or less the end of her life and um, kind of getting inspiration to writing her like latest story and shit. It's really cool, man. I thought it was really interesting. 
But yeah, the only movies I have technically over nine are Monstrum, Vivarium, and VFW this year. Oh, you got Monstrum oh, on there? Thank the God. Monstrum's mine too. I got Monstrum 8.5. What about nine. you? I love that. What, what Dave, was, didn't you just say you shouldn't have 8.5s? I'm so confused. I about said you. if you have a dozen 8.5s on your list, it's just like it's hard to give them. Mm-hmm. I only have three. Which ones okay. did you have? I think are great. On there? Huh? I had like three, I think, 8.5s. Three 8.5s. I don't know. I got to rewatch them. Yeah, but you had. A, I'm looking at your list last year. You had fucking so many nines and shit, too. I had. I watched. Last year, I think, was incredible. And 8.5. Like 8.5. <laughs> they're all 8.5. Yeah, but that's 138 Why? movies. I'm only at 75 right now. I Dude, I'm at 117 right now. I've been killing it. Damn. Yeah, but if you only watch 20 and they're all the ones that are 8.5s, then what the fuck? I only had 30 at like oh, August. Uh, what How do you, you know they're crazy? 8.5s? What did, what did you literally like look through every single movie and like fucking grill it 20 questions? Like put it under a hot light and be like, I'm no, I just, I just, I just, and everybody's ratings and I'm like, okay, I'll pick out these ones. Yeah, well, that's Dave what Dave Z does. Venom, did you have a couple of those yeah, were nines? he calls that the Dave Z method, but I've been doing that for fucking years. Long. He Everybody watch, does that. He used to watch like 100 movies when I, I would just watch, watch like a lot of 50. bad movies because I have to fucking get a bunch of screeners and shit. And I'm like, I got to watch this. I mean, I don't mind watching bad movies like he does. He's like fucking kiss. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, like it's the end of the goddamn world. Yeah, I don't care. I just make it fun of Dave Z for like making us take all the bullets and then fucking dodging all the bullets and shit and then. We're all getting shot here. Dave Z's only watching the classics. You know, surprisingly, man, for one seventeen watch this year, I don't have that many under five. Like I would, you would expect to have a shit ton more, but not well, that if many. it's under seven, it's automatically a piece of shit according to JP. Right, he rates right. on the fucking game. I will say, scale. I have a lot between like six and a half and seven and a half. There's a lot. If in it's that under range. seven, it's just not worth. Like if I tell if Jeremy, I do have a lot of five you, and a half. Though I'm gonna give you five Ooh. movies, right? And yeah. and one of them is a six point five, or one of them is a six point five, one of them is a six, and then three are eights. Which 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 f- three are you going to watch? You're not going to fucking watch the six or the six point five. At all. Well, I'm not looking strictly at your rating though. I'm going to look at the movie and see if it sounds yeah. interesting and see yeah. if I'm into something. Because right. let's and face I'm not let's face it, that I don't do that either. I think, none of us are the same. I think personally, here, man, Monstrum is not going to be for everybody. No. Right, you no, like movies, I thought it was fantastic. That I give an eight to. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's not possible and that it doesn't happen. And I'm just saying that whenever I see a bunch of people giving out sixes to a movie, mm-hmm. it's like goes further and further down on my if list. It's a bunch. Yeah, but I, if yeah. It's, that's if it's what I'm I really like. I'm gonna watch it anyways. If it's like a Korean zombie movie and everybody's like, "This fucking sucks," or it's like a zombie movie about like some snuff filmmaker that's making crazy movies and it's like a foreign, I'm like, I gotta watch it, even if they say it's bad. I gotta check it out for myself. Right, yeah. but that yeah. wasn't what I was saying. That like that movies that you're interested in, you're not gonna watch. I'm saying that sixes in general are just something I'm not interested in when prepping for top tens, even though a six isn't a bad movie. I just don't consider other people's ratings to be the definitive fucking factor in. But that's not what I'm saying either. I don't think they're definitive either. You are. I'm just saying. You are. I'm not. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. <laughs> like everything I say, you guys are like you're you're expanding it into massive exaggeration. <laughs> I would never do something like that. Uh, Venom, going back, did you say you you like Monstrum also? I love Monstrum. Yeah. Love did you guys cover that on Fresh it. Cuts yet? Uh, yeah, we absolutely did. Yep. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I wish I wish the CG was just a little bit tighter, but that's like the only complaint I have about it. You know what? I okay when when the actual monster first appeared, I thought that was the worst part of it, and then I got used to it. And I didn't. I thought there was scenes that looked a lot better than others. You probably had the same critique, yes, though. Absolutely. Yeah, but I my mean, my biggest issue with Monstrum was the the scenes where they would have. Um, fire as like the light source and then the monster in fire like it, it didn't look like it was part of the environment it looked like it was placed there you know what i mean it okay. didn't look natural yeah, yeah. But that, it, it was only in those couple of scenes i, I for the most part I, I had very little issues with it but yeah, overall but man, that movie i like so much i was already won over like i can yep. get over cgi i don't love if i'm already won yeah. over and i was already won I mean, over it was big it was like a war movie it was everything I was the like, production value was crazy on that film though Right, like the the wardrobes yeah. and the, the oh my god, dude, it was it was fucking great, man. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I was shocked, man, because I hadn't heard really a whole lot of people say you know elevated things about it. I feel like, but I hadn't heard a lot of negative things. Sure. I just hadn't heard a lot of people talk about it. And I was surprised because considering it's been on Shutter for a long time and stuff. And like I said, I was getting to him because every time I'd watch a movie on Shutter, they put another one on there. I think I'm I'm one behind now or something. But but uh, yeah, that was. Um, I'm glad that I, you know, I've made a point of watching everything on Shutter Netflix this year. That's mm-hmm. new from 2020, and that was definitely a fucking major delight for me. I had to blast with it, man. Great stuff. I actually yeah, bought uh, Derek Blu-ray today. I actually bought Derek the nice. Blu-ray. And Derek, he just got it today, and uh, he's like, "Oh, thanks for the Blu-ray." And I'm like, "Yeah, I wish I had a fucking copy. It'd be awesome." God damn it! No one buys me fucking anything. Well, D- Derek, it. Derek fucking picked out all my peeps on my on my Maybe thumbnails and like shit. You. Yeah, so I was like, oh. "Yeah, but Derek's sweet." Everybody yeah. likes Derek. Derek yeah. got me unmasked part twenty five for my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got me. Uh, what the hell was it? Oh, damn it! Uh, that um, next of kin from Australia and nice another house. Aussie movie, uh, Dead Dead End Theater or Dead End Drive In. Dead End Drive In. One of my all time favorites. Next of kin is one of those. Next of kin is one of the movie I watched the first time and I was like, that was all right. And then I was like going back and watching some of the things and I was like. One moment in that movie made me bump it from like a six to like a seven and a half. And I was like, oh, my God. When you realize when the person comes into the house, that scared the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. In the rain and shit. That's I was like, one oh, that's I need crazy. to rewatch. Yeah, it's a rewatch. Like that one's a oh, yeah. definite rewatch. Because at first I was like, that was OK. And then like I was rethinking about it, watching all the features. And they were like showing all these things. And I didn't notice something. I missed some major point. And when I noticed, it, I was like, fuck. And you guys are making my ear hurt. It all started because of January horror movies. I, I prefer uh, the I'm Patrick sorry, Swayze, guys. the Patrick Swayze next to Ken. No, I'm just joking. Fuck. Mexican? Um, I, I prefer it to my own Mexican. <laughs> Are you saying Mexican? Mexican. I prefer it to you. Did we not go through this like five years ago? Yes. Mexican. No, it, it does sound like you're saying Mexican. No, well, I'll we say Mexican. Away a copy of Mexican. Everybody. So we got to be careful with that because because Venom, you know, he's he's of that descent too. So you know. No, I'm not. No, he's not. He's Spanish. Spanish. Never, never call me Mexican. Oh, that's right. You spell. Okay, fuck. Whatever. <laughs> but they still or speak Spanish. They still speak Spanish in Mexico. Dave, Z, Dave Z's on my shit list for calling me Mexican. Right. Enjoy. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but they, but it, I guess it's different dialects of Spanish, though, too, right? So Mexico. Yes, I speak Castilian Spanish. Mexicans speak Latin Spanish. Latin Spanish. And, uh, that's right. That's I can understand what they though, teach in just, school, right? What's that? That's what they teach in school, the, the proper, right? Uh, it depends where you are, because on the East Coast, they actually, Spanish class was actually Castilian. But in Florida and anywhere where there's like Cubans and Mexicans, yeah, they're almost always teaching Latin Spanish. I think they taught the, the mm-hmm, proper mm-hmm. where I went in Ohio. So. Makes sense. Actual Spanish. Because there's like, you know what I mean? It's fucking Ohio. 
I did horrible <laughs> in Spanish class. It's like uh, me, why am I not surprised? It's like me in French class, man. Ugh, can't even speak to ten. I don't know, like um, French. Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, so Scream. It's coming out in 2021. They wrapped filming, so... You know, 22. Actual... This guy even fucked that up. Jeez. Yeah, 2022. It's basically 2021. It's 14 days out. <laughs> 14 days? Dude, we're still in November. It's 14 days out of 2021. Get, who cares? We're still in November. <laughs> are we Are we just skipping December altogether here? We're skipping yeah, all yeah. next year. No, I'm saying it comes out January 14th. 2022 it's, no, 14, it's 14 days, days out of 2021 2020. is what he's saying uh, oh, I, got you. I see what you're saying okay um one thing that i that, that i didn't know this is kevin williamson writing this one i think so i think he There's was in, he's involved with it i don't know if he's fully writing him but i think he's involved in it though he didn't write part all of scream three did he he only wrote no. part of it he didn't write all of scream four either i no. think he no like i think he's involved i don't think he's the head writer though as far as i know i don't know could be wrong but either way i think he came out and said i i didn't want it started like going into shit that i didn't want to hear about like spoilers so i didn't like finish it but i think he was saying that they're not trying to deconstruct horror in this one and it made it sound like it's just gonna be a slasher film with the characters but it's not gonna have like that scream touch that everybody knows about like the meta stuff so I did I thought that was interesting because I'm like, really? Scream without any type of like yeah, construction of the genre is a little weird to me. But you gotta remember though, this is also the fifth Scream film. Like, wouldn't it just kind of benefit from being kind of a straight lace one too? Maybe. I mean if it's I, good. I mean, okay, well, maybe for the old school Scream fans, the diehards like Lacey Lou. <laughs> and JP, you guys are Scream Dorks, I think. Yeah, well, that's like the thing is, is like, why do I like Scream? Because I like I like Scream. So like, if you're giving me a film that's not Scream, then but it's still I'm set in the Scream world. I mean, it it's could just... end up like a Latter Day Friday the Thirteenth that's not really much like Friday the Thirteenth and divides the fans. I mean, right. honestly, they've they have made four Scream films that are very similar. Right. So this one's in space. <laughs> but, but, well, they missed the boat. It, it should have been part four in space, right? It's not because they're similar that they work. It's or not don't in work. space. It's this because is bullshit. They're good or bad? Like Scream Four was the last one done, and it was very similar to you know the Scream style, but it's the second best one. So it's like it's because it it's more really of a re- It's, it's more like a remake of the first film almost. It's, yeah, it's called the scream right <laughs> dude i think it's so utterly ridiculous that they're doing this scream what the fuck i actually hate it why are they doing that man like why don't just stick to the original why. idea of having they, the five they, they as the s like they feel like whenever they do a sequel and it's the fifth one that they're gonna lose like half their audience who hasn't seen one through four or you know like they feel like maybe scream four didn't perform it as well because it was the fourth scream 10 years after the the third scream i i get why they do it i just cannot stand it it's mm. like if you if you haven't it's the same thing if like i think you're giving the them too much credit story. i think they're just stupid i, I don't no, think that's, that's their mentality they're definitely doing that they're definitely slapping scream on there so people are like oh but I, even the logo doing it for a while even now. the logo with the five as the s looks so like just scream come on it's so fucking yeah. it's utterly boring as shit and they could release it on 05. And it's confusing. Wait, what, you're, wait, you're saying that you don't like the 5 as the S? No, I love that. I wish they oh, had okay. done that. 
I think it's confusing too. It's like, you know, every single year we always get a couple movies with the same title and shit. And now these franchises are just renaming the, the, the current films, you know, as the originals. It's so stupid, man. Are they, what are they doing with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? What's that title going to be called? Texas Chainsaw Tensa, Massacre. Texas God Chainsaw Massacre. That. Is it really? Yes. Fuck that. What is it a sequel Dude. to which one? The first one or what? Yeah, the first one. Sequel Just to a direct sequel one. to part one. Yeah. Right. Fuck them. Which they've done before. Yeah, fuck them, dude. <laughs> fuck them. You know, I wouldn't even be upset. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's just Texas Chainsaw dude, Massacre. that is the most fucked up franchise. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Leatherface, Ugh. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3. How do you have... Chainsaw Massacre the Next Generation. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Beginning. Texas Chainsaw 3D. And then Leatherface. We already had a Leatherface. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even be mad if the new Friday the 13th film was just called 13. At least they were trying. F13. Well, it is the 13th movie. I'd be very That's okay what that's that. what that that was my F13. point, Venom. F13 is is something they would do and I wouldn't be okay with it too. That sounds cool. F13? Fuck it. Why not? F13's yeah, like fine. F13. Even 13, but no, at, I do least, like at least it's not called Friday the 13th, you know? It's like Right. Yeah. yeah. I I hate that, man. There's two already. We don't need a third yeah, one called Friday exactly. the 13th. But Unless yeah, it's just, in like 2050. 13 would actually make sense because like Venom said, it is a 13th film. So just 13, you know, you know, right. What you're right. It's awesome. Dude, they could cut a sweet ass trailer. Actually, you know a bunch what? of kills from all the movies. 13. <laughs> I still, I still say that I, I like the idea that I, I read a couple of years ago about potentially them bringing back some of the final girls for the fight for the 13th chapter. Like they bring back Ginny and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pam, you know, a bunch of people that I survived. The idea, would, would they do the bullshit where they were in like some therapy and they're like, you have to face your oh, worst God, fears and God. send them to the Camp Crystal Lake? Or would uh, Jason come after them? The treatment that I read was going to have one of the girls be like the main star. And then like at the very end, like at the climax, more of the final girls were going to show up kind of, you know, exposing that it was a plot purposely to get Jason, blah, blah, blah. There, there was actually... a comic book hmm. uh, That's cool. written. I forget what it was called, but it was uh, where all the like final girls and final dudes from like Freddie and Jason and, and other franchises were like in a uh, rehabilitation, like counseling thing. <laughs> and they decide to all get Crossover. together and like, wow. and like basically... It was. I think it was a Freddy versus Jason comic. I think. Um, and and they, and they decide to basically, you know, go out and actually try to kill them for good. Sounds like and, Act uh, of Vengeance, but with the slashers, which is a cool yeah. idea. They should yeah, literally go I, I out and kill that slashers. That idea was great, you know. And like Tommy Jarvis was like the leader of all of them. Um, Nancy Thompson was in there probably. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, th- I think that idea would be great, but they won't ever do stuff like that because they feel like there's not an, like people won't care. The the general audience won't care about. I think it's hard to do don't. because you're you know you're going to copyrighted area too, man. If you want to you know explain where these characters are coming from and shit, you gotta you know bring in you know Freddie and Jason and right. stuff. To, in that in in that case, right? But so I'm it becomes complicated. In, yeah. In general, sequels that happen mm-hmm. way later, oh, they like you know to, what. Why don't they make this a sequel to Behind the Mask? And we have the main girl from that movie or somebody that, and there's a group of them like that, and they all talk about the slashers that tried to kill them, and they team up and go kill all the slashers of that world, and we can have a bunch <laughs> of different slashers. That would be right. to the sequel there to Behind we the go. Mask. Yeah, That'd be I like, like a three-chapter epic, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's a good idea, Dave. 
because they need a sequel to that one, and we could bring in slashers that are just like ripoffs, and we can make a bunch of references to the actual slashers we like. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. kind of yeah. how like yeah. Cabin in the Woods did, right? Where there's yeah. like Pinhead references and stuff like that, but yeah. it's not Pinhead. Which can't like kill Cenobites. Yeah, yeah, and then they could kill some off. I think that's the only way you could do it. Yeah. They can yeah. even make fun of a slasher when they find him, like he's ripping off one of the big ones. It's like your name is Mason. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. When they kill him, <laughs> yeah. lots of stuff. Uh, yeah, that would be cool I, I, though, man. I mean, you don't have to just bring back the, you know, the final girls and stuff. I mean, you can bring back the fucking big boo Voorhees also. That would be awesome. <laughs> bitch, I, I, I would love to. Voorhees. I would he love to see what her big titties Jason. look like now. You're talking about that one, I thought you were talking about Jason Six, bitch tits Jason over big boo Voorhees. No, Voorhees <laughs> from Part Five, man. He's talking about Debbie. He's talking about Debbie. Debbie, Debbie Sue Voorhees, funny, bitch tits Jason for who has the best rack in Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> no, Debbie Sue Voorhees from uh, Part Five, man. Yeah, All yeah. These years later, it's, I, it's, it's, it's from Part Six. It's a it's a um, mud mud fight oh, for best yeah. rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so moving on from that news, um, what do we have here? Uh, Alexander Aja. It's funny because uh, I saw an article that was like director of Crawl, Alexander Aja. Yeah, in talks to direct um Elijah for searchlight pictures and I'm like Crawl. Since when is Alexander Aja known for crawl? Exactly. Like that's, that's his bullshit. big claim to fame. Yeah, what about <laughs> Hills Have Eyes High remake? Tension. Hills Have Not Eyes tension. or High Tension. I mean yeah. his, he's mostly known it, for the Hills Have Eyes remake. Maker. It's also I, his newest movie. Well, no. Yeah. I think is High Tension. Hills yeah, Have Eyes is like so Eyes notable. Probably. It's so notable as being a lot of people consider it to be the best horror remake, you know? It's like Aja's name is, you know, associated with that. So I know People that got short memories. Is modern, but that goes again to the whole sequel thing that I was just talking about, where like they pander to people who d- are, are are current. Like they don't ca- care about what happened in the past. I mean, that you makes sense I mean? when you're writing an article. You might as well do something current rather than you know his first fucking movie, like High Tension or whatever the fuck it was. But right, but, but think about that though. Like you, you always saw Alexander. Uh, 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 you know, high tension director Alexander Aja directing this. Like, and it was just funny that now it's crawl. Yeah. Well, people yeah, don't know high tension high because it's like 2004. That's well, like six or eight years people ago. People also don't know that movie in America because it doesn't have a fucking English language remake. <laughs> it, 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 like a semi decent right. release in America, though. Yes, I saw right. it in the theaters with my grandma in the yeah. dubbed version. But, Jeremy, you were one of like 12 people in the theater, right? You know, how many I people can say the they? Ones, yeah, exactly. Like, not too many people even saw that or even knew that it had a theatrical. But how old were you? Like eight? I was ten. <laughs> you know, you know, Jeremy. Jeremy comes off as being like a mad pussy sometimes, but in reality, like this kid was seeing fucking movies, ex- you know, French extreme wave films when he was ten in, in the, the theater, theater with his grandma. Though, in the theater with his grandma. That's notable. Like, Your grandma's awesome. Like that's oh, some yeah. bad shit right there, man. It's like we hey, saw grandma. everything, literally everything from like 2000 and from Freddy First Jason to uh, I don't know, probably Halloween two. We saw everything pretty much. Yeah, I remember the days when I used to see everything last year. <laughs> yeah, I miss those days. Good days, dude. I miss theaters so much, and I still go. I went last week. I but feel like, like I haven't been it's, in so long. nothing is coming out, man. It's yeah, just right. I can't, I cannot wait for the world to be normal and hopefully theaters survive. Uh, you know the last theatrical movie I saw 
was The Invisible Man. Good oh, move. same here. Right. Where'd you see Come and Play at? Oh, Driving. No, I'm talking to Moods. Oh. Uh, come and Play? I think I just I watched it online, I think. How? It's on VOD. What no, do you it's mean? not. What do you mean? It's not? No. No, it's a, that's a theatrical. I saw it in the drive-in because that's, that's all we have in Southern California. No theaters are open, just drive-ins. It's not It's not on premium VOD. That's oh. why I was wondering how he saw it. Yeah. Um, you mean well, then we have all, do you say, you say that? come and play? Yeah, it's called no, come no, play. No, it Fuck is on. It's, on. it's 1999 It's on called YouTube. come play. Whatever. Yeah, but – it's available for Yeah, I watched it a couple weeks ago online. You know, I have my ways. What, <laughs> uh, did no. you watch one of those fucking old school rips where someone takes their camcorder? Absolutely into- not. Oh, I will I, never watch a cam. Online. I'll what never watch. I'll never about? watch a cam. I've never watched it's one ever before, rent. actually. All right, I heard you fucking so How would it be the, the fucking camera in the theater? I didn't know that on. it was. I thought it was only theatrical. I didn't read that it was fucking premium. But the field point is... Don't even bother with come play. <laughs> oh, fuck you. It's great. What? Yeah, great to stretch. What do you I mean great? It. What did you rate come play? Okay, I didn't love it. It was it was really good, man. I it was What scary. was good about it? It was scary. He rated it a 9.5, but it's I only gave good. It, it's I not gave great. it an 8. What? Oh, wow. man, I did, honestly didn't really care for it that much, it, man. Handled, I didn't think it was like, horrible. Autism really cool, man. I never seen that in a movie before. Do you ever see What's that weird movie with Michael Berryman? The Evil something? <laughs> We within. just talked about it. The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, The Evil Within. Yeah, that movie's fucking bonkers. Movie yeah. like that movie. You the Evil Within. You don't know how much I. Is that the one that took like, like twenty years to make? Or I like yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. It it made like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that movie. Mess, that movie was, was pretty crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, my my thing is, if a movie scares me, it instantly gets bumped up. What like, scares you about Come Play though? Like, there's to, some good jump scares in there, man. It's fucking oh, creepy. Yeah, Larry's a fucking creepy ass skinny fucking tall monster it's scary <laughs> name is larry yeah it, it, it's, it's, it's larry and it's uh, <laughs> fucking larry i, I, don't, don't, I, like, I honestly you, you just don't get scared like that no man. i just Moose doesn't I'm, have I'm, feelings i'm Moose not a really big fan Moose of like, these, like love you know me i'm not a big technological <laughs> horror fan no, moods really doesn't like love stories and he doesn't get sad like i'm like the movie broke my heart moods is like i thought it was funny <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 it takes a lot, but I, you know me, I, I'm not a big fan of like these technological horror films where having to do like with fucking iPads and shit. Tech, what do you feel about the Asian it. ghost stories? And all those are technological. Not all of them. Oh, he no, likes all. No, I a lot don't. No, <laughs> uh, the Ring. All of them have some sort of weird technology fucking bend to them, which yeah, I like. Well, I the late, cool. yeah, so, some of the later ones, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, not. I'm not talking about the '60s ones, like Oni Baba. I just felt like with Come like Play, the narrative was a little bit mudded, man. It's like, I get it, what, you know. The, it doesn't really explain like why that app is on. That, way to spoil it. His, it's at the beginning. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh, it does not but, even. But the thing going. is. The thing about it is, all you gather is that the kid was alone, and like you know, and then that's how he latches onto him and stuff. But like, right? It's it's about you conjuring it up with these sort of negative emotions, and like this this entity just comes for people in this vulnerable state. Um, but I mean, I I thought it was fucking cool. But even as a kid, though, man, if if you were attached to your iPad or whatever your electronic device is and stuff and you seen an app on there or whatever it was that you never put on there you'd be like fuck this i'm deleting this shit like what right but you can't i don't know 
because it's fucking it's a fucking entity bro i watched my kid with that shit too and he's like man i don't know man i think he would though you just be like fuck this i didn't put this This kid's autistic bro yeah but he's not autistic he has he's a high functioning autistic kid though man he can't even talk that doesn't matter he still functions fine doesn't matter it doesn't matter that he doesn't talk he still functions completely normally but i mean yeah but he's you know like i'm not going to criticize his choices yeah. All right. I like <laughs> football. Football is fun. Uh, and he's like six. Or now, something. now I want to hear Venom's thoughts on it. Venom, what are your thoughts on the movie? Oh, I mean, I didn't hate it. I'm probably right in between you guys. I definitely didn't like it as much as uh, uh, JP, but I liked it a little bit more than you. I actually was okay with Larry's creature design. I thought it looked pretty cool. I gave it a five and a half um, out of ten. As far as scary, I mean, nothing. It's hard to really scare me anymore. Yeah, you, you know, you even when I try, cool. it's just really hard. I love being scared. That's why I got into horror. It's I honestly, I won't lie. The scene in the beginning of the film where the kid is in school, the autistic kid is in, in the back, and obviously he can't talk, so he uses his uh, iPad or whatever to do the talking for him, and his old best friend is like why the fuck does he get to use this in class and i'm like fuck this kid right away obviously you know the reason why he has to fucking use this shit in class because he can't talk you fucking idiot it just it annoyed me right away man i was like come on kids are stupid i called yeah. that guy move he's a bully <laughs> right Ven- but, but the thing was he he wasn't one of those type of bullies that like was just hating on him because he was actually friends with him before Right. right yeah. So that, well, that, that's, that, that's a reveal later in the film. Yeah. You don't but I mean, but I mean, still as a kid, you know, it's like, even though you're like 10, 11 years old, you, you probably still have the cadence not to fucking say something stupid like that. There's a lot of assholes out there, bro. I mean, let's get realistic here, man. Like if <laughs> I heard that in class, Dude, I'd be like, kid, are you serious? I'd kick I've that kid out of class just for being dumb. Victimized, man. Brutally. Like yeah, go to my I've high school. some horrible bro. fucking bullying. <laughs> I seen some people get like mashed potatoes stuffed in their favorite fucking anime books and shit like that, man. <laughs> Moots is just laughing about it, dude. I wa- I no, watched just, this kid because he paused and he's like anime books. That's hilarious. And he walked up to the lunch line and they fucking opened up his big hardback anime book out of his book bag and dumped a fucking tray of mashed potatoes in it and put it back in his book bag. Was there gravy? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, the worst thing I ever dude, seen when it was the worst thing I ever seen when it came to like direct bullying, like it just it was so fucking. I, I it's always stuck with me, man. So, oh, I, I even hate talking about it. it; just pissed me off too. But anyways, I'm not even gonna say his name on air. But for the my friend, my real life friends are listening to this right now. They'll know who exactly I'm talking about. But uh, Jerry Herring. No, Jesus. dude. When we were in yeah, high school, he went man, to Canadian high school. Cool. So when, moods went, when I was in like high school, when I was in high school, so we were in grade 12, the 12th grade. <laughs> um, so anyways, we're graduating that year and stuff. And, you know, the, the eighth graders would come in and shit like that. And they're always getting picked on by everybody. Right. Anyways, my buddy, I'm not going to say his name, walks by this fucking kid and he would walk around school. He was with a fucking can because he chewed. Right. So he'd spit into this fucking can. And this fucking newbie walks into the school and he fucking poured it on his head. He was like, welcome to high school or whatever. And I was like, oh, dude, it always, dude. So that's not only humiliating, it's disgusting. It's degrading. It's fucking. Yeah, that's where you got to throw down, man. Dude, I I, I said to him, I was like, dude, what 
the fuck, man? I'm like, that shit ain't funny. It was like all over his head and his shirt. And I was like, fuck, dude, it was just a big pile of chew spit. I'm like, that's not cool, man. I was actually embarrassed. Even back then, I was like, oh, that's fucking... I, I didn't find that fucking I, funny at all. I did some stupid shit, like, awful stuff. But my school was the place where, like, you got picked on, and you also picked on people. It was bad. Like, it was yeah, a fucking... Yeah, but everybody to a point... Dude, mine was brutal. Like, bust my, balls and shit. Worse. Like, mine wasn't a bad school. Just the kids were assholes. Everybody was a fucking prick. Your, your bully stories are all adorable. Uh, a girl killed another girl in my high school. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's the most friend. American thing no, I've ever heard. No, no, she didn't even. Um, basically, one girl was bullying, you know, this younger girl, and then the younger girl, the victim, if you will, she let it slip that she kind of thought the other girl's boyfriend was cute. So yeah, she pulled her into the woods one Friday night after the party and beat her with a bat. Wow, that's like the female yeah. Michael Myers right there in the remake. Yeah, that's not even like bullying. That's just murder. Well, no, they were bullying. No, no, she <laughs> right. was absolutely. She was the female school bully, and she had been bullying this girl for at least a year and a half. And then she killed Everyone. her. And Wait, then the, she girl, killed the girl that was getting bullied killed the bully? No, no, no. Other way around. The bully. Not the happy ending. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the Charles Bronson story here. Wow. No, no, not quite. <laughs> like, I had this girl that was, like, severely harassed by, like, this group of girls. And it was always, like, you know, it started out as stuff like, you know... you ugly and fucking shit like that or like uh they they called her like burnt fish or something because of her like her last name was something similar to like that uh and uh you know the the one girl you know she kind of she she kind of stood up for herself a little bit and was like leave me alone type shit and then like kind of almost punked that one of the bully girls so the bully girl was like getting egged on like oh you gotta beat her up you gotta beat her up and shit like that so uh, she went and she got all her rings and she like scarred she like she, she beat the hell out of this girl and like scarred her face all up and shit like that it was it, like i mean like the bullying was relent i seen a dude get his arm broke for th- this 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 tall like senior dude pick this kid up and like threw him off a sidewalk Block and the kid just broke his arm in half. Oh, I saw somebody get thrown through a vending machine. <laughs> like I saw somebody first. get 3D. These Those two guys are... 3D. I've actually seen that kind of too, man. Dude put a guy's head through a fucking vending machine. That's pretty yeah. funny, actually. Yeah. yeah. That was during a fight. It just happened to go that way. But yeah. I, I went to a school. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking bullying because mm-hmm. I went to a school where um, I, I went to school with a lot of rich people. I grew up in a higher class, middle class type area, but I grew up with a lot of rich people too. So, and then there was also the, you know, the odd person that just wasn't that wealthy or kind of thing. And it was that type of bullying. Me know? too. It was just. See, that didn't exist because everyone. But it was, was mean, dude. Right? Like, fucking mean, man. Like, I just sit there and go, are you fucking kidding me? Like, geez, even yeah, thinking back. When, when, when everybody's poor, you got to bully about shit that actually hurts. <laughs> yeah, but they were, they were just, it, it, it's kind of like when, you know, when you watch those teeny bopper movies and shit, there's always those classes, right? And it's, I kind of lived yeah. through that. It was bullshit. I just roll my eyes. Cause I didn't grow up rich, but I was in that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it does. They're going to get to I go to college them fuckers. and get But when someone says you're it. ugly and you smell and stuff yeah, like that, 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 that shit doesn't shit bother hurts. me. It, that's a, that well, if you smell, me. that's your own fault. It never well, bothered me. Unless you have a disease. Right. And well, I don't know. You could live with fucking white trash parents honestly like dude, i never heard a thing like, i never heard a thing that anyone said about me in school because i was the kid known as wearing the headphones all the time so i didn't hear a fucking <laughs> thing man i listened to tunes all day every day doesn't matter to me but uh, alexander Ogden, i never got bu- i never got bullied you gotta you you 
anybody out there who might be younger and if you're ever bullied, dude, or even in adult life, you got to stand up for yourself, dude. Exactly. You can't, you cannot let that mm-hmm. shit fly. Like, if you ever get, like, that's like, you know, the prime prime example is you ever watch like 30 Days In or something, these guys that get, go into jail and, and go undercover. If you don't stand up for yourself, they're fucking eight alive, dude. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's hilarious. You got to stand up for yourself, man. Um, Moral of anyway, the show. Moral of the show. Right. <laughs> Moving on. So what were we talking about, Alexander Rasha again? He's just making a new movie. What is uh, it? Crawl two. A, a crawl two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'd be down for a Crawl two. Hell yeah! Um, He's making a direct sequel to the Hills Have Eyes remake. I like oh. Crawl. I thought it was good. They're skipping part two. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched it. It's called the ago, Hills. The, the Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, everybody keeps talking about Fright Night 2 Resurrection, which is Tom Holland's um, sequel to Fright Night. It's not it's never been announced as a movie. So it's it was always announced as a as a book. So I don't know. Like people are you know the original Fright Night sequel was actually in in production originally. Like it was actually probably gonna happen, you know, in the early nineties kind of thing, and then that whole fucking Menendez Brothers bullshit happened and that fucked us out of that. We did get a Fright Night too. Mm-hmm. No, I meant yeah, like I the it. like the original one. Yeah, like, th- like that was like we a. Did. We got a Fright Night too. Yeah, yeah we, we there was an original Fright Night too. And Brian Thompson. Everybody was Connelly back Wallace. except Amanda Pierce. And uh, Evil Ed, but he was dead. Right. right no, right. I know we got. A, I know we got a Fright Night too. But what year did that come out in? Like nineteen ninety. Uh, it was pretty. Early. We almost. I think you're thinking of the Fright 88 Night. Eighty-eight or eighty-nine. Was it eighty-eight or eighty-nine? Came out three years after Fright Night. Yeah, eighty nine. But it, was there it was a Fright Night three that we were supposed to get that that, that was supposed to be in the nineties. That oh. oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, totally. No, I know there was. What were they done maybe, with Fright maybe Night this part three. three? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's articles about it. I'm pretty sure Tom Holland's commented on it. But yeah, no, I, think I know Fright the Menendez brothers actually did make money. Murders actually affected the production and stuff, obviously, right? Because it was going into production and they killed their father and shit that was involved in that stuff. And yeah, that's kind of bullshit. But and then we didn't get Fright Night 3. Thanks a lot, guys. Which was, which Tom Holland was totally involved in. Yeah, it's crazy. But interesting. Mm. Yeah, it was Fright Night Three. Yeah, there there was a yeah, that's what it was the Me- the Mendez thing. That it was then, Fright Night Three. That's right. It was it was in pre production, and they had actually greenlit the film, and then the brothers went and killed their fucking dad, and then it just they threw it out. Well, the whole production company fucking. We're sitting apart. here complaining. We're all mad about the movie not getting made. We don't even care about the guys right. getting killed. I don't know that's, why I was thinking it was part two. I don't know why I was thinking part two was made after Menendez, but then I got thinking, but I'm like, they didn't kill their parents until the early nineties. So that movie would already, isn't it weird? There's four fright nights. Yeah. Could do a franchise on it. Yeah. That remake is one of the worst. It's horrible. No, it's good. I didn't watch it. I like it. It's a good, it's a good uh, update. I I never was a big fan of, uh, um, McLovin. And, and, uh, I, don't, I don't like Colin Farrell. Like 30 fucking seconds. No, I haven't seen it. So I didn't watch it. I, I was like, eh, I don't want to see it. But Dude, I, I hate Colin Farrell. So I don't know if I so like it or not. I'm sure it's okay. I'm sure it's fine. I like the sequel more, to be honest. Friday Night 2. Yeah, well. I like the video game. Video game. I like the original movie. Yeah, there is a Friday Night video original. game. It's okay. Dude, awesome. I love this. I love Friday Night 1 and 2. I like both of them. 
Yeah, Friday like, Night 2 original is pretty dope. I wish Friday yeah, Night 2 under, would... It's very underrated. It's I wish... a, I've always been a big fan. John John Grease is the reason I grew out my hair and got sideburns when I originally grew oh, yeah. out my hair. I wish that movie would finally Thompson's get a good Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to bite her on the neck, asshole. <laughs> I think like the only legit time, Blu-ray of Part 2, I think, is like what a Spanish one or something like that, right? No, I have – there's a Spanish, but I have like an Austrian or German import. Oh, yeah, the box. German media book, which I think yeah, is – I love that. I, I bought that. It's one of my favorite movies. So is, that just an upscale? is that just an upscale contamination no i don't think so it looks pretty good there's an hd print of it that played on television i haven't watched the blu-ray okay yet. okay I have a I blue just like blu-ray too. i'm just wondering because germany's known for just upscaling a lot of shit oh yeah yeah no shit they just yeah. give us a pile of shit and charge us 45.98 absolutely because it it's got a nice box you pay for the box yeah the packaging yeah. Yeah. yeah okay uh this next thing here uh this is pretty interesting so uh 20th century studios uh, which, of course, we know is owned by Disney now, uh, is making a Predator film from the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, um, Dan Trachenberg. And I think that was interesting because... I didn't think the last one did very well. Yeah, it, I didn't watch it. I heard the last one was mixed, it was, and a lot of people disliked it. Is it a sequel yeah, to okay. the newest one? Is it a sequel? Um, it just says it's going to be the fifth installment in the Predator okay. franchise. Is it called? They already did the Predator. Dude, didn't the they? comedy yeah, killed last, last year. The oh, comedy man. killed it for me in that one, man. It was too. They much. did Predators too. Yeah, they're fucked. They got to do. I don't know what they're going to do. It was disappointing. Too much comedy. No, the comedy did kill it. Uh, Shane Shane Black's Predator. Oh, okay. It says which reportedly is not connected to Shane Black's The Predator. Okay. All right. Weird. But I think that's interesting because whenever they picked up 20th Century Fox, like as horror fans, we uh, we instantly thought, okay, what's going to happen to Alien? What's going to happen to Predator? Because those are really the two big franchises that. Well, they're Disney princesses now. <laughs> Ripley is the Alien Queen. <laughs> yeah, and Predator actually, you didn't know, but and Predator's got tits. I don't know if you knew that. Jesus. Uh, Predator's <laughs> vagina is basically its mouth, so. Ah, yay! Uh, but anyway, Never I don't know. One of those. So. This is <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is this is uh, interesting. So I, I, I'm happy, but the question is, will it be rated R? I just picked up Ted Cloverfield Lane on 4K the other day. It's a good nice. movie. Uh, I think I have it in my cart right now. What a like, surprise! I have that and. Uh, Doctor Sleep in another yeah, title. There. You got Doctor Giggles in their cart. That's something to pick up. Doctor Sleep, man. I don't care for Doctor. It's Giggles. only ten bucks on four K. Just, just add Doctor Giggles in your cart for me. You don't gotta buy it. Just add it in your cart. No. How do you not like Doctor Giggles, man? He I'm just it. kidding. I mean, it's Dr. like a six, it's like a six. Yeah, Doctor Giggles is probably a fucking six. I haven't seen that it's movie since fun. I was a kid. It is fun, but Ice Cream Man's a way better movie. No, no it's not. No, no, no. That, well, that well, movie's well, actually a mess, no? narrative-wise. The no. dentist is better than both of them. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Corbin but Bursey Ice Cream kicks Man ass. is much better than Dr. Giggles. I haven't watched either no, of those movies. I think, I think Ice Cream Man has a terrible narrative, man. It, it's such a it's such a muffled narrative. <laughs> it's a terrible narrative. It does. Yeah. There, there's shit that's, that's happening. At least Dr. Giggles is pretty straight up, man. This movie's like trying to be all fucking whatever, and it's just not being... Anything what does that yeah. even mean? Trying to be whatever. <laughs> Smart. Uh, do we have to creative? Do, do we have you need adjectives, motherfucker? Do you need more? It's a gr- 
No, it's ice fucking cream ice cream man, awesome. and it's trying to do more than it's actually trying that it ever could be. <laughs> Fuck that movie. No. So what? Are you serious? You don't like Ice Cream Man? Oh, for fuck. Don't give me this shit. You don't like Ice Cream You like Dr. Giggles? Fuck you. It seems right up your alley. Oh, see, now th- this is us fighting. I mean, so someone needs to leave a comment down below. They're turning the podcast off because like... we're arguing. Fuck. No, I'm just surprised that Moods doesn't like it. No, I do like Ice Cream Man. I think it's, like I think it's a horrible movie, though. But I do find it entertaining. It's not a very good movie. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a good movie. No, it's not. And I like it. No. Writing's terrible. No, it got good. It, it's, it's, it's. What year is the Ice Cream Man? I hope we get that oh, next 90 year. You can't even say shit, man. Really, you're going to make fun of the fact that I said the writing shitty. No, like movie? Clint Howard has this awesome performance. And this kid's all fucked up and he's like, abducting children. Like, I'm the Ice Cream Man. I'm the Ice Cream Man. That's yeah. all I do. Probably the uh, best shit. That had to be like, I'm the ice cream man. And his disgusting fucking ice cream truck with all the oh yeah. It's gross. Yeah, I eat eyeballs and shit. I love that. Doesn't isn't like uh who's the Lee Major's kids in that movie and he's like a detective and he eats an eyeball and he doesn't even notice it. Exactly. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Oh. Five stars out of five. Perfect movie. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Fucking hates everything. Now he loves ice cream, man. Give me a I'm goddamn guessing, so break. So I'm just gonna start giving tens to everything and make everybody go crazy. He gave ten to ice cream, man, but he only gave us six to contamination. Oh my god, contamination's a masterpiece. Well, They're according really to you, you, you have a quota of how many eight point fives you can give. Yeah, up. I can only give them so many times. I'm like a fucking like uh, <laughs> wildlife guy. I am nope, can't, can't nope. That's enough fish for today. I already you got have three five, eight point five fives. You can't have that. You can't. Mr. Right. I only watch a movie once and it's a masterpiece. I love how after every news segment, there's like a 40-minute rant about something. Sort of, tell that's, me to show that's up. That's called a podcast, Jeremy. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I was just going to say, welcome to the show, man. Go you on. guys are provoking me. I made a joke, but then you guys argued for 30 minutes about Dr. Giggles. I can't make jokes anymore. <laughs> Dr. Giggles anyway, is I mean, mm. Come on. Oh, nice <sighs> Finnegar syndrome they'll put in that. I never. First of all, I never said anything was a masterpiece after watching. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah, but the audience will be like, yeah, fuck JP for (laughs) conspiracy. You you no matter what. (laughs) You guys want to fucking something? I realized the other day. I just I I just randomly clicked on me right now. I was fucking. um, I don't remember actually what I was looking up and shit. But anyways, I ended up finding this randomly but uh, i think it was when i was watching gretel and hansel whatever but um oz perkins he actually played fucking uh young norman bates in psycho 2 mm-hmm. in 1983 in psycho 2 yeah where's our young norman bates in psycho 2 i can't remember that either don't know can't remember, <laughs> can't remember. off the top of my mind i actually Nobody can't can remember. remember that yeah, because at first I was like Psycho Four, but then he's like in Psycho Two. And I'm oh, like, you know what? There is there is eclipse, man. Because yeah, no, there is there is a flashback scene in that for sure. Is Psycho Three the scene where the Be- cop eats the ice with the blood on it, or is that two? That's Psycho. That's three. I think that's three. Oh. Yeah, Psycho Ice Cream Man. Yeah, no, there is a, there is a flashback scene in this, but yeah, so he plays. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember the flashback Psycho scene. Now. It took me a second to realize. Through four is such a good watch, man. They're all good. But anyways, that's an interesting little odd factoid, though. Kind of cool. If you're not familiar with Oz Perkins, he directed Black Coat's Daughter. 
I am the pretty thing that lives in the house, which I enjoyed. A lot of people didn't. Um, and, Gretel and Gretel and Hansel, which I thought was good. I really wanted him to get a little bit more crazy with the witch story. I really wish that they had have gone into like showing the witch eating children and stuff, you know, just right. get really, really dark with it because there's a great setup, great atmosphere. It's so dark. It's just, it's got, it it's just a great beautiful. Fe- oh, it's awesome. beautiful. I just it, wish it, they had it, done it, that. Creepy. But at the end of the day, it just feels like, man, they didn't really do anything with the story. It's just, it's, it's, it, I didn't. It's the Gretel and Hansel. Story. It's, it's the, it's the Hansel and Gretel story. And right. no Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been kind of weird. <laughs> what? It's a joke. Jerry's the only one going to get it. What? Humpty fr- Dumpty? It was from Fresh Cuts. Oh, nobody listens to that. Now, hey, there's at least three people that listen. Shut up. <laughs> And once the director of Black Christmas 2019. But the anyways, writer. you know, hey, listen, I, I finished that was, the movie. That and I, was a hit episode. I put that on my YouTube channel because I thought it was like fucking good shit, man. I need to put up Which the rest one? of those Fresh Cuts episodes. Fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the Black Christmas one. Uh, yeah, I was in rare form that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. I, I know. I put up one Fresh Cuts. Like, I still got like nine more to think go. about assaulting women, but after watching this movie, you want to? <laughs> you said that? <laughs> I, I think I might have said something along the That might be the greatest line ever. Makes me hate women, not assault. Oh, oh my god, god. That's, that's so awful. good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, I wish I wish death on uh, Chloe Grace Moretz after I watched Greta. So oh, Greta was good. it was okay. No. no, Greta sucks. I thought I yeah, thought you were going to say Carrie, the, the other Carrie remake. Of a character doing the wrong thing at every possible turn. And I, I, I just got so fucking. Movies. I was cheering for the old lady. I was fucking cheering for her to fucking destroy Chloe Grace. <laughs> wow, wow. You know what's pretty crazy about that movie is it was done by Neil Jordan. Yep. Yeah, that is weird. Doesn't feel like that'd be something that he would do. Yeah, I wish I hadn't have known that before I saw it because it, it just put way too many expectations on it. Because yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I didn't know that until uh, last week when I watched Jeff the crying game. Mona Lisa. Hmm? He did hmm. Mona Lisa. It's great. Movie. Oh, right. And Crying Game and Mona yeah. Lisa. I watched amazing. Crying Game last week and I was looking up the director and I was like, oh, he did Greta. I knew he did um, like Byzantium and Interview with the Vampire, but yeah, and Bob Hoskins. <clears throat> I never saw Company of Wolves, but I need to. He did that. Too. Yeah, I've never seen that either. I've seen the trailer a million fucking times. Was that, uh, what was okay. that Jerry? Hmm? You said it was good. I thought you said something. Oh, Company of Wolves, I absolutely love. It's in my yeah. top five werewolf movies. I know I'll like it. I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. It's Man. a period piece, which I already love period pieces. So, yeah. Man, I love uh, Bob Hoskins, man. He's a, he's a great actor. One of the best. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up. Up here is uh, the Craft Legacy uh, coming to DVD December second. Yeah, twenty second. Did anybody that watch is. that? No, no. I, 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 I have it on it. my list. I won't watch. No it. interest. Nah, the, the the picture art even made me not want to watch it. Yeah, not even but it's one of those curiosities where like I love the original Craft and I just kind of want to see what they like what they did with it to see. I, I know I expect it to be bad, especially after hearing the people talk about it. Yeah, if but, you gotta see it, you gotta see it. It's kind of one of those things. But this guy, like, this guy talks about fucking not checking out any movies that are under a seven, and here he is. Oh, my curiosity is <laughs> no, getting no, the no, best yeah, of me. This Fuck. This Again, though, you guys right? are the average rating is like four out of ten. What I said too. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I never said I don't check out and, any movies. Moods and Dave give it a six, care. we'll watch it. But if, if somebody gives it a four, he's all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I understand because you're interested in the old one. It makes sense. I'm just yeah. Right. I, I just, just want to see what, uh, just what they did. Your Mex- your I, I love you. Not only am I interested in the old one, I love it. Never saw it. Not Great. even in my top ten in '96. Yeah, I mean, when it's that kind movie of came out, I was 26 and I had a penis, so I had no interest. Right, yeah, right. 26. Well, they are they are pretty hot and cool, and I you kind of want to hang out with them. Yeah, but they're in high school too. He'd be 26. Yeah, that's a little tough. What? What's wrong with that? What? I don't know. I think the law might have something to say about it. No. Yeah, I was 16, right at the right age to probably like that, that shit, they, but dude. Come on, those girls were like older than you in that movie. They were probably like thirty-two. Yeah, but I like older. Uh, girls. Probably, yeah. That makes it even more hard to digest. Uh, I don't know how old is she. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would imagine I'm older. Yeah. Nev Campbell is only yeah. a couple years older than I am. Nev well, Campbell is forty-seven. Yeah, oh, so, then I got three years on her. So she's seven years older than I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but Nev Campbell can't whoop your ass, Jerry. You got that on her. <laughs> let's hope that'd be embarrassing she might be tough we don't know i don't know much about i mean that. i'm only a brown I'm only campbell a is the brown toughest of the scream queens bro jamie lee curtis psh, nev campbell uh, all the way Sarah from yeah, Day she was the pretty Dead old playing a high schooler in scream fuck any of them dude, up, hands down. well ridley okay let ridley and is sarah a dude one. sarah fucking freaking stood up to steal dude that's, she had a machine that's gun. one movie i don't she care stealing one movie dude she fucking survived a zombie apocalypse you don't and know she's that. tough and she's smart. She did. How, how do you know she survived? Shut up. She, she survived the movie. Sarah's the um, best. She's what, smart. What I'm saying is like out of the slasher scream queens, bro. Yeah, it's not really the same category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really care about any of them. I like Sarah and Ripley. And, and you know what's cool about Sydney is it never feels like she does some dumb shit, really. Either. You know what I mean? Well, even if she did, she's supposed to be a high school kid, so I could forgive it. Yeah. yeah. And for you know me, what? it's girl, like when adult characters. But they were also they were shit. purposely writing yeah. against that, though. That was part of the right. Yeah, that's why I like it. You know who <laughs> yeah. is really tough? It, the girls in Wolf Creek actually did a lot of smart things in the first part yeah. of that. Love they Wolf did Creek, way some more smarter things so than I thought. Good. I was like, I was like, I would do that right now, and then they did it, and I was like, oh, but. But then they get yeah, fucked. Yeah, you like give, you, you do like a little slow clap for the movie, like Bravo. Yeah, you're like, dude, oh, they're actually <laughs> doing some shit that I would is, is intelligent. They fuck right. up a couple times. But um, you I would. actually you heard uh, a podcaster say this the other day. He said his favorite horror movies are ones where the characters do everything right and it still goes bad. Sometimes yeah. you're not lucky. Like some that. fellas are lucky and some ain't. Yeah, yeah, I I I like that too. Okay, I'm a big fan uh, of that sequel here. too, man. I love Wolf Creek too. Oh, it's a yeah, blast! It's, it's so fucking fun. Except for those kangaroos, that was some some bad CG. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after that, we got uh, the girl who loved Tom Gordon is becoming a feature film. Have has anybody? I don't know shit Stephen about Stephen King. Stephen King story. Stephen yeah, King story, yeah. Stephen yeah King I've read the book. Is it a horror story? It sounds like no, a fucking no. love story. It's not. Oh, well, then I don't care. Why is it on Bloody Disgusting? Don't know. Probably because Stephen King's King. name and they haven't read it yet. So that's why. <laughs> yeah, it's not horror at all. What happens? Like, it's about the baseball player, Tom Gordon. It's like a it's like a drama. Yeah, but the, the description here says that a little girl gets lost in the woods. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't say it's really horror. 
Huh. Is Burt Reynolds involved? It's been a while since I read it. He's fucking dead, bro. Came out a few oh, years ago. I'm not, then I'm not really interested in the movie. <laughs> okay, well, that's happening. Uh, okay, and finally here for the news, Barbara Crampton uh, produced a fucking Castle Freak remake, which I don't remember us ever talking about, and it's we brought it it's up. coming out this year. So we'll be able to see it next month. Yeah, I follow Barbara on Instagram, and she's always kind of mentioning that stuff and shit, so... I watched a little bit of the trailer. I th- I think Jeremy said that it looked trash, but I thought it looked uh, inter- it worth watching. Does she least. make a cameo at all in it? I didn't actually even catch that. She I plays Castle that. Freak. She, <laughs> she plays Castle Freak. Great. No, dude. Dude, I'm casual friends. Oh, with, uh, she's Crimson. still so beautiful in Are person, you? man. Oh my god. Yeah, she lives. Uh, she lives in Sherman Oaks, right, uh, the same city I do. She seems nice. Oh she's, my she's god. awesome. I met her I a couple her. years ago, and I couldn't believe it. Like I was like, "What the fuck? You you can't be in your fifties, like." crazy she's She's gorgeous bro super good and then hard too like hard body yeah she hugged me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you feel like titties oh yeah come on man that's sexual assault bro they're hard (laughs) you ever see billy madison but her face in person sexual assault brother (laughs) it's like she doesn't age man it's like the weirdest shit it's so crazy yeah she's cool she drinks virgin blood bro she must man fucking beautiful um but yeah, so Castle Freak, bro, uh, coming uh, soon, next month. I, I mean, I like that, right? Why have months and months of posters and sometimes years of trailers and stuff like that? Drop a trailer. Hey, check this out next month. I'm Just not even that gonna Castle play. Freak. I want it now. <laughs> I don't think this is new news, though. I think we knew the Castle Freak remake was coming out for a while. But Did we forgot, so it really doesn't count. count. Maybe it's because I follow her. I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't know. I heard about it like a couple weeks ago at least. I I think they might have mentioned it, but like at the time they mentioned movies, they never come out, so no one pays attention. True that. Yeah, true that. It's weird. Like the remakes, you just okay. That might like half of Charles Brand's Brand's announcements. Brands. (laughs) Charles Brand. He he's the oatmeal guy. He fucking raisin Brand's brother. (laughs) Yeah. This is like a. uh, It's a uh, what do you call it? a Fangoria production, I think, too. So didn't they, didn't they handle uh, VFW too? Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised that. Yeah, uh, and then they got in all that trouble because of like the yeah some pervert or some shit. Or Fred Williamson. Uh, I'm surprised it's not Full Moon. Does Full Moon have anything to do with it? No. no. Hmm. It's probably for the best. The puppet no, Master that's Little definitely for right. the best. We saw what yeah, happened with Puppet Master. No, no, no. I'm not. I meant just you know having their name because I thought you know they possibly still own because they did the first film right so yeah yeah it'll be well i don't you know i don't know wait fangori and full moon are presenting a fresh new take on Stuart gordon's there you go there you go <laughs> so i guess they still have- <laughs> i was like how the fuck would they not still have any rights to that i'm like they did the movie well, so. because the reason i thought is because charles band i don't think owns the rights to half of the stuff he owns the rights to kangaroo owns him though kangaroo company remember that um, shit yeah right <laughs> Oh, and that, then, that Australian like, bolt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Genius. They're so uh, But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying, that's perfect timing. December 4th, I'll be doing end of the year prep. I'll check it out. I'm pretty much yeah, getting I'd to like the point where re- I'm done. Do new reboots of like Taurus Trap. And if they got some of the Empire pictures, like 
Fucking remake Ghoulies one. Ghoulies one's a piece of shit. Apparently, like, Taurus Trap could actually use a remake. I agree. Taurus Trap. House of Wax. Yeah, yeah, and also Prison. Wouldn't it be cool to see a prison horror movie again? Dude, I love the concept of prison horror movies because prisons are already scary. You're fucked. You're trapped, dude. You can't get out. Yeah, sometimes you are fucked. I actually really like Prison though. I like that movie. It's fun. Oh, I thought you were like, I love prison, man. Yeah, I, love I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, yeah, prison, the, the Empire film is awesome. It's I, fun. I like it, too. Yeah. It's a blast. Uh, yeah, Ricky O, another awesome prison sort of exploitation thing. Yeah. Love uh, There's not enough horror movies that are westerns, set in prison, and war. Those are the three well, that I wish Let's make a war western prison movie. But the war one makes a well, lot of lasts. sense. It, it costs a lot. I to... feel like we can pull that off. Yeah. That last prison horror movie sucked complete ass. Well, what was that? The, the Expendables of Horror. I forgot what the fucking Death oh, House. That wasn't good. Oh, Death House. House. Yeah, There's but did anybody expect that, that to be good? Dude. With that many people in it, I kind of did. Yeah, but you. But that was the reason why I thought it was going to suck, man. I and they. Dave Z, those things never work out. I know. They underutilized every single person. They had too much talent. They couldn't. They couldn't utilize what they were. Oh my god, that was a bad movie. The CG and, and I everything. think it was because Gunnar Hansen died because that was his baby, and yeah. other people finished it after he died. So I think they just fucked it up completely. I just think they had no money and they just they tried to overdo it. Put too it many wasn't people as in bad it. as I thought it was though, because I thought it was going to be like half a star, and it was like a two out of ten or a yeah. two, dude. They really. Was, I was, it was pretty much there, like one and a half. I think I gave it or something. It was horrible. It, it entertained me. I'm not going to lie, just because it was cameo central. There really isn't that many prison. Horror, the horror movies there's like none What's the only Malefique? other one i could think of malafique yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah um the oh, wait, what's that shadow dead riot with tony todd the yeah, there's like there's a couple more yeah there's the platform I guess from this year consider the platform it's or it's fortress kind of is a sci-fi prison it's movie that's a great one by Stuart gordon jail, yeah. mm-hmm. that's a fantastic oh, yeah, underrated that's Gordon's human centipede three movie. yeah oh yeah yeah uh wishmaster two wishmaster two it's only Oh, one of the reanimators. Wasn't one of the reanimators in prison? The yeah. last one? Yeah, Beyond. I've never yeah. seen that. What about all those women in prison movies? Those oh, kind of count. That's a whole horror? other uh, That's an exploitation, but yeah. <laughs> what, uh, Char- I'm actually a fan of, prison of Beyond Reanimator. I think it's fun. Oh, fucking Hellhole. Hellhole, the dead pit. That's a hospital, but it's like a fucking prison. Dead pit's awesome. I would like to see more horror prison movies sure well you gotta do research why don't you go to prison and write the movie and then we'll make it just watch that series of the last slayer music videos i don't know if anybody saw them but on slayer's last album repentless they did uh kind of like a continuing narrative over three or four videos and it was a prison horror movie taylor main was in it Derek mears was in it uh danny trejo was in it and it's violent as fuck sounds cool oh it's great look it up even if you can't listen to Slayer, just turn the turn the volume down and just watch it. It's fucking great. That's, Every time uh, I think of Slayer, really cool. I just think of that guy who screams Slayer. There Slayer. you go. That used to be me. <laughs> I think, That's all I, I think, can think of. I think of the hurricane guy. That used to be a saying at my in back in high school, man. Said, you know, because people would, you know, when you said see you later really quick, it sounded like Slayer. So people just started saying Slayer. <laughs> That's literally how people said see you later. See, nice. people used to say Slayer when they were talking about, like, telling their boys the fuck chicks. They'd be like, Slayer, dude. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's football sure that's, is great. That's the news. Love football. There's no 4K announcements? Uh, 
<laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> no, but you talk Dr. about some Giggles deals coming out. Some deals that are happening on Black Friday since this is the episode. Mm, this will happen after Black Friday. Nope, no, this will, this will be out on Wednesday. Black Friday. Okay. Yeah. What do we got? But no one's going to be listening right. to this episode on Black Friday because they're going to be shopping on Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. You can though. shop while listening because it's fucking all online. You know, shopping. people can't double task these days. What are you talking about? I Who, listen to this shit all the time. Did you just eat task. something while telling me that people don't double task? <laughs> what the irony, right? <laughs> what are you eating? Takis. Did you bring enough to share? <laughs> I can't believe uh, it. My mouth is on fucking fiery now, man. God damn, these things are hot. Is fucking fire worse than regular fire? Oh, I don't know, man. You can't bitch when you're doing it to yourself. I know. I only had like three of them too. Fuck. That is like, true. These are hot. I can't stop eating them though. That they taste I so good. I love spicy shit, but they're just like it, they're shockingly hot. It's crazy. Yeah, I like spicy shit too, but I'm sort of getting to that stage where like I well, like good tasting spicy shit and just not like hot as fuck shit. Yeah, well that's the thing. Yeah, they have to have a good flavor. Like it needs to have a good flavor. I like yeah, I used to try to just see how hot I could go, but no, no. All right, some seven ninety nine four days at Best Buy. We got Casino Rec, rec Room for a Dream Three from Dude, Hell. Dude, I'm so mad about that Requiem. I paid. Wait, no, I only paid seventeen. I guess I'm not too mad. Okay. Three from Hell, Quiet Place. I, I got already got those. Quiet Place for seven ninety nine like yesterday. Yeah. I got Quiet Place really cheap on uh, the almost. five Rambos. <clears throat> I don't have any of those. Halloween seventy eight. So those are how much all is that Rambo? Seven ninety nine. They're it, all seven ninety nine. Oh, it's on a box set. Movie seven ninety nine or the box yeah. set. The four K box set. Each one seven ninety nine. There's a four K box set. Steelbook. Yeah. Steelbook. I hate steelbooks. All right, and the the following four gays are ten bucks at Best Buy. The Invisible Man, District Nine, The Goonies. The Invisible Man's like eight bucks on Amazon. <laughs> Not the four gay. Yeah, it is. I've already got it too. It was like ten bucks a yeah. few days ago. Godzilla, which was last year's, was the same. Yeah, price. Monsters, isn't it though? War of the Worlds, Beetlejuice, Doctor Sleep, Full Metal Jacket, Gremlins. Now that one pisses me off. Full Metal Jacket. I just paid twenty five for that bitch. It Chapter Two, Pan's Labyrinth, The Shining, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. <laughs> Labyrinth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Parasite and Never gets yeah, old. those are all like the good movies. So right, those are I'm, all ten bucks. I found this one. Nineteen seventeen now is uh yeah nineteen seventeen is eight bucks. Doctor Giggles four K is coming out and it's thirty nine ninety eight and four K of Ice Cream Man is thirty six ninety nine. That's actually possible. You fuck. <laughs> Didn't didn't they announce a Deadly Games 4K? It's already yeah, out. It's already out. Oh, it's already they out. Have it. Yeah, Vinegar Syndrome. Actually, that's one of the ones I do have because I actually it's on. didn't pull the trigger on that. Am I going to be able to get that on Black Friday? Yes. Oh, you better get on early. Well, it's not going to be. It, like it won't be on exhausted, sale. Like you've been answering that question all day. Like, yes. Is it is it is it limited? I don't know. Ask Jeremy. I don't. Th- I don't think. So. I don't think so. I think they're selling it on Amazon. I think so. the slipcover. Well, it's just slipcovers, but. Um, yeah, I need that. Beast it's not. It's, it, it's probably not going to be marked too much down because it's a brand new title. I think the last Do two you months need of the Beastmaster. 
like yeah i don't think they mark it down at all no just that one yeah no um yeah well i got the uh, black friday package already so i've got that beastmaster i just do the yearly thing because i'm crazy now yeah i just what is it gonna cost this year dave i don't know seven and probably eight eight fifty but you got to think about it. Like, no, it's worth it. It just, actually yeah. does work out to be quite a good deal. And you can just turn yeah. around and sell the slip covers, JP. Why not? I'm Fuck sitting it. on a fucking mountain. What of is fortune. that? Is that? You think people would buy those? Uh, yeah, dude. Wait they till it sells do. out, dude. The rad slip cover is selling sell for like cover. 50, 60 bucks, man. Jesus. The rad 4K is up to like 160 bucks or something. Yeah. The slip covers alone are selling for 50, 60. It's that's crazy. Nuts. That's fucking nuts. That's dumb. Yeah, people are dumb. But really why? Don't. Because the movie didn't come. Every copy came with a slipcase for that. So don't know. Somebody says and don't know. That's stupid. If they're like, oh my god, I can't live with it. There's like a bunch of random on ones that are selling for like crazy money. So well, maybe somebody was eating delicious dinner and they were like, I've made this cherry Kool Aid and I'm sitting it right next to my rad movie with its beautiful slipcover. <laughs> And then they're like, I'm gonna take a sip of this cherry Kool Aid. And then the cat jumped on the counter. And then their cherry Kool Aid fell on the floor. And then they grabbed the red, and then they looked at it and noticed there's a scratch on it. Got it. I love the people posting the in the Vinegar Syndrome Facebook page. It's like one little unnoticeable corner and shit. Like I'm sending this shit back. Like, oh my god, they shipped this like this, and then there's nothing wrong with the movies. Like, like, so I guess it worked, right, bro? I guess. It's stupid. Right, right. <sighs> Is that it? I don't even like myself. Yeah, that's it. Walmart sucks. Target sucks. So What's uh, like... Severn doing? Well, we already talked about that. Got like a earlier on. Don't have any are they, doing, uh, are they doing like a... You said 40%, Dave? No, I said they got a cassette. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So they do all their old releases that aren't released in the last six months, I think, are marked down to 50%. And then anything newer is not marked down. And then they have like five or six new releases. I don't know what's limited or not. Though. Yeah, it's like Vinegar Syndrome. See, I think the, 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 thing about, the, the thing Tales about the... of the Uncanny is limited. The the third disc, the third movie. Yeah, yeah. Because the, they've got the bonus. Yeah, extra or... movie on that limit. Yeah. yeah. The, th- the thing about the fucking Black Friday stuff is like. You think, like, why don't these companies just start their sale a week early? That's what everybody did now. No, I mean, just, like, like okay, Vinegar Syndrome and Severin are competing against each other. You know what I mean? They're actually friends. They're very friendly with each other. Because, like, usually me, if I'm going to hit up and, and take advantage of a sale, it's usually, like, one of them. Like, I usually can't do, like, three or four, you know? So... I usually pick Vinegar Syndrome, usually, but like if Severin did their sale a month early, I might fucking dip on that too. Stop know, being cheap. Like Stop being cheap and just doing both. Black Friday sales in the summer, too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Those are good sales too. That's smart. Yeah. Okay. And of course, Full Moon Horror does their Valentine's Day sale. Yeah. Back in the day when they were the only ones. Are doing we talking it, Valentine's Day now? Shit. Fuck. I know. So did I, bro. <laughs> I'd be like a hundred dollars and get all their movies, and then never buy anything ever again. Uh huh. <laughs> I every time I look, they have a sale, I go on there specifically to see if Demonic Toys is on Blu-ray, is in stock, and it never is. And I'm like, just take it off the site. Spy on Amazon. They have the like worst shipping, man. Is it? They have garbage. Oh, probably. Shipping. It's demonic toys. 
Their shipping mitts? Oh, it's the worst. It's the it's not worst. That bad for no, me. from oh, it's it's like the worst. I've never ordered from Full Moon because it just keeps getting higher and higher. It's crazy. Like they're fifty percent off sales. Work out to more for me. It's nuts. Didn't you just? Didn't you just? Uh... No, I never bought anything. No, Dave, it's fifteen dollars. I'm not paying fifteen dollars for demonic toys. Yeah, what a fucking ripoff. Yeah, I want to pay seven. I'll pay ten, but a fuck fifteen. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. Like you want it that bad. Their sales are like seven. Yeah, fifteen. Too much. I purchased this on March eleventh, twenty sixteen. Let's see how much I paid for it. I paid eleven ninety five, and I got Dollman for ten bucks, and I got. I okay, well, I got him for seven fifty, so I'm smarter than you. No, I'm not. And you don't have demonic toys, bro. You don't have shit. I have it, and I watched it. Yeah. And I you love have it. you have shit, and you're you're bragging about having shit. Yeah, and you're the one who rated hey, it higher man, than Some me. people's shit is the next man's gold, right? Did, I like the I think toys. you might have rated it higher. I don't think so. I think I rated it a 6.5 or a 6. I think, I think we're about that. I, I think we were very similar on that episode. I, I think, wasn't that one of the episodes where we were that lame podcast and agreeing on everything? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Except the barn, which everybody thinks I fucking hate. And even though I get oh, it that was a, that was another title you're getting jacked on too, man. Fucking Dave hates the barn. <laughs> Fuck. What's the... Uh... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm like he doesn't hate it, man. He just didn't care for it. As What's much the as movie I Dave gave like a nine to recently that was fucking something? What'd you give a nine to that we were graveyard shift? Graveyard shift. And right? I immediately regretted it. I was like, I should have been eight point five. <laughs> eight point five. But you no, Dave, because that's that's above your quota of eight point five for the no, week. No, dude, I've seen graveyard shift <laughs> three thousand times. Yeah, but it's I think just, he's talking uh, about current films. You can't have that many current films rated eight point half. Eight. But and graveyard old shift, movies don't count. Graveyard shift deserves eight point fives, but you know the witch. No, no, I, the witch is great. Objectively, it's a way better movie than graveyard shift. But hey, you know I like what I like. I got brain damage. What do you want? I like the giant rat. Okay, giant what about rat. The bat. Giant bat. He's a bat rat. Okay, that's gonna do it for the news, guys. Fucking thing sucks. All righty, so moving along here into a knowledge segment. The word I bring to you today is knowledge reigns supreme. You got no time to joke and play because knowledge reigns supreme. For this week, we are going to get into a top 15 Alberto DiMartino list, of course. Now, More my, like Shortino. My, my original idea for this knowledge segment this week was going to do um, me Martino. Well, I was, I was looking into possibly doing, a, you know, exorcist ripoffs. I was going to do like a list of that. Um, but then I was like, well, Ooh, that would have been a good one. We, but, we then, but then I'm kind of neglecting the fact that we're doing not only an exorcist ripoff this week, but we're also doing an omen type film too. Yeah. And I was like, well, if I do one, I got to do the other. And I didn't want to do both. So I said, fuck it. We're going to go for a top Alberto DiMartino list. And I couldn't find a top 10, so we're stuck with the top 15. But Dude, yeah. should have done a top 10 Telly Savalas movie list. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Savalas is like, ugh, his screen presence is always good. Oh, God, he's always so fucking suave. Every goddamn character. Every, one of the best. Every character, yeah, exactly. Even when he's maggot and Dirty Dozen. So yeah. He's, right? He'd love him in that movie. Fucking Kojak, man. He's the man. So, All right, so coming at number uh, 15 here. <laughs> Dave already said it. It is the puma. <laughs> it is the puma man. 
See, this is bullshit. This is not like I hate when they do these top ten lists and they do every fucking movie the guy did and they fill out the bottom. Well, this five is a ranking. Trash. This is a ranking, right? Oh, yeah, it's a ranking. This is it's not actually, top. Well, I, I'm assuming this kind of is. Yeah, no, this is definitely a ranking because this is coming from Flitchart.com. It was the only thing I could really find okay. anything worthy of a uh, list for Alberto Di Martino, which is not really that surprising to be honest. <laughs> so I was actually thankful even to find this list. So, anyways, number fifteen, The Puma Man, which is also starring Donald Pleasance and Venom. How does he pronounce it in the movie? Puma Man. <laughs> what the fuck is Puma? Puma. That's what I said. What That's alcoholic. Did he not read the script? I've never heard script? of that in my life. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so funny. Oh, it's an action adventure fantasy. That's yeah. how you say it when you're drunk. Yeah. So all these <laughs> movies are different genres, but they're all directed by. Dean all these Martino. movies have fucking eight thousand titles. I'm like, what is the chosen? That looks cool. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're Italian. That's why. Holocaust 2000. The chosen's like, actually American. I literally title. look at the chosen. I'm like, that looks cool. And then I'm like, oh fuck, that I already watched that. <laughs> but you got to remember, like, fire the chosen and Holocaust 2000. Yeah, the reason why all these Italian movies have different titles is because Americans retitled them and for their market and shit, right? So they retitle them too. They, yeah, so they can put them back on the shelf. And they they do a little bit, but I mean, most of the retitles are for the media market around the world, like England and U.S. were notorious for renaming shit. And then Charles yeah, Band gets a hold of it. Fucking names everything something else. Oh shit, Zombie Six when it's fucking not. <laughs> I think that's our fault. Like, they did that shit like to sell it. Like absurd has so many names, and you know, like they just sold that movie like thirty times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number fourteen is. <laughs> let me know if you guys have actually seen any of these movies and want to talk about them. I've only I've seen only maybe seen just over a handful of these. This top fifteen list because I did scroll through it. Um, because I had to go from top to bottom, so I got to see what they were. Um, but Venom, you've seen the Puma Man before, right? Many times, yes. I actually, I mean, it's not a good movie, but I. It's so funny that I fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, it's literally the greatest american hero because it's like the guy who plays the puma or excuse me god damn it they got me saying <laughs> that is not funny uh, the guy who plays puma man basically is gifted a belt it actually looks like a like a wrestling championship belt and whenever he puts it on he turns into the puma man because his father was the puma man so it's like a hereditary <laughs> thing is it like Panther? a puma like the fucking shoes animal I mean, he doesn't like, like grow cat. hair. It's just he can jump really high. He can he can like tear the roof off a car. Blah blah blah. Is Donald Pleasance in a leotard in that movie? I heard he no, is. No, he is in shiny black leather almost the entire film. Nice. Not tight black leather. It's like loose, but it's very definitely pleather or leather. How drunk is he? He doesn't really look that drunk, but the fact that he says Puma Man the whole movie makes you question it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, when I think of the Puma, the, the Puma Man and uh, Donald Pleasance, my version is just him on a skateboard and like some fucking shell-toed skater shoes and shit. That's all I can think of, man. Does he got sunglasses? It's the Pumas. He's the Puma Man. <laughs> <laughs> if he's on a skateboard, he's got to have sunglasses. Right, right. He's got, he's got to have them. And, and of course, his, uh, his bagged up 40 bottle, too. And a backwards hat. <laughs> Turn to the side a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going to number 14 is Operation Kid Brother. Apparently, this is an action comedy movie. Don't know a thing about it. From 19... We'll never know. 1967. All right, coming to number 13 is actually one of the films I thought Jeremy was going to pick for this show, but he didn't pick, and it's called Blood Link. Uh, this is from 1982. Oh, I actually watched that one for 82. It's going to yeah. be Martino Volume 2. Yeah, this one's got Michael Moriarty in it, which is fantastic. I actually like Blood Link a lot. I think it's pretty good. 
I can't remember it. I think it's pretty good. Um, number 12 is Counselor at Crime, 1973 crime drama, I believe. Yeah, Italian crime film. Um, never seen it. Number 11 is Formula for a Murder from 1985, yeah. which... That should I, be higher. I think everybody Damn, probably watched watch this. Oh, you didn't watch David Formula? David Warbeck. It's actually a good movie no. starring yeah. David Warbeck. Exactly. It's actually a really good movie. Um, and a raincoat. Yeah. I, I even have the Shameless release. It comes with a raincoat. It comes yes. with the actual raincoat? It does. It actually came with an actual raincoat. I've never opened it, but it. I have this raincoat sitting on my shelf. It's so out of place. I'm like, what the fuck do I do with a raincoat? It's like big yellow raincoat. It's very random. I don't know. Where in the rain? I should actually do that one day and just pretend. You know. It's probably a kid size. You could uh, make a paper boat and fly I, it down the stream. I guess yeah. I one. could. Or you could just walk around like that little girl and don't look now. You could be like, eh, eh, SS Georgie or Moonsy. <laughs> Now this one right here, I'm actually, I'm actually interested in seeing. I, I've never heard of this one before, but it's called the Blanchville Monster from 1963. It's labeled as like a. Be, that was going to be my volume two. If we ever, are you really a, doing volume two next year? No, well, I'm it's it's labeled as a gothic weird. film, so I was like, that's really interesting because I like that early 60s Italian gothic film. It has another There's a lot title, something horror, right? Uh, yes, uh, just Probably might be titled horror. I, I can see what it just says. Oh, horror. horror, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think it is just called horror. Uh, this is one I've known about for years. Never seen it. I don't think it really has a good release. I could be wrong. Uh, Dave, you might correct me on it, but the man with, I, I'm icy pretty sure it has a DVD, but I don't think it's, I don't know what quality it is. Yeah. The man with icy eyes 71. It's obviously, a oh, that one. I don't know any DVD about. Okay. Yeah, so I've, That's th- a cool, I've cool seen this title. title actually listed on like obscure Giallo lists and things like that, you know, and yeah, I just remember that he directed, it sounds interesting, The Man with Icy Eyes, I don't know. It does sound Sounds like a Lindsay movie. It actually kind of does, right? Uh, number eight is The Spy with Ten Faces. Now, right away I was like, this has to be a Bond ripoff, and it's dubbed as a spy film. So I'm pretty much thinking this is a James Bond ripoff from 1966, would make sense, right? <laughs> I better see ten faces in that movie. <laughs> You're not gonna see I'm sure that. You'll see at least right? 10, yeah. So disappointed if he only makes like eight or nine. Fucking waste of time. <laughs> All right, number seven is Perverses Against the Monsters. Apparently, it's a fantasy adventure. This guy was definitely a journeyman. You know, he was. You've never all... seen that one, Moose? Nope. Nineteen sixty-three. What's it called again? Uh, if you do a Django film, you're definitely a journeyman. <laughs> No shit. Yeah. But who's Django? I've only heard of Django. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, shut up, dude. Okay, number six is one that we will be covering later on in the show, and it is from 1972, and that's The Killer on the Phone. The Killer is on the phone, which I never actually watched for 1972 because I remember not being able to find a link for it. So uh, thank you to Jeremy for finding a link for it so we could check it out. So, but. Uh, No, thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> God, it's not that bad. Come on. Number five. <laughs> Is a movie, it's a crime thriller, and it is called Crime Boss. Has anyone seen any of these? Is that no. Telly Savalas too? Crime Boss? Yes. Yes, Telly yeah, Savalas is in this it. one. I've when heard you of this. say d- d- does anybody, you mean does has Dave. No, okay. Jerry could have seen Jerry it. He saw Pumbaa, man. Yeah. Oh, I've seen, I've seen a few of these, yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, number four, I know Jeremy's seen this one, which I have not seen this one from 1976. It's called Shadows in an Empty Room. Yeah, I've seen it. That's Damn, it's with, crazy. Uh, that there was a Stuart bunch of Whitman, films right? that we did years for that yeah. I didn't see any of. This all. one's a thriller though. It's like a cop procedural list. Yeah, Whitman it's considered it. as like an action mystery police detective type film. I know it's, it's got like Martin Lando in it. Why did Jeremy see that? It's 76. AK Blazing Magnums, right? 
Yes, 1976. That's why. Um, I know. How Scorp- did you watch it for 76? Yes. You did 76? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think you did that one. Shadows and Empty Rooms, not bad. Yeah, I know Scorpion put out the Blu ray. I just never picked it up. I just, I don't know. Once I found out that it wasn't a Giallo, I was kind of off put by it because Shadows in an Empty Room completely sounds like a Giallo, but, and it, it even nice. looks like one too. The, the artwork for it looks like a Giallo, but Got it's. Got the blind girl on there. Yeah, it's a long one. And it kind of came out in like Giallo territory too. 76 was definitely past the prime of Giallos. They were actually pretty much over by then, but it could have been. But 139 minutes, that's crazy. Um, it ain't that long. It's not that long. Yeah, no that, way. That might be wrong. No fucking way. Number three is uh, Django Shoots First, which I know there's alternate titles for this movie, which I've seen. I actually own a copy of this. It's like on a shitty Django pack or whatever, but it's under a couple different titles. Can't remember if it was that good. 65, another unofficial I think I Django. I own this one. Number two is The Antichrist. And number one is The Chosen. So I guess that was kind of anticlimactic a little bit i mean it had Dude. to be one of those two after the first third or 12 <laughs> why is it miami golem on the list right i was thinking the same thing it's crazy also starring david warbeck and a telekinetic baby not very good maybe whoever made this movie is um and or made this list had never seen that movie so i don't know oh they seen it they just left it off on purpose <laughs> maybe Maybe. I mean, how could you skip that? If you watch Puma Man, you'll watch anything, right? <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that is the most eclectic type fucking list I've seen in a long time, man. Genres all over the place, crazy. Crime Boss sounds like the best movie on there. I haven't seen though. And there was a couple. I I, I do want to see the the empty shower, the room with the empty showers, or whatever the, it's called. The uh, uh, icy eyes one sounds. Yeah, like that one I've always me. I've wanted to see ever since I saw it on the list. Yeah. The icy eyes sounds cool. I feel like I'll that one is just going to get released because we've been talking about it. Like, it's coming out from Vinegar Syndrome or some company that apparently is releasing a bunch of Italian shit next year. That's the big rumor. So, I guess we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for Knowledge, unless anybody has anything to say more. I'll take, no. that. I'll take that as a negative. And we Did Peter will... write the email this week, JP? Nope. Oh, man. All right. That's going to do for Knowledge. Bye, 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 bye. For those listeners who didn't feel that, we just had another one, baby. And now, our feature presentation. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. Alrighty, so moving on to the featured reviews here on episode 197. The Alberto Martino director's spotlight picked by yours truly, the Jew. All right, we're going to go... Randomly, like always. Right, right, I'm right. I'm running out of random horror directors that nobody hears of to pick movies for. I'm going to have to really dig deep. I found a I lot know. of directors... I, I... 
I've heard of DiMartino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found a lot of directors that have directed like two movies, but I can never find a director who directed three movies. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, there's a bunch of really good ones, like two good movies, and then there's not a third one. I noticed that too, actually. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to take it back to a year that we actually did a top 10 list for. We just discussed that I actually didn't watch this movie for 72. Couldn't find a link for it, but it is called the killer is on the phone starring the one and only Telly Savalas and, and Hayward and Hayward. Hayward, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hayward. Yep. She's uh, from the excellent movie. Good life. Good luck. Miss Wyckoff. She's good looking. She's pretty good. Now I'm hoping that I can, like I said, fucking my memory is so shit with these type of movies i have but you I were bitching so about it when you were watching it. it that's what i'm saying i'm hoping i can remember the shit that i had problems with well because it do we got a description really on this one off. yeah yeah the, so the first the first thing i was confused about jp with you is that you're like someone needs to explain explain this fucking ending to me i was like what the fuck are you talking yes. about man so anyways what? here okay we'll, okay we'll, we'll, we'll get, get it it's very very simple um mm-hmm. we'll get into yep. uh the quick little synopsis here a woman whose husband was murdered five years previously is stalked by his killer who wants to eliminate her as a p- potential witness. What he doesn't know is that the shock of the murder caused her to have amnesia and she doesn't remember anything. God damn it. I hate when that happens. Yeah, that that whole plot line is fucking dumb. Yeah, I have to. I gotta agree there. Her amnesia—it's it, not explained to us. It makes no fucking sense. She gets amnesia from seeing the guy, but then <laughs> the whole plot falls apart when that's the reason. Because then wouldn't she have already told them that he didn't die from a fucking car accident? No. What? Why? No, because she lost her memory from the past five years. She lost her memory she? from. She lost her yeah. memory from the moment her husband was killed, which is later on revealed in the film who did no, it that's not true she yes the, it is she sees the guy yes, and it, it sparks is. the amnesia because when they talk to her when they fr- she first calls her them that they're they're like you already know that this that he's dead and stuff like that why are you acting like this as if it just happened because her sister didn't know that she had amnesia at that time and when she calls to talk to her husband she's like what are you talking about your husband's dead how would she not know in five years the, dude, the, it was the, fucking. Wait, 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 it wait, was wait, ten wait. minutes after, dude. She just got out of the I hospital, was... and she called her sister, and her sister's like, "What are you talking about, man? Your husband died." Her sister didn't know when she called that she had that she's had amnesia. So wait uh, a minute. So, are we are no. we to believe that she got amnesia when she passed out in that opening scene? Okay, so yes, this, so that's the, what it's so this to. so this yeah, is what I think it, it is okay. alluding to something. I'm, I'm agreeing with JP because. This guy, she sees the killer, and that's what sparks. There's no way she got amnesia after her husband died, and then she went and got married. No, she didn't. didn't. No, 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 no. no. She didn't get amnesia five years prior. She got amnesia when she saw Telly Savalas, who was the killer. killer. So what happened here? So what happened? Actually, when he drank out of the drinking fountain, she remembered the memory of him drinking out of the fucking drinking fountain. That doesn't make sense though, because whenever her, whenever she sees her husband murdered five years before, she would she would have said that to yeah. everybody well she well, nobody she could find the killer nobody could find the killer because he was an assassin oh you're, oh, you're would, saying oh you're saying within the, they, you're saying within you, those five years she would have mentioned or whatever but no i think they allude to the fact met, that, because nobody's acting like they know that she thought that her husband was murdered none of the characters are acting nobody like they believes know that no, because no, they wait, all wait, think wait, wait, nobody believes her no, because believe, JP, believes JP, she was she was under the impression, and everyone was under the impression that he died in a car accident. She, How? 
Don't you remember when he killed him? He if, took if your if your wife, if your yeah, but that how do you what you're no, gonna say wait, that wait, that's wait. Far the lady she never nobody believed her that he was murdered. When she told everybody he that's was right. murdered, they said, no, he wasn't. He was found in a car accident exactly. and died. She said, that's not how it worked. And nobody ever fucking believed her. And exactly. then she's walking around one day, and she sees the killer drinking out of the drinking right. fountain. And it triggers that memory. Fucks her up completely. Yeah. How, so nobody how, ever how believed nobody, her. How would nobody believe her? Why would – if because, she's saying, I saw somebody kill okay, my husband. Okay, JP. Because they found the re- her dead in a car. And the reason why they didn't believe up. her – They thought she might have had a brain injury Yeah, or the reason why they didn't believe her, exactly what Dave just said, because they set it up like he had a car accident, blah, blah, blah. He was he, stabbed. Whatever. That's just what they – But yeah, if you're in the car accident, I'm not even on this movie's side. I'm just explaining what they did. That is what I think they did. You're going to tell me that you can fake a car accident death by when the dude is stabbed with a knife? Well, you bad the kind of injuries you go through in a major car accident. You can get impaled on something. I mean, right, but there's going to be evidence or... of an impalement and not a dude. Fucking... I mean, I think a stabbing is a little easier easier to you know kind of hide than a gunshot. Especially or Especially like when the wife is saying this person got killed. I saw him get killed, stabbed. I know, but again, people weren't believing her because everybody why? was under the impression that he died in a car accident. That's why. It's a it's a bullshit plot hole that makes no fucking sense. I'm not going to disagree with you. It's it's a stretch, but oh well. I mean, it is, it is it is thing... a stretch, but. They don't even show the car accident to let you have an idea of how this was pulled off. They show and put him in the car, though. But you don't need to see the the car accident, though. I mean, it's already been explained that everyone believes he died in a car, so... Wouldn't there be blood in the trunk? Possibly. We just talked about the movie last week where they fucking... The cops used a dead body to fucking rule... Get a killer to fucking give himself away. (laughs) So I'm getting shit for thinking this is a problem. It is a problem. No, no, no. You're right. It I is have, a problem. I, We're just problem ex- I thought you were confused at the plot, and you are because it's dumb. But you know what happened. That's what <laughs> right. happened. It's dumb. Why do you think it, the third I act is think, trash, though? You let, said that. Hold up, last one week. second. Why mm. not have her have amnesia from the fucking moment that he's murdered? Well, because instead of when okay, JP. The, because a because then it doesn't set up the whole thing with Telly Savalas and fucking okay. He, there, you know why he's there, right? He's there to kill that that oil sheet guy. And then he gets sidetracked. And the only reason why he even fucking gets sidetracked is because he sees her. He sees her. He sees her. And then he decides. And then they got that whole subplot with his goons. Which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. Like, why even involve yourself? Nobody believes that. that, Like, it's not like she has some evidence on you that you're going to. Uh, get in trouble for this murder yeah, now. But you got to understand, it, he's a hitman. He's a hitman, and every hitman's rule is you don't leave witnesses, right? And she definitely okay, was but, a witness. But it just that's doesn't a, make sense. That's the question that I have. How did Telly know she witnessed anything? He didn't see her the night of the murder. That too. So how does he know she's a witness? Um, actually, did, if did, in the end of the film... flash after that he chased her? Yeah. The, she, he, she got he, away, right? He sees her, yeah. He definitely sees yeah, her. he's seen her yeah. the last when second. Did, when did he see her, though? He drove away. I don't understand when he would have seen her. I mean, he, he literally, he took the guy's body, puts it in the trunk, gets in the car, and leaves. Right. If he knew there was a witness right then and there, why the fuck would he leave? Right. That doesn't but make she sense. she passed out when she saw him. Did Telly Savala stick around to see what happened to her? She bailed. After she passed out. And no, also... You know and also, why doesn't he just go... Why is he, like, falling around in the daylight and shit? Just go kill her, bro. And then you're like, okay, well, he would need to, he would need to plan it better, okay? But well, then he's he also kills somebody who's who's not her in broad daylight that in a dressing an room where there's though. a bunch of people around. 
Well, a bunch is a stretch. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's a they're setting up for a play. I mean, there's a decent amount of people yeah. there. And he also listened to hear her story too, so he knew that he could probably get away with killing her quickly because he knew yeah. she had amnesia. And also, fuck these people for making her go to the play and perform after she has amnesia, letting her walk around the fucking streets by herself after she's diagnosed with amnesia and all this kind of shit. They're the dumbest motherfuckers ever. Yeah. Like, go, go ahead, go ahead, walk around, go shopping. Yeah, but amnesia is one of those things that only affects certain certain memories and stuff like that, right? Like, she lost the memories for she certain things for the last five years. And she couldn't remember her husband. Like yeah, she would remember, wander around the streets. Remember the lines from five years ago, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's all the wrong up. play. Yeah, that's not that's tra- those bad people. Oh yeah, absolutely. But at the same <laughs> well. time, her current husband—it seemed like he was trying to help her, but she was yeah. just fighting it the entire time. Mm-hmm. I do like when she uh, tells her husband that she cheated on him, and he's like, "Oh," because she fucking starts to remember. Well, because shit. she's super paranoid, right? She doesn't believe anything at this point, right? So she figures right. that maybe he's not even her husband, and she's just she's just scared, right? I think that's kind of what they're alluding it, to, and that that's why she's defending that part, herself against him. Yeah. And and then that part where she has the dream, and then she's like, "Oh, it was just a play that I was remembering." That was edited so poorly and stupid. Was that is that the part where it leads into her actually on stage, and then she realized it, that no nobody she, was. It's when she like wakes up and tell tells she it doesn't even show her wake up. It just tells her, it just shows her telling that dude that she's banging. Oh, you know that that was actually a play that I was remembering, not. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Makes no sense. Well, I mean, we don't know how an amnesiac's uh, mind really works. Well, no, I mean, it, no, but they don't show it well in the film to like display that. Well, the, at one point, they actually do. They they've they kind of um, transition right from a moment right into the play, and then that's when she says after the fact, she's like, oh, you know. Or, but then we get to realize that pretty much everything that she was possibly being paranoid was actually having to do with the play and stuff, right? So, is that? I tr- hate that Telly Savalas is dubbed in this movie. Yeah, it's annoying. Fucking sucks. No, why he didn't do why his do own you hate dubbing? The third act, it's the most entertaining part of the movie. Well, one, the guy finds her. It, like the 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 girl sends. Uh, she goes to that fucking I don't know cat like fucking house or whatever. That's How her getaway. That's her castle. She's there. How does the dude know she's there? The the killer. That's where he killed the husband at, right? Yeah, that's where he yeah. killed George. Yeah. yeah. How does he know right, she's I mean, there? Peter. He's, He's just randomly popping but he was in. Fo- but he was following her the entire movie. He was following her the entire movie. Yeah, but it doesn't show her, 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 him following her. He killed. But you get to show everything. But you yeah. everything. I mean, if a dude they just show shows up at a random place, it feels a, a little weird. They show well, him. It's not technically a random place. I mean, it's a spot where he killed someone already. No, he was following to an assassin. Right, but there's a lot of places that she's at, and it's like, what? Like, how do you know? Like, it doesn't seem like she went there in a while. And well, yeah, probably because she forgot about it. He was following her, though. <laughs> no, she didn't forget about it. Actually, they even tell you that because she's only forgot about things that have happened in the last five years, right? Well, she has. Well, but George she asks her about the chalet, and she doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, and which, remember, which, she didn't remember it until. Yeah, because his sister w- told him to take her there. Right. Yeah, which is which oh, is yeah. which is actually so then, kind of a plot hole so because you, they allude to then, the fact that she forgot everything in those five years since her husband's death, kind of thing, right? Like that's the whole five years. But I she thought, had that yeah. chalet before, which she technically should remember because she had that with her first husband. Good point. Right. So yeah, it, yeah. It, so it is a plot hole. Yeah. It, well, so then you think, think okay, this the the uh, sister is actually the one that told the killer that she's going to go there because she set it up or whatever. But you never see them interact, so you don't know for sure. And then two. Uh, the 
why didn't she tell the killer if that is the case why didn't she tell the killer that that's not fucking her in the dressing room like it, it just it, it doesn't make because she would be in the know because she's part of the play thing so she would be she would know that they that her they si- recast are you, who the, are you talking the about the sister or the sister wasn't in on it no dude you got the it sister wrong sister wasn't in on it no no, this, no it was the, the fucking the, the play, George's mom was in on it the play boss oh is that the is that the, sorry the mom I I, yeah. I thought it was yeah the she's the, she's the one that owns the player runs the player whatever they yeah, are brothers she, runs, she, she owns the opera yeah she owns the opera she's the she's the whatever you want to call her the she's head she's she, she's the husband sister yeah she's the husband's sister that's what yeah, I she's thought. peter's sister yeah. she she calls yeah. peter her brother in the movie yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah i'm yeah, not I talking, about her, talking about her sister no her actual sister in the and movie also did you notice that the description is too. wrong the, the description on imdb is wrong it says a woman whose husband was murdered five years previously she was never married to peter they never were married remember the sister said that one of the greatest things was that at least she never got to marry my brother so they were never married. That's a misnomer on the uh, description. <laughs> really? They weren't? She was, Peter wasn't actually no, married to her? No, because the sister even says the best part about Peter dying is that they didn't get married. They never got a yeah, chance Yeah, I do to get remember married. that. I never even thought about that, but that's weird because I swear yeah. he's mentioned in the film in a couple times as being her husband. Or maybe that's her. I think they're talking about George when they say the husband. The new husband. Yeah, yeah. The, but that's, that's, again, the new husband. Wouldn't that imply that she had a previous one? I, su- I suppose or he right? could just be because they do say that like multiple times it's very odd you okay. know the ending in this movie on the it stage could be the dubbing when she's too, climbing up the thing yeah. Yeah. Uh, the psychic from the faulty psychic has a scene very similar to that as mm-hmm. it don't look now to mm-hmm. which came yeah. before but psychic came after that's the movie I was just thinking about had that scene I love how he gets crushed so, so my issue with the, <laughs> the ending is just is like what so you that was, you, a, that was dumb as fuck the actual reason the actual reason Right, yeah. you had a cru- crush on her, like it, it, it was lesbian love. Was like, see it coming. She's I mean, it fucking like fifty wise. years old. She's like forty years old. Why is she? When were they lesbian lovers? Kid? They were never. They she weren't. She just her. wanted her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, out of nowhere. So, out of so nowhere. basically, yeah. what's happening here fucking is retarded. that girl that runs the fucking um, the the playhouse has yeah. the hots for has the hots for our lead actors here, and the reason why her first, I guess Peter was not even her fucking first Peter's husband. Sister. Peter's sister. Right. Telly yeah, Savalas Telly Savalas was hired on to scare him away because this chick wanted the lead for herself. Yeah. Right. It, it's very odd in itself, but what happens is is that Peter, you know, obviously is taking the shit a little bit too serious, pulls a fucking gun and then gets killed, you know, in the process. So it kind of starts this whole fucking thing. But Man, dude, the fact that she set this Who whole thing up to hit man to scare someone. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> like, it's it's a really fucked up kind of turn yeah. of events. You in literally the film. could have hired anybody to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, there's fine. a lot of holes in this one. Yeah, but I mean, just the whole outcome. I mean, that reveal is is it's obviously it's, it's honestly laughed. a little I bit original. I've never even heard of anything as outrageous as that shit man out of nowhere, especially dude. in 72 i mean it's 72 yeah. lesbians aren't exactly openly dating in, in italy yeah right <laughs> like it's just it's fucking random it's really crazy did, did you, like you ever it, even though, ask her out like it, you know That's what i mean like like maybe out. just ask her out first i laughed out loud like too jeremy i actually laughed like, out loud i did, too. I, did. I, like, I laughed out loud i was like this is fucking this is the reveal this chick was a lesbian and she only wanted to get with her and all these people died because she's a fucking she just wants to hook up with this non-lesbian it was weird did you like it or did you not like it we all hated it okay oh i didn't hate 
No, I didn't hate the movie at all. No, I mean the that twist we hate. Oh, oh well, I again. I respect I'm it not, because I'm it's not the so different. Fan of it, but at least I didn't see it coming. No, I so did not. See I'll it give coming. it its credit. It was it's so lazy, though. Stupid. And no, absolutely. You're right. It but, is at least, but at least, lazy. even even though it's not believable, or even like it's still believable, right? At least, at least it's not like one of those left field fucking giallo turns where you're like, "What the fuck? That's the killer?" And then you're. You, no, I you really can't. think it was. I think it was sloppy and written himself in the corner, like, "Who's doing this? We want this to do. Why would she do it?" Uh, I, is she jealous? She loves her. It definitely could have went and, in different and here's directions. A, here's but. another thing. Whenever she explains, she's like, she's like, I wanted you for myself or whatever. It's like <laughs> you, you've shown nothing about this character that would indicate that she's batshit insane. No normal person would ever think that way. And since you didn't show a single shred of evidence that she is off her rocker and just put it in the end, it's a complete cheat cop out bullshit. Kind of like phenomenon where they constantly like. After a while, Daria Nicolodi starts to seem off her fucking rocker. And then, like, you're like, by the time she's in the house with her, you're like, oh, you're fucked. You're fucked. Right. This bitch is nuts. The only thing I didn't really like about the whole plot is that it, it just kept explaining itself that, like, oh, you know, this is just, uh, um, you know, this was actually just part of the play and things like that. It, it just it felt like it was just kind of getting to this you know, to this point, kind of like staggering. I don't, I don't really it know how to explain. It was meandering as fuck, dude. It, it, it was. It's like, like a bunch of like shit. There's people walking around doing nothing. And well, there, there was like, good. There was a decent mystery and stuff like her paranoia and things like that. And there was these things that mm-hmm. are happening. That you know, there was, you know, all this kind of things are happening with her and stuff. But then it's like, oh, you know, this moment happens, and all of a sudden she's on stage, you know, committing suicide with her actor and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, this is all not really happening and shit. And it's just like, I don't know, man. It just it, the whole movie felt really kind of anticlimactic yeah. until we get this crazy fucking ridiculous reveal of why all this shit's happening it's like it's almost on the comical level of like chop and fingers recently from 2020 anyone see fingers yet no No. anyways just the reveal in that shit is fucking funny as hell but chop from like 2000 whatever it is anybody can tell me who the dp is it's the most exciting thing i noticed my boy joe diamato oh Oh, really i didn't even notice that actually no and Cipriani did the score. Yeah, that's that's one of the yeah Cipriani. I, I was actually yeah, going to mention score that. score is good. Yeah, Cipriani. I, I, I that one actually, piece all the time. They reused that one piece like 30,000 times. That's but, what I, I have that in my notes, that the score is basically one song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they use it like 30 times in a flashback when yeah, Cipriani follows us chasing him. Oh, and then I have another question. Uh, the dream sequence where Telly has her tied up and he takes her shirt off. Did that actually happen? I don't no. remember that scene. Hell yeah, no. remember when would it like have happened? And he took her shirt off. And then she wakes up. I mean, did that actually happen? No, or is that because just that was her, her remembering a no. fucking play. No, that didn't happen. Okay. Honestly, was... like, I, to me, this is one of the worst movies. It, it is the worst movie we've ever covered in the Titan oh, month. No way. It's Massacre was way worse. I don't, I don't honestly dude, think this movie is that It's mind-numbingly bad. dumb of a plot. There's so many problems with the plot. I but could, by, the ending, by the ending, I was when that happened. I did laugh, and I was just like, "Oh, perfect! It's actually a perfect so ending you, because you, the whole movie was." Do you have a problem? And then the ending. Do you have a problem with the like the the part of the narrative where you know she sees Telly Savalas and then faints and obviously you know gets her amnesia from that point? Do you have, have a problem? I have 
problem with that a little bit, but that's that's like the bare minimum of the problem. Okay, so I was wondering just from the start because I mean, I mean, it's kind of explainable. I mean, there was a traumatic experience that happened to her in her past, and then she's reliving at that moment, which she probably probably in her mind thought that she was never going to have to do that. And I, I, I kind of get where they're I going also with that. Don't buy that the guy would even know who she was five years later when the, he. It's not even see, clear. See, I don't, I don't, her. I don't agree with that at all because he's a hitman. You know, I mean, I, there is plot holes with that, too, because theoretically, if he had a saw her witness the crime, every it's the rule of the assassin, man. You leave no witnesses. If someone sees you and you know, you go after him until you get know you finish your job. You finish That's what I mean. Obviously not a the great movie assassin. didn't make it plainly obvious that Telly saw her the night of the murder. Mm. And, and if that's he did, dude, I swear to God, leave? I swear to God, when she sees him stab Peter Remember, through the he's window, a man, Moots, you can't leave any witnesses. Why would he leave? No, I'm saying it's a pro- it's a plot hole. It, it's a problem. It definitely. I'm Maybe not defending. I'm just saying it's it's definitely a fucking problem. Because you think the sister called him. No, I think I, I swear it? he looks over, man. I swear he That's looks over. That's what I was thinking too, Dave. It is like it would make more sense if that was the case. Actually, yeah. I do think he did see her though, but I can't remember 100%. Maybe the sister called him because he I was mean, on the I phone. A lot. That Telly was on the phone a lot. Because I was confused myself the first time I watched it, and I actually rewound the entire murder scene. I do not see one instance of Telly actually looking at her. Really? Okay, so I, I just yeah. I just assumed he did when I was watching. I only watched it once, but I just assumed, given what the narrative was. But then again, why would I assume shit in an Italian film? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no Might as well be fucking yeah. with nightmare and, logic and, here. And but you're it, a good man for doing that. Jim. But it just it just <laughs> honestly the way my memory the way my memory perceives it is that when he stabs Peter and she's seeing him through the glass from the outside, it's plain as day. All he had to do is turn to his right, and you would have saw her, right? And I then mean, he would have killed her. But exactly, that's where I thought the plot hole was because as an assassin, you know you don't leave witnesses. Unfortunately, you're a victim of circumstance at that point. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not perfect. Bur- it, the, the plot is completely broken to me. It, it, I mean, nothing else paranoia, matters if I hate the plot this much. See, I don't, I don't really have, I mean, there, there's issues with it. Because I just like, I think the if construction this was, of the if, plot. If all this happened in a, t- a film today, people would fucking flip shit about I just how feel bad like there's so much buildup in certain scenes and stuff and then and then her paranoia just goes back to oh it was all part of a play and it does this a couple times in the film and stuff it just keeps explaining things away you know every kind of 20 minutes in the film like oh it's not this it's not this it's not this and then and then we get this ridiculous reveal at the end which i personally thought was kind of funny because i actually laughed out loud at it i was like really I, I, we I got lesbian funny. like that's fucking funny as shit i've ever seen like honestly oh, yeah, i totally thought they were going for an incest angle yeah it, where, just, where the sister was fucking peter or something mm. it would fit with a giallo because they're that always... would be better yeah i agree <laughs> oh, jp, saying it'd be better because you, you like incest yeah. that's fine yeah i don't what, know jp got a cute sister what no i i definitely had problems <laughs> with the way this movie unfolded <laughs> for Ellie sure got a retarded sister oh whatever um right, definitely definitely I, I didn't hate this movie at all though i just you know uh, no i didn't hate it either uh, um, I, I actually kind of, I, I actually kind of liked how the the story was very disjointed. I mean, part of the problem I have with the movie is also part of why I like it because they don't ha- they don't hand you anything on a silver platter in this movie. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's implied. I'm not saying that it's the most um, that you can't predict it by any stretch. It, it, it's not that kind of twist but like the way that it started with telly savalas and and the girl at the water fountain it leaves you wondering what the fuck is going on and i love that that the, that the movie's not chronological yeah because they could have yeah. just done it chronological and it would have just been made a lot more sense 
I think one of the main problems with a with a narrative like this is that it plays off a lot of like flashbacks and dream sequences and paranoia and shit and everything seems like it's being muffled. But I don't I don't know, man. I, I just don't like the fact that it just keeps it doesn't leave that desire throughout the film. You know what I'm saying? Like it keeps sure. it keeps fucking explaining itself away like that transition from that scene where she's kind of escaping outside she sees the car and she sees the cop and stuff and then she goes in the alley and all of a sudden she's like on stage fucking you know shooting the her boyfriend and shit i'm like what the fuck I'm there's like, just too many instances of me asking why i never and, asked and why really ever once film for me what's that i never asked why the entire time i was watching the film you just gotta let it play out and just kind of pay attention to it but the it's, only I time bored. i asked why was the opening scene why the I hell did she pass out I mean, Dave told you to watch it last and not to wait. But then again, but Venom, you can understand the reason why she, I mean, if you can explain a way that she, she's reliving that traumatic experience, right? And then, you know, I mean, honestly, people do fucking pass out from shit like that. I mean, it, I mean, you know. I I think amnesia is a, is a, is a tough thing to do in a movie too, without it it coming off cheap or, or bullshit. It's hard um, not to fill it full of plot holes because we've already picked away a couple of plot holes with with her um, her estate castle or whatever she had because she's claimed that she didn't know about it but she obviously had this thing prior to the event that you know it's going her and amnesia goes back to right so that was kind of bullshit her explaining oh I have a castle I have this like that's that's a problem in the film for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's not perfect in that in that aspect right yeah you're right though dealing with amnesia is tough because you have to remember when you're writing. In the plot, you have to keep everything into that time frame. Five years, okay. This is the event to hear. You, if, if you're going to explain anything from prior to that event five years ago, you have to incorporate that she's going to remember that shit too, right? These movies are also, never going to be perfect. It's just not. It's not great the writing. Murder is a bit rough for me to digest because I'm just like it's it's kind of bullshit, man. I I don't see a police officer not being able to distinguish a murder uh from a car accident death we'd have to see what happened with the car accident. It, and, like and if that, it blew up exactly and stuff that, like that that too you know what i mean because you don't you know you don't see that so you well, don't really know how that felt like budget constraints to me man they just completely didn't show but then right, again i can not, I'm, I'm sure for instance science wasn't like an art form in 1972 so. right honestly I mean, it isn't man. you can tell a, a cut uh, versus a you know a, a right, stab right. with a knife like but like I said since we didn't see the end result of the car yeah, accident probably uh, I'll, I'll give them a pass just for that I mean I think there one of my biggest really complaint line in here but but, but if laugh. you couple that with the fact that you know if if somebody says I I witnessed a murder it's really hard to just assume like you know what I mean it that that's it's a horseshit. very it's big, that's a yeah. very big point to to really question if somebody was murdered right you're not going to just be like oh yep car accident you know you're really going to look into that and and you know in a description uh you know she saw the fucking dude you know you know what would have been a better plot twist if literally once she saw telly savala she had that like amnesia but then throughout the movie she learned that she was the one that hired him to be killed yeah that's (laughs) much Movie. That'd be much better. Yeah, honestly, yeah, dude. Honest, yeah, like she not a good puts movie. back this the pieces together. Movie. Oh, that's a yeah, great. Movie. Honestly, I was that ran movie. through my mind too, man. That's pretty funny. There is a funny line in the movie, and it made me laugh because it was so inappropriate. Because Telly's boss was such a prick when that guy in the I, I can't remember. He's like a watch salesman or some shit, and he's smiling at him. He's like, "Why are you smiling at me? I don't yeah. like men smiling at me. It makes me think they're queer." Yeah. Oh, the travel <laughs> like, agent. The yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was in the yeah, corner yeah. store or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, yeah the plane ticket. 1972, and then, and then he just 
he just kills a dude and, and throws his body in the river. And I'm like, didn't make that one look like an accident, did you? Yeah, that guy's a henchman, though. Right, but it's still a murder. I think that... Yeah, they, Tony Sabalos is a bad assassin, by the way. He never does his job. He fucks up both jobs he's hired to do. <laughs> well, right, I mean... But also, why would he try to stage a murder of some dude he has no connection with and then kill a dude that he has a connection with and just throw his body in the river? He sucks. This movie's not good. I don't think it's a very good movie. <laughs> At the end of the day, it led to a good discussion, so I succeeded. I think they underplayed... Oh, it was a good choice I wish for they, the director's choice. I wish they one. had have used uh, Telly Savalas a little bit more. Like, he had some yeah. more great lines and shit. Like, he's such a great screen... Pre- or, you know, his pre- presence is just so outstanding, man. Well, it sucked man. that he was dubbed. I wanted yeah, to see him rough up the English, fucking... So. You know, the guys they sent to rough him up a little bit? Like, why aren't you fucking doing your job? We give you half the money now. Why don't you kill the oil sheep? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing he's just like I mean, that's it, he barely even talks he barely talks it's like such there a shame. was a decent murder sequence with the the dressing room kill like i'll give it that that yeah. was that was kind of cool which like, again, i do have like, a problem with i have a problem with that whole scene too because going back to being an assassin and shit like that like assassin would never make that mistake Oh, you mean commit another murder and not make it look like an accident? Yeah. No, or no, commit kill another the wrong. He's fucked up everything he done. No, in no, no. Movie. Kill the wrong person. Right? Yeah. You would never sneak in there. Take your time to do that. If you're going to get to the point of sneaking in the dressing room and slice someone's throat or, or stabbing whatever he does, I think you you're going to make sure the right person. A fucking lot of credit moods. Criminals but are usually also, stupid. Also, why? I, why I love assassins. Even, it, why would he even go? If even if it was her. That seems like the a horrible place to actually kill someone whenever you're stalking her around everywhere. Like, kill her when she's going home at night. Yeah, but that's style over substance there. That's why I can see that. Yeah, of but course. when there's so much, when there's no substance throughout the movie and shit, it starts making you nitpick stuff like that because you're just like, nothing is well, going Well, it's not even right. that stylish, really. It's not like a, it's not as stylish as it would be. I mean, if it was beautifully, like, just insane the whole time, but I don't know, it's, it's a little lackluster. Like, something like the psychic. That. It was also weird that he kissed her, right? Like that came out of kind of nowhere. Oh, yeah, he's a weirdo. It's, it's a whole kiss, killer, of the, it's kiss of the death thing, man. You know, he's a death killer. Death. Wonder he didn't kiss the husband. Yeah, but well, he already mentioned he doesn't like queers. He already mentioned he doesn't like queers, so he ain't kissing no dudes. Um, <laughs> I got to say, at least the you know the ending was kind of um, entertaining with uh, yeah. Savalas getting Chase. crushed up and shit like that. I mean, honestly, that was. What do you guys think happened at the very end? Isn't there a gunshot that we hear? She's yeah, suicide. suicide. Yeah, she kills herself because she didn't Which get her. Which is fucking even more stupid. Nah. Dude. No, she told her that she was going to make her life a living hell. Fuck it. She couldn't have her. She doesn't want nothing. Yep. But right. dude, she spent five years. I mean, she's been basically living this, living with that whole thing for five years and stuff. And it so obviously was. It didn't. It out. didn't pan out. It, you know, it, it was dude, definitely it's not going. Seventy-two. It's not as easy as it is. I know, but she doesn't even know it wouldn't work because she never tried. Don't you know, rich people crumble over one little thing that doesn't work out for them. <laughs> they have everything in their life, but in a movie, they're like, "Oh, I have money. I have. St- oh, I can't get this. This is person to love me, so I'm going to shoot." Yeah. It's like a Keep certain president we know. Get- refresh my memory why does she what how does uh how did how do we find out that she's the one that that did it she she tells her what yeah why what do you mean that she 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 tells her she she tells her outside of the how'd she figure it out though i don't remember how she figured they never show us how she figures it out she just shows up at the lady's house and says why did you send him oh no it was about no wait it was about the place it was about the chateau she knew where the chateau was for some reason 
and George never right, supposed right. to. Well, she her. knew she knew that Peter broke his promise and told yeah. her where the. So shot that's is. why she figured it had to be her because that's the only yeah. person that knew where it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's dumb. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, it's not dumb. I mean, it, that kind of makes seen sense. Worse. Oh come on! You would never. Oh, get out of here! Come on. Man, come Can't on, wait guys. to see JP's rating. I'm I'm really curious. It's just another Italian movie that he didn't understand, like Deep Red, so it's going to come in at like a three. Dude, no, man, this is not good. This is not a good movie. Yeah, this is not like it's Deep not Red a good Red. movie, though, man. Come on, guys, like it's really not. Like, yeah, but you even said that Deep Red's not that good either. So Deep Red's an, is a great movie. Like, even but if JP you says like Deep Red, I'm saying I, GP I gave it an says eight, bro. I that's mean, what I got. Deep Red's like overrated. You guys are fucking nuts. Deep Red is not an eight. Eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give it maybe even an eight and a half. It's Argento's best movie, man. I just Probably don't. But I haven't watched, even if you don't like it as much, I think it's his best made movie. I think I'm there's problems with, with that one too, but I can't remember them off the top of my head, so don't ask. But that, That's the problem is everybody's like, if somebody gives an eight, I'm all of a sudden giving like bad ratings on stuff. <laughs> that's why there's fives and fours and threes. You're supposed that's to why when it. I seen you guys were giving the shit sixes and stuff. Oh, that's what, that's what we do on here, man. We break show. each other's fucking Mexi tots, man. Come on. Are we are we ready to rate this? I Actually, we're going to start with JP because I am curious as flying fuck right it's now. It's a two, bro. It's a two out of two. What? Oh, that's extreme. Okay. It's well Thank two. you, people, for recognizing that his rating is dumb movie. as fuck. It's dumb it's as fuck. It's horrible. Everything you guys said. You guys barely said a damn thing positive about this entire film. No, it's because we were explaining the whole fucking thing to you the whole time. <laughs> Come on, dude. This movie is trash bags. It, no, it, it makes no trash. fucking sense. It's not There's trash bags. Each Come person listed five fucking plot holes with the plot. I mean, but see, we now we can critique you right now because you're calling this movie pure trash bags, and it's actually not trash bags, man. It's got Telly Savalison right there. It's automatically at least a four out of ten. <laughs> I won't disagree. And, and Hayward's good, but it's not a good movie. It's not It's not above average at all. I had it at three before we started talking about it. Oh, wow. We didn't even bring you up a little bit? Wow, crazy. No, Yins brought me down because you even confirmed and brought up shit that I didn't even have problems with. <laughs> <laughs> you guys brought up more problems. <laughs> Uh, this Amazing. isn't like I'm a deep red either for me. This is the worst Italian film we've covered in uh, Massacre. Way worse. I don't Dude. remember that one, so you could be right. Oh, Massacre was a terrible. What did we give that one? Trying to be an American slasher. I gave it a two. <clears throat> what did I give it? I have to look. How did that movie not make I... the Hall of Pain, man? If you gave it a two. <clears throat> not a... Oh, excuse me. Fuck. Because Donatelli gave it a ten. Doesn't yeah. matter. Ah! Oh fuck, Donatelli was on the show. It's right. I forgot. He gave it a ten. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, it's not on the ratings page, so it should. No, that would definitely be there by now. It's probably Is a it different title. Title. I know a lot of no, movies got not. logged underneath their original original titles or whatever. So, just yeah, it definitely it definitely has to be there because uh, I'll look on Letterbox. That would have been a long time ago. That would okay. Would well, while there. you do that, man, GP, <laughs> two out of ten, uh, Dave. You're next. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with a five. five. It's a five. It's not. It's average. If you're thinking. Has, you're telling me this is average, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. For what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you you have all those issues. You gave it a two. I do like Telly Savalas. I like the music. The cinematography is not bad. I like. You know what I mean? I would never. You know, I don't even think the. I don't even think the huge part of the film. The narrative is actually that bad. I mean, it's a little bit messy. There's a little <laughs> bit of plot holes. <laughs> little. 
But honestly, that twist alone making me laugh like a little girl, man. I was like, you got to laugh because it was bad, though. I laughed because it was so unpredictable. I was like, you got to be fucking if any movie can make make me say out loud by myself at two in the morning. You got to be fucking kidding me. Amazing. What? Donna Nelly gave this a two. Why? Donna Nelly has just said a two on Letterboxd. Nope. Oh. He didn't give it a two on the show, bro. He gave it a nine. NES so Ruler has it a two. And Double Shot J has it a one. Moods didn't rate it. <laughs> no, I definitely rated it. Not, not, not on Letterboxd. So if I gave it a one, it would have been a two. So who didn't fucking log my rating on there? That's bullshit. I was on that show. On no, Letterboxd. 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 It's not on the website. It probably is, but it's under something else. Apparently, I mean, I meant to say my the website. Yeah, I, I'll give it a five because I think that it is a decently well made movie. Like, I like the score, and I'm a sucker for Italian movies, yeah, so the, it at least puts it at average. The score is good. I agree, but I do think it gets repetitive. I think the whole movie is very repetitive with everything it does, and mm-hmm. I would never ever watch this again. I would fall asleep immediately. I can't wait but for the I Blu-ray like to get released. It's one of my favorite actors. I'll watch it again on Blu-ray just because I have to make sure. I don't know if there's a Blu-ray coming, but... Uh. but it'll, be with the com- <laughs> it'll be with the commentary. It better be Cat Ellinger. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what do you got? It could, it could, I'm going to be honest. It could just be a mistake, like uh, a missed thing on the website. What was the other films that we did from that one? See if one of those hey, is on. Real Ground is Strip Nude for Your Killer. Strip Nude for Your Killer. Well, obviously so that should mis- be a painter, then. That's a retroactive painter. No... What did Don give it? It doesn't matter. Well, it does. It only matters what us three gave it. No, it doesn't because there's fucking ratings. There's Hall of Famers. No, 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 but it only takes the three bottom ratings. So, Moods, what did you give it? Strip nude for your killer isn't on there. No, nobody put those on there. I must have missed that that one. Yeah, so obviously there's a big fuck up. That's bullshit. God, you got to get with it, man. Dude, that was... That's not like a... That's a fucking... An error from that was like four years ago. It's not four years ago. It was like two years ago, man. Still, no, it wasn't two, two years ago. Three, probably two years ago. That wasn't last <laughs> Italian month. That was the one before. Two yeah. years ago. Two years ago. Do the math. Episode okay. one hundred and twenty-one. Yeah, definitely. Because we're actually yeah, we've done this is we've the done eighty tw- some episodes in two years. Well, dude, we've done twenty. This is the twenty-fourth episode in the calendar year. That's not right. including so top ten. Because like fifty in so two years. We're actually, you know, it's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, you guys have done a lot of shows." Whatever. It was it's like We're, we're going to end up with close to thirty this year. So three years ago, I was right. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, two years ago. It's twenty nineteen. Three. It's twenty twenty. You fucking retard. What the fuck are you talking about, dog? Did you say twenty eighteen? Seventeen. Oh 17. fuck. Seventeen. Whatever. See, I was right. You just said it was twenty nineteen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading something, and I'm fucking trying to pay. T- Jeremy, give that me a rating. Doing Argento three, homie. I give it a five. I can't believe you guys aren't even coming in below average, man. Venom. Well, JP's gonna hate me even more then because I'm coming in slightly above average. Huh. I did not hate this movie. I at no point in the movie was I frustrated or scratching my think head. It was bad though. It doesn't What's matter. That? If you if you did if you hated it, it's one thing. I didn't, yeah, yeah I but didn't everyone's on an asshole like you are, JP. So <laughs> what's that? No, I definitely did not hate this movie, and I could see myself watching it again. Uh, I'm not saying that I loved it by any stretch or even liked it. I'm saying it's a competent film. 
Um, DiMartino did a de- decent job. I yeah, laugh all you want, but I I, I, I just didn't have the problems that you did. I, maybe I'm but just you did have the problems. You agreed. JP, stop I, being. I, I you are being a total people. asshole right now. You know how much You're I fucking hate. You know right my, how much I fucking hate when people laugh when they give their ratings. Man, that's bullshit. No, you don't. You do it all the time. That's the thing about you. I do you not laugh. You it, but you do it. I do not fucking laugh. Man. Jeremy, does he? You're being a dick. And I if I like ever do laugh, it's, I'm not getting in a fight with Moods, uh, so I'm not going to say. If anything. I ever do laugh or chuckle, it's totally because it's a joke. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad or anything. I'm just based on the conversations we had. I'm surprised. Hey, it's not like we didn't say anything positive about it. Dave and I both said multiple positive things about it. Right, and I'm, I'm I just feel like the negative things. I did were too. Strong. I said lots of positive things about it. Yeah. So anyway, my rating's five point five. Okay, you're not coming in crazy. <laughs> it's out of a two, like you, fucking dumbass. Yeah, two's two's crazy. Yeah, man. Dude, I, I actually, I you actually think so. I actually don't I'm, mind this movie at all. I thought it was actually pretty decent, man. I mean, like I said, I'm a big fan of Telly Savalas, man. He's fucking Kojak, dude. He's nope. the fucking man. I mean, the narrative here, there's moments that it's it's a little clunky and shit like that, but it's got good music. And like Dave said, it's got good cinematography, man. It's it's an Italian film, man. Sometimes you got to separate yourself a little bit from pure yeah, logic. Yeah, but I don't judge movies what, where they came from and shit like that, man. I just take the movie for Are, are you is. just trying to win, win King Asshole of the Night or what? Like, What do you mean? <laughs> I don't, know why, I don't know why. I don't know why you're putting that much stock into what I'm saying here. I don't know why you're putting that much stock. I don't judge fucking movies where they come from. We, we because like I'm American. I'm fucking American. So shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, you sound like a total dick right now, man. You, do. you're the one. You sound like a total dick, dude. You're the one again. <laughs> no, just give it a two out of ten, hey, man. You're losing in listeners. I'm, all I over gave the it place. a two out of ten, and you're and you're like, okay, what's the problem? I'm you the one that sounds like a dick right now, and you're giving two out of tens for a movie that's very competent and actually quite entertaining. It's not competent to me. It, it's horrible. I don't think so, man. I, I think there's a lot of good good points to this movie. Five and a half out of ten. Also, that's what my rating is, and I'm sticking to it. So, I was originally at a five and a half out of ten. We talked about it. I got kind of upset, so I gave it a five. <laughs> I noticed that actually. I noticed that you dropped that. I <laughs> saw you were at a six. I was because I, I, I was at five and a half originally, so I rated it a six, uh-huh. and then I went. Went back even even earlier today. I think it was yesterday. I was like, nah, fucking, I'm going to two and a half because I was getting. I was like, I'll never watch it again. And then we started talking again because five and a I half think, could either be a two and a half. I would half. rather watch. I judge my bad films by if I would rather watch Halloween Resurrection. Dude, I've seen worse yellows than this. Rather man. watch Halloween Resurrection. I've never watched that. I, I gave it a two. I, I gave Halloween Resurrection a two and a half. So I've completely it, seen me, worse yellows. That's in my gauge. What? Dude, I think the ending alone is enough to give it at least a half point or a point, man. <laughs> that fucking reveal, dude, is still making me chuckle, man. It's hilarious. It's so I just weird. shook my head. But why not do something like that? Why not put that angle in there, man? Like, why not? It's it's so ridiculous. I don't know, because dumb or something. It, it It is ridiculous, but I think it's a good ridiculous, though. So... It's not as good as I Spit on Your Grave remake, but it's better than Freddy's Dead. That's where it sits. <laughs> Oh, I'd take Freddy's Dead any day. Over I think I would ra- rather watch Freddy's Dead, though. But for A Nightmare on Elm Street, it's pretty bad. Yeah, for and A would, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that's so I'm comparing it to that. I guess it's just really <laughs> hard to rate franchise movies when they're compared to such heavy. You know what I mean? It gets mm-hmm. weird. All right. 
All right, so that, Jeremy, shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. I saw where Donnie. I saw where Lebowski, bro. Dude, are you just, serious? Oh, you don't know what I'm quoting? <laughs> I'm just waiting for Dave okay. to get into a 20 minute tangent about Nightmare on Elm Street. I was just moving it along because I know. I know the thing about going. Freddy Krueger is when you go to sleep, he kills you when you're asleep. It's crazy. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> It's my rant. <laughs> All right, so that is the killer is on the phone from 1972. In your opinion, does the devil exist? There's no doubt about it. The Pope himself reaffirmed it recently, and not as a concept of evil, but as a real presence. All right, so moving along here into the second film here tonight. From 1974 comes The Antichrist. Right? Is this right after The Exorcist? 73 yeah. was Exorcist? This, yeah. Is, yeah. this is right on the coattails, just like how the next movie was on the coattails of The Omen. Like, I love even how it has, like, the similar green vomit. It's mm-hmm. like, it's you gotta. Oh, you gotta. Okay, so... 1974 is the Antichrist. A paralyzed young woman becomes possessed by the devil when a hypnosis session intended to heal her disability accidentally awakens memories of her past life as a witch. I'll say say right off the bat, that that was a pretty interesting uh, concept to sort of separate it from just being a pure exorcist ripoff. Yeah, was like, I agree. That happened. That was pretty dope. I agree. It kind of yeah. reminded me of the reincarnation of Isabel. Remember? Cause we had that story with that one where they had like the past people and they were all different people and they all like kind of resurrected in the yep. castle and shit. Is that the that one that cool. I picked twice? Yeah, that one's good. That yeah. was a, that that's a better movie than I remember. When I think back on it, that all three of that guy's movies were way better. I can't remember them much, but I think I like that. Yeah. Yeah, those are really interesting. Like, that right? was another one of Jeremy's books, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because he's random, and I always pick random dudes. Yeah, the the fucking ballerina film or whatever was really good too. I mean, this guy, um, Dumbartino, Dem- no, also was got a uh, Jody Amato to do the cinematography in this one, and I think it was uh, did Ennio somebody big did the score. It was like one of yeah, the big Moni Morricone. 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 Yeah. And he always gets a star. He gets some star power. Like last time he had Telly Savalas and Ed Hayward. This time he had Arthur Kennedy and Mel Ferrer. Yeah. So I, Th- I was this movie's much better than the last yeah. one. I think Arthur that- Kennedy still had that weird shaking thing he had. He was really old. And like I was just waiting. He shot in Italy. He's just shaking. Like, no, like absolutely. Yeah. I'm just yeah. sitting there waiting for JP to be like, "Why is there no subtitles at the beginning of the movie?" I was just you waiting. Told me to why. Sit- I know, but I was just oh. Damn you know, it, I, I think it works in the you. beginning because you're kind of like you, yeah, it's, it's be like a fish on. out of water in here. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I religious agree with people going bonkers. I agree yeah, with this. I actually, I, I actually don't like the first eight nine minutes of the movie. I, I feel like it doesn't even need to be there to be honest. But well, it's recreated in the ending though, so it kind of works. Yeah, I mean, it, it does a little bit. It doesn't really necessarily have to be there. I mean, it is I what mean, it is. But the movie is a little long in the tooth. Like so, like you, like what you're saying, that would be like six eight minutes or something like that. Well, this, you chop the, that off and the movie is yeah, paced a little better. Yeah, this Maybe film, just cut it, shorter. it runs just under two hours. And I, like I said, you know, thank you for bringing that up because that's what I was kind of alluding to. I mean, you cut that beginning out, it, it drops it down a little bit. But yeah, this is, um, it is a slow movie, to be honest. I mean, there's not really a lot of shit happening until 
I would say probably almost an hour into this film really is when we kind of get into the, the nitty gritty of the shit. So, um, but you know, honestly, this movie for a pure 100% exorcist ripoff, I mean, this is why this movie was made because the exorcist was a popular film at the time. This movie is a lot better than it probably should have been. You know, I think it's acted pretty well. I mean, it's obviously the some of the characters are interesting. Yeah, the characters, but the the setup to the story is actually quite interesting. Like JP alluded to, I think it's yeah. really actually cool. I like this whole premise of her being paralyzed, and it might not be physical; it's probably mental and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And so they try to rehabilitate her, but it conjures up this you know her past, you know her descendants and shit like that, and she becomes obsessed. I think that's actually a really interesting premise because, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of witch movies and stuff like that, and it, it, this kind of plays into that and stuff. And I think it's really cool, man. Um, She's also physically repressed as she is sexually repressed. Exactly. Well, that's, yeah, very notable. Well, I just love that she's sexually repressed. The scene where she's fucking the kid, where she kills the kid. Mm -hmm. I think she's a kid. I I just love the younger dude. I honestly wish. I love the part where she wakes up and she can't remember anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I just, she's so sexually repressed that, you know. I thought that scene happened a little early in the movie. It was kind of weird that she was already going to killing and then she wasn't well, even she was like fully possessed. Well, she was yeah, possessed. But she wasn't like full out Linda Blair fucking spitting See, puke. I think that's a missed opportunity in the film because once she kind of becomes possessed, which I love that fucking scene, man, that, oh, that, that scene, I think that's teeth, one of the greatest yeah. fucking scenes in one of these, you know, these seventies Italian films is like such a cool scene, man. Like, yeah. you know, that whole possessive, like it's, it's like a dream sequence, but, I don't even know how to really explain it, man. Like, fact, which scene are you talking about? See, the fact that you don't see like the demon fucking her, that we actually see her view. Uh, I, I fucking love that. It would have cheapened it if they would have done a Rosemary's baby where we actually see the thing. Fucking speaking of Rosemary's. Yeah. Baby, like I mean, the goat fucking scene, like clearly, the devil scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ma- 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 yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it's a oh, very, very uh, Ken Burn, oh, fuck Ken Burn, Ken Russell, yeah. Ken, Ken Russell, Ken Russell yeah. But that scene, though, yeah, man, it, it's it's almost like it's almost like she's is. floating in heaven, and it's 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 almost kind of a little bit ironic, a little well, bit, right? Yeah. Well, the, 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 the CG is not CG. The effects are horrible. Honestly, not that bad for the time. Honestly, dude, the effects for 1974 were actually probably pretty good, man. The funny thing, watching it nowadays, I like those effects in those movies. It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. I agree, man. But I think some of the sets and you know, just uh, just ideas behind these. um, The scenes are just so visual, man. I I think it's just so much better than it probably should have been, man. It's crazy. Such a good any movie. Goat fucking that has crazy. a girl tossing a goat salad is okay with me. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's the only thing I remembered from this movie because I saw it years ago. And she makes me and my the, friend. She makes the dude lick it. it up laughing about the the goat salad. <laughs> I think that's so disgusting. He's like, lick it, lick it, lick it, lick Ugh. it, dude. It I fucking gag, man. I can't. I can't wait to see that scene in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what I always thought yeah, was kind of interesting because when this movie first came, like, well, not when it first Stop came it out, but Kino. when it when it got released and shit. When it got released, it was like heavily cut. Like that goat fucking scene was totally cut and stuff. And it's not even really that graphic, man. It's like, it's all memory. You know, she doesn't actually show anything. No, they, they really just, don't like, see show it. her tongue go nuts. Yeah, it's weird. Like I don't really understand why there was so much cuts happening in that scene and stuff. But I appreciated they didn't actually kill the toad because they very well could have just got a real toad and cut its head off. Yeah, it looked like it. No, like that the, fucking sinistestra, whatever the fuck it was. The blood is like paint. It's thing. not real. <laughs> no there's no I way know. that toad's real no it's definitely not real 
didn't even look real. Eat it. <laughs> uh, I think the third, the man, I guess it would be later than the third act, but the the entire end sequence, the actual exorcism, is fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, really? I am the complete fucking opposite. Really? I love this movie until the exorcism. Why? The exorcism is just cut and copy. And I and I understand Boy, it's it looks cool so the exorcism genre is still early, so I guess I'll give it a little bit of slack there. But I just it, it just looks like every fucking exorcism scene I've ever seen, and it really bothered me. It's only like the second see. exorcism scene ever. Yeah, you have to. You're you're prejudging it because you've seen so many other films. Yeah, after but it, it came that's... directly after Exorcist. So exactly. Well, I thought the fucking Exorcist. See, yeah, I mean, I, the, the, the Exorcist the looks guy cool. falling down the stairs. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's just a complete ripoff oh, of the it Exorcist. Is, it is. I mean, and, everything's set up. Even the guy getting murdered, the kid getting murdered, is a is a ripoff of the what? Who got killed? A cop or a priest in The Exorcist beforehand? A priest. A priest. Yeah. yeah. A priest. Beforehand, that happened way early. Before, but, it's just, but I I I just loved how this movie was like the perfect blend of like a Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby until that fucking uh, exorcism. It was just so. Like I said, it was just. So I, I feel like they didn't even go as sleazy, man. I mean, in the in the original Exorcist, we got. Reagan stabbed her pussy with the fucking cross and shit yeah. like that. We didn't they really talk do- about that scene in that new documentary quite a bit. Yeah, probably. No, because it's like they're like freaking was afraid that he was going to get shit for it. Mm-hmm. And William Blatty was just like, you got to do it real. Who cares what anybody says? You, you got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You but I mean, right. like I said, you know, being an Italian ripoff, I mean, they don't really go that route and be like over the top sleazy and shit. They don't even go into that territory and shit. And it's actually quite interesting that they don't I do anything the like that. Performance during that scene was really good, man. You know what I yes, love I'll is when it, when it gets to the Coliseum there, that Coliseum scene. I love yeah, that. Fucking I was going to say that's really well shot when they're yeah. running up Dude. and it's framed and you uh, see the, the, the pillars on the side and they're coming towards it. That's, that's really well done. Yeah. That's the right. overhead shot, how it pans down and oh, it's so fucking good, man. Like honestly, this movie's so much better than it probably should have been. It's crazy. Yeah. This movie is, uh, it's too long for me, though. Yeah, and it no, is really repetitive to other exorcism movies, even though it was very early on. I'm not a big fan of exorcism movies. Like, people love Beyond the Door. I don't I don't love it. And this one's kind of in the same boat. I, I do just, understand it's that it's favorite, a good movie. It's a good I do, movie. I do like a good exorcist movie. But it's like, just something that I've never really been interested in. Like, The Exorcist, I would never deny its perfect status. But it's just, you know. But are you going to pick up the Kino, though? Yeah, I'm gonna buy it because I love Italian movies and They're, I like this. Oh, I'm definitely upgrading this too. Yeah, I'll I want to sure see what this, this looks one. like. I want to see those colors and I want to see that Coliseum scene. Like, there's certain scenes in this film I want to yeah. see what they look like in high def. And yeah, stuff. this could bump it up too. You like know what the, I mean? uh, the healer, yeah. the healer licking the fucking the the green puke. Oh God, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> oh, that was gross. That was Arthur Kennedy, it was wasn't soup. it? It's gross. I would assume so. Disgusting. It looks so similar to the actress's puke. So I just feel like if they were going for this kind of underleg, you know, like her, you know, the whole sexual aspect of her and stuff, and you know, like where you know she kind of gets possessed and then she goes out and her goal is, I just love that scene, man. This dude's like on this tour and she just walks up to him and starts rubbing his penis and shit, and then one thing leads to it. It's just so fucking crazy. You're like, could you imagine me and that dude? You'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do this shit, man. <laughs> but you didn't even get laid, poor guy. Yeah, like. But it, I think there, the there's definitely awesome. a missed opportunity with, you know, I mean, the end result is pretty cool. Like, this dude's totally twisted, which is totally a, yeah. it's totally a fucking rip off of the Exorcist right there with the head Well, it's just so funny. Yeah. You could tell, like, 
his head's buried under the sand. Yeah. And this looks so bad. Yeah. But I, I think there's a missed opportunity. I wish they had have explored this a little bit more. And she kind of went crazy in that middle part of the film. And, you know, maybe showing a couple more kills, you know, having to do, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just wish they had have kind of exploited that angle of the, of the narrative a little bit more. Cause I feel like it's a little bit slow pace, you know, for almost a two hour film. I'm, I feel like there's not a whole lot going on. I think that would have filled in the gap a lot better, but yeah, I think we don't have a lot the of money. Like, boring dialogue dialogue mm-hmm. like long drawn out sections of the movie and that yeah. was disappointing and it would have separated but itself like, a lot more too right if you had it done if you had it gone kind of kind of a wall like that you know like a 22 shot tangent like set this chick off on a fucking murderous <laughs> yeah. page and then got into the exit into the exorcist part of it you know it would have been you no know would have been really cool pretty cool no it would have been really cool if she would have went back to where she originally saw all those people praying to the statue and she just terrified all those like people because they knew she was possessed, and she just went through the town fucking people up. <laughs> and they're all like getting on their knees praying, and she's like just stepping on their heads and shit. That would have been amazing. But that's a completely different movie. But they could have done something like that. Mm-hmm. Man, did she they burn witches in Italy? Huh? Did they actually burn witches in Italy? I don't remember ever hearing about burning witches in Italy. I don't know. I don't know if that's historically accurate. Well, they, they, I think they what they're alluding to. Really they actually to from the records because they said movie be historically rut. yeah are you really going to say that an exorcist ripoff from Italian is supposed to be historic dude for some awful? odd reason I thought that That's... she was having flashbacks to like the Inquisition and stuff like that well, she could have had. Uh, well, you know, it, some well, it was there. a past life, though. So who mm-hmm. knows where the fuck? That's it was. where I thought it was leading to. Which it doesn't well, it look. It, it doesn't flash back to the Inquisition. It doesn't look anything like the Inquisition in her flashbacks and stuff. But I thought that's what it was alluding to. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. That's Spanish, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. But I, it's still right. a past life. Like who knows? It doesn't have to yeah, be straight. She, she, her her family could be from Spain. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's just because when I think of witches and the Inquisition, like it just kind of goes hand in hand, right? I think that's where, I don't know. I mean, it it, it would make sense that they were trying to go for that, you know, because it is Italian writers and sometimes they do things like that. But that's just how I took it. That's just me personally. But But you're right. I don't think they burnt witches in Italy. They They do explain it too. They do tell witch ancestor and stuff, but I didn't pay close enough attention. Yeah, it wasn't even that, like, old of an ancestor. They made it imply, like, it was only a couple of generations ago. Right. So, Which is this kind is of one funny of those in movies itself, because Inquisition like, happened way before that. Yeah, so that doesn't make sense then. This is one of those movies where it's, like, a highlight reel to me in my head, where I'm like, I like this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene. But, like, there's a lot of... And I really like those scenes, but there's a lot of stuff that it takes a while to get to those scenes. But it, I still really like the movie, but it's just like unfortunate that you wished that it could have been like done a little bit differently to where it wasn't so much downtime between the the awesome stuff. Yeah, great, I could have cut point. out the stuff with Anita uh, Strindberg. Her character was fine, but it was a lot of her and Mel Ferrer, and it was just like we don't really need this because her character disappears in the movie, doesn't she? And she just doesn't return. Yeah, yeah, no, she's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. This is definitely a this is definitely a movie of. I literally even have a a list called good scenes, and I have good scenes listed here in in my notes i'm not even that's that's how i remember this movie and that's why i usually don't do this when i take my notes and stuff but i did this one because it's been years since i've seen it but i remember this movie being like a a movie of good scenes and the good scenes are memorable i remember from it it's just a bunch of good set pieces strung together and and really really memorable like 
that bedroom scene, you know, with her floating on the bed, like that whole yeah. imagery is amazing. And the Coliseum scene is so amazing. The goat scene is pretty cool. You know, even, even, I mean, it's not really a great set piece, but you know, the, the healer licking off the puke, like the shit like that is kind of cool and stuff. But I mean, and like the, it's too the, long. The fucking scene with the uh, devil thing. Whatever it is, is yeah, it the yeah, all those people movie. having orgies and everything. Yeah, yeah the, the best the, scene in the movie, the goat, whatever you want to call it, the devil goat <laughs> fucking scene, right? Goat I love that. But scene. that's what I love about devil worship and like you know possession yeah, films me and stuff. Too. There's always naked orgies. Yeah, like, gotta have it. It's amazing that's associated with it because I guess I don't really know what the whole satanic thing is all about. Feels because like... it's super sinful, man. It's just it's just reveling in. I guess sin. right. I guess you just have to have fucking goats like and orgies. Yeah. Yeah. And also there's an incest angle that you love JP. Oh, yeah. She wants to fuck her brother. So mm-hmm. I thought it was her father. Was she really pregnant? She wants, was she she's a bullshit. She's jealous of her father but wants to fuck her brother. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's um right. What yeah, you say, Jerry? I, that's always when, when, nice. when she claimed that she was pregnant with their brother's baby, was she being serious or was she just fucking around? I think she was just fucking. I around. think that's the devil speaking. Yeah, I, I don't think that's okay. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's really no way to tell. Oh, I totally believe they fucked. <laughs> I was just questioning if she was really pregnant. Actually pregnant. Yeah, I don't know if there would be a way to really tell, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Dude, one thing well, I like about these movies test. is listening to the devil talk through the, the person and just be so filthy mouth like you oh, fucking rock cocks. In fact, just everything you say, I'm just like, Wah! the whole time I'm just fucking laughing. I'm like, I, I think that's awesome. And, and that, dude, that like, that type of shit scares the fuck out of religious people. Like if I was show one of my friends who's like really religious <laughs> this movie dude they would be like fucking really uh you know well, taken back by that shit. you're just supposed you're just those sitting one down to have a nice dinner out of fucking adam's family fucking because it was too like oh, satanic yeah, yeah did you see that dude? <laughs> was like, he made a video he's like took my family to see this uh he was like span like mexican or something and he's like, took my family to see this movie oh he's like no, no way movie. man <laughs> he, he's, like, That's devil. he's like that's the like, devil yeah. <laughs> dude i love that shit though man like when the fucking server comes around and she fucking grabs all the meat and the dude's reaction he looks over and he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> then she starts Smart, eating man. and she's Go just like meat. Bleh, bleh. yeah exactly right meat the eater right expensive. and then it's it just the gets filthy potty mouth man i'm like it's so good <laughs> i love that scene it's great. I, I really thought you know, for this movie, I really didn't expect much out of like performances, but I really fucking like the lead's performance in this. Yeah, yeah she's good. She's great. She's wearing a wig, right? Because they change you? her hair a couple times. I don't know, man. I, I'm not good I don't know. Like I would have maybe. I didn't even think about it. I, I thought she was. You're the only but... one that notices that kind of shit. I so. think. I mean, I I think it just it was styled like when she was dressed up nice, and then it got all flat when she yeah, was just she like can't in see her bed scalp at all. And then it gets like fucking puffed, like fucking messy whenever she's like. Uh, and then they put a yeah, then they put a different wig on her when she's in the the like flashbacks. I don't know if this is a wig, <laughs> buddy. I don't know. Call her oh, up. Yeah, the, Get her on the, the phone. You know what? You know one. Hard to look at either way. You know one thing I didn't really. I think it's baffled me a couple different times because you know, like she gets when she gets possessed. Basically, she, you know, she can walk around and stuff, right? I mean, it's kind of that whole mind over matter type thing. Even though she's not really physically disabled, but you know, she gets possessed and then she can walk around and she goes and kills that dude and stuff. But then towards the end of the film and stuff, she's still possessed, but she's like, she's like almost confined and, and paralyzed still. And I'm like, why the fuck at this point in the film can't she walk around 
because of the devil, bro. Yeah, you ever been possessed, Moods? No, but what? But she was possessed yeah, before this and walking around. So uh, what does that have to do with anything? Was, because because uh, it gets worse as a progression, man. Italian science. It literally it, it, inhi- well, it's, inhibits it's her. Wouldn't, if you were possessing somebody science. as the devil, wouldn't you want them to be mobile at this point? I mean, she was mobile at one time. I, I can't. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense to me. It's bullshit. You're right. M- yeah. Most most of the fucking possession stuff never makes sense to me, but I just chalk it up to fucking magic. I just felt like that was such a like it's just an obvious plot hole. It's like she's walking around at this point now she can't walk around and she's even more possessed. That, that would to me would mean that her she would have magic. more able to. She's even more <laughs> it's possessed. It's fucking be magic, like, man. Let's hey, fucking that, go. That let's was magic go. Kill her on the phone too. That was all magic. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's, that's I guess. All right. I always have with supernatural and and stuff like that. Sometimes though, it's just like it's just mad. It's it, it's bullshit. You can't you know? do it. Like in beyond when the tarantulas come out, you're like, where do those tarantulas come from? People are like, who cares? Magic, bro. It's hell. They're coming from hell. Right, tarantulas yeah. go to hell. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Look at them. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, man. That levitation scene, man. Those effects like totally cracked me up. But I think those sh- those shits are pretty good, though, man. Yeah, I love that scene. Yeah, I, I know. I love that. I scene do too, laugh man. when the dude kills himself in the beginning, and he comes towards the camera. He's like, "That part makes me laugh." <laughs> yeah. Ratings. Uh, well, yeah, anybody yeah. else? Get, well, I guess we can. Who led? JP. Dave. Dave, you're in. You're first. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of Exorcist films, so I feel like I come down harder on this than I should. But six point five out of ten, the same rating as the barn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, I like this one, too. I'm not an Exorcist fan. I've never really cared for procession movies, but this one's pretty good. It's well-made. It's got some cool scenes. The acting's good. The score's good. So I'm at a seven. Wow. Uh, Venom. Uh, I actually am a huge fan of of demonic possession it's actually my favorite subgenre of horror the exorcist is my all-time favorite movie regardless of genre um but like i said i still just had a little bit of a problem with how much they ripped off from from that movie for their exorcism at the end considering they you know it felt at no point did it feel like an exorcist ripoff to me until the exorcist showed up and, and then it was literally copy it was paste beat for beat kind of a little bit man <laughs> yeah from the moment the exorcist shows up the whole rest of the movie is literally you know like i said shot or practically shot for shot uh you, you know the the pea soup the, the falling down the long flight of stairs i mean just everything about it even the exorcist showing up in shadow instead of being well lit just everything about it so um i'm I'm going to come in here with a 7 on this one. I would do a 7.5 if I enjoyed The Exorcism more. Mm-hmm. But it's 7. Cool, man. Um, yeah, I've stated you know earlier that I, I think this movie is a little bit too long. I, I think, honestly, they could cut out the beginning of this, man. Just kind of... Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of tighten this one up a little bit. But, you know, for a straight-up Exorcist ripoff, it's pretty damn entertaining. Again... You know, it's got great music, man. It's got a bunch of really great memorable scenes, which right there is enough to warrant this film as being pretty solid, man. You know, shit that I'm all, I'm, I'm definitely going to go to my grave remembering. I don't know what the fuck that even means right there. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking on my death, but I'm like, oh, that scene in Antichrist. Oh, my God, that thing was fucking Do you have amazing. any last words, Moods? 
Yeah. Me that, cozy. <laughs> me cozy. <laughs> Scoozy. But, you know, that's the thing, man. I don't know what it is about this movie, but it's just like a movie of memorable scenes, even though it's an Exorcist ripoff. I don't really care about that. I think it's pretty well done for what it is. Um, I'm also at a 7 out of 10 on this. Mm-hmm. I, I just wish it was longer, a little bit more tight and stuff, but it's got a lot of good qualities to it, and I think people should check this out. And people probably will once it gets uh, the Blu-ray release, so pretty cool. Yeah. All right, uh, Venom. If you if you don't mind me asking, are you, are you religious at all? Oh, um, kind of. Uh, I am a member of the Satanic Temple. Okay, so that we were talking because we were talking about that. The reason I asked you mentioned Exorcist was your favorite film. Yes. Uh, we mentioned this last week where I all always see people say like, uh, I don't like the Exorcist because I don't believe in 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 you know, Christianity or whatever. And I'm like, well, why does it matter? Like, yeah. I, like I don't believe in Freddy Krueger, but the motherfucker could still, still be scary. You know, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. you're literally scary, just like talking about that last week. So, um, very interesting, you know, that proves the point right there, you know? Well, it's funny. Cause on the horror cast, when we reviewed it a couple of years ago, uh, Mark Nato is very religious. In fact, he's a minister, he's an ordained minister wow. and he yeah, still right. gives the exorcist a 10 out of 10. So, right. Know whatever that's yeah, worth. But, and of course it's a 10 out of 10 to me. Right. Exactly. But it, it but I can my see that though. It's just, it doesn't matter if you believe or don't believe no. the movie can still be fucking scary just because exactly. you don't believe in demons. <laughs> yep. Cause I mean, essentially when you're watching the exorcist, never scared me though. Just no, no. And I'm not saying if, if you don't like it because no, you don't I, like I like, I think it's a great movie. It's just never had a scary effect on me for some reason, right, because yeah. I was, I think I was too young when I first saw it to understand the complexities that of uh, your kid being is. possessed by something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like 13. I'm like, huh? See, when I was young, I thought the exorcist was Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the exorcist, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, sense. it didn't really scare me when I was younger either. And I'm not sure why I just think I was just a hardened horror fan by the time I saw it at like eight. Um, but you know, now I look back and it's actually scary to me. Yeah. Now, I think I need I to rewatch. I'd love to rewatch it. I just never have time anymore. I want to do it right. right. You know I, I, mean? I kind of been saving it for if we ever cover the franchise on the um, show, you know, someone's um, going to so pay for that right after this. Now it's coming. <laughs> well, good. <Yeah>. Me. <laughs> I yeah, would like, I'm on that. I think it would be fun. I've never seen. I just really, 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 I love part rem- three too. Yeah. Three I love part three. three. Me too. The prequels I thought were terrible. I thought the prequels were fucking terrible, but I've only ever seen them once, so... Yeah, they're not great. I saw the beginning. I've never seen Dominion. But anyway, so uh, my rating for this film, I really like this one. Much better improvement than the last film uh, for me. So it's a uh, three? Yeah. (laughs) uh, uh, I'm I'm actually coming in at the same place as most of you guys with a seven. Wow. We're so lame. We're all so similar tonight. We should be fighting more. Hmm. All right. All right. So they it horribly. I gave it a six and a half. You fucking guys <laughs> don't fucking understand ratings anymore. <laughs> Dude, you don't even like these movies. It should be a three. Come on. A Stop six and a half up. and a seven is the same fucking rating. No, dude, you gave it a Pretty six close. and a half, bro. Clearly, you fucking. Dude, why it. do you hate these? Fine. Why do you hate this movie so much? I Fuck. hate it because it's because <laughs> it's religious, and I hate religious people. Uh, and it's not the fun kind of religious, like Fulci. He makes fun of the religious people. That's right. I'm sorry. That's valid. I didn't mean that. Didn't mean that. <laughs> All right. I don't hate anybody except okay. Canadians. Yep. And yep. Uh, hmm. All right, so that is the Antichrist from 1974.
There is no hope. There is no future. The door to the kingdom of hell has been opened. The Chosen is coming. All right, so moving into the third and final featured film here for Alberto DiMartino from 1977 is Holocaust 2000, also known as The Chosen. Which title do you like better? Holocaust 2000. Holocaust 2000 is the original title. Um, The Chosen is the American cut. I thought it was going to be like a death race movie. (laughs) <laughs> when I heard Holocaust 2000, that's just what I, I pictured. Ne- I it never really it, thought of which title I like better, but I like Holocaust, Holocaust stands out better. Just stands out better. Yeah, I mean, the like, chosen I, I, the chosen actually makes more sense. Holocaust 2000 yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense when you really think about <laughs> Holocaust it. Holocaust 2000 sounds Italian. It, it does sound. It sounds like Italian <laughs> ripoff. Yeah, Holocaust. Yeah. So it fits the whole Omen ripoff type of thing. But uh, oddly enough, this one's actually starring Kirk Douglas. Crazy. Well, I was going to be like, yeah. was he like? Did he go to Kurt Douglas and be like, Mr. Douglas, please do my movie. Please. You, know, you know, the thing is, though, man, it's please not actually. Please ripoff. It's not that surprising, man, because he had done this film, and then he went on to do um, De Palma's Fury. He also did yeah, Saturn 3 Fury. in 1980. He also did The Final Countdown, I think, was sometime around that time. So he did a bunch of these oh, type of movies. Okay. You know, Kurt Douglas, you know, yeah, he was known for his westerns and all this type of shit that he did before. But he, and Spartacus. He did, yeah, and Spartacus, and he did a bunch of shit, you know, later on, but some decent movies anyways so yeah um synopsis an executive in charge of a middle eastern nuclear plant discovers that his son is the antichrist and sets out to stop him from using the nuclear power at his fingertips to wipe out mankind i don't that's a spoiler because you don't even know he's the antichrist till halfway through the movie yeah, more than that a fucking spoiler huge spoiler yeah mm-hmm. Bullshit. Dude, I have a theory why Kurt Douglas took this movie. Okay. Kurt Douglas looks. was going through a midlife crisis, hence why they show him scenes constantly shirtless, sleeping with younger yeah. women, and his penis. Around, and naked, and his penis. He's in a naked in some weird premonition apocalypse fucking dream. Like, <laughs> naked, running on the beach. I'm like, this is a midlife crisis movie. So he could buy a fucking convertible or some shit. I don't know. Yep. I don't I'm know, man. Does change. somebody I'm with this type worried. of money even have been? Like, does it matter at that point? Like... <laughs> I mean, he could I mean, buy he anything he wanted. Great for his age, he always did. Even when he was fucking a hundred, he was still alive. It's crazy, man. Yeah, because he was like he was like sixty years old he in this was, film. He, he died when he was a hundred and three, bro. Yeah, yeah I know. just died. But yeah. man, you got to give him props, oh, yeah. dude. He's fucking he died this year. Agostina yeah. Belli in this film. Douglas. Agostina uh, Belli. He plays a love interest in the film, and she's literally half she's his hot. age. She, she was thirty in this movie, and he was sixty. And they're oh, it's crazy, man. She's super. She's hot. hot. Really yeah. hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but thoughts on this film here, man. Um, I liked it. It's I my like favorite it too. Of the bunch. It's, it's my favorite pre- of the bunch. It's pretty blatantly a Omen ripoff. I mean, obviously, this one came out right on the coattails of the Omen. 1976, the Omen came out. This one comes out in 1977. It's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, it got it. Got, it kind of added its own mythology with the you know the fucking. Uh, hieroglyphics and stuff like that. And I the, like the uh, serpent snakes. They're, the, this fucking painting yeah. was pretty cool. When that yeah, I, I like the whole. I, I like the whole nuclear uh, nuclear power power plant angle. Yeah, of it, man. Too. I think that's actually perfect, man. If you're going to introduce an antichrist and have him step into that type of shit, and he, it's right at his fingertips, like they said in the description, it's actually true, right? It's right there. 
perfect opportunity, right? It's kind of cool. But there's just a lot of biblical stuff in this, man. Like, you know, I've, I've watched this film twice, actually, in the last year, because I watched it when the Screen Factory put out their Blu-ray and stuff. And I caught on right away when I was watching the first time. It was my first time watching. They're talking about how he had this son and stuff, and, you know, he had he was born with a twin right but he yeah, died at birth right and stuff away. and i was like oh shit that that's the whole cain and abel thing right right there yeah and it's not even ironic that you know kirk douglas's character is also named robert kane in the film too right so you got this kind of double entendre here that's happening but it's it, it's very biblical i'm not very religious and stuff I, i'm not gonna say that i know the bible that well but i do know the whole cain and abel story and things like that but it's kind of interesting that they threw that in there and went that angle and stuff but thoughts on the film i like it and that I one like guy's got the best fucking mutton chop sideburns and mustache deal whatever the fuck it is i don't know but it's <laughs> i just love what he's like we spent 42 million dollars on this computer system of course it's going to know the answer it's like it's so dated. Dude, there's, nothing, I love, there's nothing better than watching 70s films that deal with technology and it's like uh, the most primitive uh, shit and like when, when like when the dude when kirk douglas is like you know, he goes to the technology and stuff and the dude's already died. And she's like, I left this message from the grave, you know, kind of thing. Right. And it's like, and it's this whole fucking number and it's referring to his like birth. Oh my God, dude. It's, it's a little bit ridiculous to me. But. And, and then the one like, dude what? says like, uh, you know, backwards numbers is computer programmers do that all the time. Or yeah. Something. I'm just like, <laughs> the way they explain it is so crazy too. It's like this is his number that it's his like birth number. I don't know the way they explain it, but it's just like I thought it was his f- medical file number. Yeah, it was yeah, his it was medical his file medical. number. But yeah, his, his medical, medical file number in correlation with the medical status proves that he was not living. He wasn't human. Right. And I'm like, how did they go the through all that time? Fuck? Like literally going to the doctors and be like, you're fine. No, but I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, they have core, like there's a medical number. There's numbers that distinguish between living and dead. I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy, right? It's like, that number says he's not human. Prisoner of war missing in action or some shit. It was such a weird moment in the film. I'm just like, oh my God, that's so bizarre. But yeah, it's not perfect. (laughs) What was the weird scene? The abortion scene was like crazy. I think think that's I think that whole angle is actually quite interesting in the movie, man, is that, you know, they're, you know, basically Kirk Douglas's character gets his young woman pregnant who's around the same angel age as his his kid, Angel, which is named Angel, which is, again, ironic, right? Because he's the devil and he's named Angel. Um, Don't ever name your kid Angel, dude. Angel's a weird. Especially if it's a boy. But he's what? just straight up white, though. I mean, it makes sense in different cultures, but he's like just a white boy named Angel. It's, it's yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense, but Dude, I know a lot of any Angel. of my kids Angel. It's a horrible the, name. My favorite part of this movie is in the be- in the beginning. He goes through like the um, insane asylum, and all the crazy people are looking at him. And mm-hmm. then at the end of the movie, he gets shoved in there with them, and they all recognize him. And he's like, "Fuck!" And that whole scene's nuts. Yeah, yeah. it's really done well done. I like that. Because like the, that shot too, even when they're wheeling them in, they're watching them. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. And I, I and a, a big movie star like Kurt Douglas brings a lot of like, you know, merit to this movie. Yeah, he, he makes he's a good actor. He has screen presence, man. It's kind of like when you throw John Wayne in a movie, you're just like, well, I just maybe it's not great, but I'm watching John Wayne talk and do shit, and it's entertaining to me. Same thing yeah, with Kurt Douglas. That, it just that, works. That man. level of charisma, man, can yeah. make the worst movies like. Decent, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's just, Kelly Sabalas absolutely. helped that movie. 
If without Kelly Sabala, <laughs> that movie oh, it wasn't even his voice. I know. And it's still no, but just him being on screen being helps it though. Yeah, yep. you know what? It gave it a full point from go. a one to a two. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting, the whole abortion angle in this film, because, you know, they're like trying to kill off this fucking baby and shit. And then they come to the revelation that they were wrong. They were, they wrong, were wrong the entire time. And they almost fucking murdered off this. Like the, the commentary there is just ridiculous, man. But it's kind of funny because they're like, oh, but he had it. But they'd already mentioned this in the film. Like we already knew because yeah. he'd already actually even said this to him. He's like, oh, by the way, I didn't tell you. Of, of course, his son already yeah. knew this because we know this because his son yep. actually killed him. That he was actually the second born already. And it's like, oh, God. Now the second born, second son. Second son. Because the first one died, so he was a I mean, you know, what, you know what I mean? It, the, the, yeah. yeah. That's what was confusing me because I thought, um, I was thinking along the same way that it, it would have to be the second born son but i it, it, i missed it too well I that's totally that's what they were trying to play off of right because a second yeah. born from his seed would have been this newborn child but having twins you have two babies exactly you already have you already had the second one. yeah the devil's working on technicality so, like technically so essentially <laughs> cain killed abel right there and that was it what moods oh i said essentially you know where are you at two, moods where am i at you're, you're cut breaking off. up. You're I mean, it, it'll Set. be on his end. It'll, he'll okay. still record it, right. but we don't. Sorry, really I couldn't hear you. Oh, really? Crazy. Yeah, yeah just yeah, for a second. For it was second. weird. Oh, anyways, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, playing is that whole Cain and Abel thing right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that one scene was real weird when they had the, uh, like, they had, like, they were, like, messing with the animals and stuff, and it was, like, just a straight scene out of a Disney movie where they're petting that deer. I was like, that music's playing. I was like, what is <laughs> yeah. this? What is yeah. this? This isn't the same movie right now. I kept thinking of my whole my the whole time I was watching that scene. I'm like, man, if Mike was on this show, he'd have been like, man, if that was that totally would have been a moose in Canada, you know, fucking making fun of the moose. <laughs> Fuck every fucking time with animals, man. It's got to be the moose in hey, Canada. Have you have you ever seen a moose moods? Um, yeah. <laughs> you can you pet a moose? Uh, I no. would never go near one. I'm They're fucking vicious. You know how big moose you. are? You, you think a horse is big? Fucking moose are way bigger than horses. Be They're like huge. that asshole in Traces of Death that gets out with a camera and starts filming the lions. No, oh, no you're, an, like, you're an idiot. That made me like, sick. People think that you can go near a moose and shit. Oh, it's a fucking moose. Or, no. Brutal, Dude, man. They will, just they leave the fucking animals alone. People got killed by beavers. It's like, just leave it the fuck alone. If you don't need to touch it, don't touch it. Fuck oh, off. dude, are Canadian beavers. beavers, man? Oh, dude, those things are fucking gnarly up here. They're crazy. But... Beavers are like a step below badgers, man. They're fucking vicious. Oh, yeah. they're big, too. Yeah, absolutely, man. Dave, I couldn't help but notice you left a comment on my, my first review of uh, Holocaust <laughs> 2000. Because my, my two-word review was Chop Top. Can anybody remember what I'm referring dude, to there? Perfect. Isn't it fucking hilarious? That's a great kill. I love that scene, man. It's a great kill. Yeah. Fucking head. (laughs) So dark. Twilight Zone, the movie, fucking precursor, man. When I watched this about a year ago, (laughs) I bursted out. Is it too soon, Dave? Is it too soon, Dave? R.I.P. Vic Morrow. All right. Oh. Um, they got uh, Marconi back for this one too. That's right. Yeah. And you know yeah, what? Yeah. In my opinion, this score is a lot better and a lot more. It's more utilized in this film. I feel like in the Antichrist, it's a little bit. I don't know if I even mentioned that, but I think it's a little bit repetitive at times. But 
Mm-hmm. I think the score here is just perfect, man. It feels like Doomsday. It's very dark. You know, it's not as repetitive. It's used at great times and stuff. So I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I'm partial to the Antichrist soundtrack. I just feel like it fit a little bit better. Oh, really? Except for the hmm. last, except for the end where it's a blatant Exorcist ripoff. Because they even rip off the song. Uh, right before yeah. the exorcism, right before the actual exorcism, that's the exorcist theme playing, just mm-hmm. in a different key. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, did Martino ever direct the original movie in his life? <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, kidding me? The reveal in uh, The Killers on yeah. the Phone is like the most original thing ever. And hell, no. Puma Man. Yeah, yeah, that's super original. Well, it's definitely original. I literally want to watch it just to hear fucking Pleasance. Because I was even before I seen that, or I never seen it, but I was just doing impersonations of Pleasance. Like it's Puma Man. But then I now I know he doesn't even say Puma Man. So no. Man, was this movie just trying to be like the most, like just pack itself full of the most social commentary you could possibly pack into a film? Like oh, it's yeah, got all the commentary. The, all the nuclear power plants are bad. All the nuclear the, commentary, the, the abortion, the religion, the like. There's so much stuff going on in this film. It's like it's crazy. Like you almost forget you're watching like a fucking horror film. Basically, the man. world's going to shit, man. It's the Holocaust 2000. We're done. We're gonna. I, I get it. Sometimes ourselves. other people won't watch the movies the same way we do because we just see. You know, we're kind of bred in it like that now to check out. You know to notice the commentaries in films, but Thanks. this one just has like overpowering. It's crazy. It's like every fucking. <laughs> Five minutes, there's like a different commentary happening in your fucking mind. You're just like, holy shit, dude. Hey, Boots, what do our kids want? Kirk Stink? To be alive. <laughs> to be That's alive. They, they said it a thousand fucking times. Right, right, right. Yeah, the protesters. Man, it's still my favorite scene in the film, though, man. His little, you know, dream sequence of the, uh, you know, the nuclear the heads. heads, you know, coming out of the water. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, that it's such shit a is scene. so dope, man. I like that scene too, man. It really feels like catastrophic, like just oh shit. You know, JP, you're actually completely right, man. This movie does feel very, very British because they film most of this movie in in England, you know, around yeah. those areas and stuff like that. And it's a co-production a for a reason. For sure. Co-production. They they filmed certain scenes in Italy. Most of it's filmed actually in, um, like I said, in England. But uh, yeah, it does, definitely has that feel to it, right? But Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching it and I was like, I was like this may feels British as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, just even like the, just like the pacing and of like the talking and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh, after I was done, I looked it up and I was like, Oh, it was a co-production. So yeah, makes sense. I mean, there, there's British actors in it too. So, Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. But they great. actually shot most just, of the movie there. So it actually feels like that too. Like, like all the water scenes and like all the, you know, kind of the moors, whatever you want to call them. Whatever yeah. It doesn't them. really feel Italian to me. No, it doesn't. It's an Italian production, no. but mostly produced in England. So it definitely has a completely English kind of feel. Doesn't even look Italian. No, it's a different product. Like, if, like between these three films, they feel completely different. Like the killers on the phone feels so Italian, right? Oh yeah. yeah the Antichrist like, feels uh, Italian, Italian, but but you can't help but think it's The Exorcist the entire time, right? <laughs> and then this one just feels straight up British. It is pretty interesting, actually. I, I would say it feels like a mixture, but it's definitely British. The, go- the gore even looks like the Omen, like. The head chop and the chop top, yeah, for yeah. the helicopter are very similar. That's their big. You know, oh yeah, that that chop, chop chop top. I totally forgot. See, these movies fucking fly out of my memory after like a week. Uh, the the helicopter death. Mm-hmm. Come on, that doesn't make any sense, but it's fucking sweet. It's epic, yeah, you man. don't even care. You're like, 
Yeah, right? that's, that's that? the same thing well, I said. Well, it's not supposed to make sense because it, it's the devil killing it's, the it's, it's being controlled, right? Yeah, like, he's yeah, being controlled. It's a tarantulas again, right? So my question is, man, so I'm assuming everybody watched the Holocaust 2000 version. Did anybody watch the alternate ending? I no, did. I and it, the American ending pushed out. They were like, we can't leave this on a cliffhanger. The, the the ending that I got was the like a negative ending. Is that the American one or is no, that the, the Holocaust two thousand ending is the ending where um it, it's so the well, sun takes over and you assume he's gonna blow up the world. Right. That's yeah. the good ending. Well it's basically, you know, Kirk Douglas's character, he's you know, he's basically in exile right now with his kid and shit like that. And and yeah. that just kinda right. the world is you know it's gonna end. Did, did the American ending? He actually like falls down a library, and he like all these tarantulas come out of the fucking thing, and then <laughs> start like biting his face. It's that scene what? where it's that scene where his kids that you know he's at, in the boardroom, and then he yeah, basically he walks in. Up. Yeah, he basically walks in there and fucking blows the shit up because you know he knows what's gonna happen, right? He's gonna take shit over. So, that's so. Not, well, I mean, they end it. But Kirk Douglas does die, so I guess they're both kind of negative. But no, him but dying like, is better than nuclear the, war. The devil winning is always the cooler ending to me. Well, he didn't win; it's just not, not over. Right? Yeah, and well, in, in, in the yeah. in the Italian, I, I guess the devil wins. I mean, but in the American version, off when he turns thirty-three, right? That's in three yeah. years. So yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he's gonna be fucking putting some library books away one day, and he's gonna fall and. <laughs> These, I, these tarantulas are going to come out of somewhere and start biting his face off. I, I think I don't visually, know. Shut the fuck up. I think visually, Holocaust 2001. I think visually, yeah, when we get to sequel. see Kurt Douglas actually blow year, up a motherfucking boardroom, I think yeah. that's a little bit of a better ending. Even though the Holocaust 2000 ending is definitely a downer because the devil wins, but visually, I think it's Apparently even though it's not that it great, but it it works. Both endings are eh, what it is. I like the. Uh, I don't. I don't really care to be honest. It's not a movie where I'm like, I need closure on this. Like, no, no, no. I I, I'm just. I'm just. You know, the thoughts on it. I actually prefer the American ending where he walks in and blows the shit up. Even though I, I prefer when evil wins, but I, it's weird because I actually kind of like that. It's kinda... See, I prefer when evil wins too. But if it happened all the time, I wouldn't prefer it. It's just. I just prefer it now because it, it's the least likely ending, or it's the less likely ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, this movie's pretty wacky. <laughs> yeah. The darkest I, would have been if they would have killed that baby. I mean, they killed a bunch of babies in this fucking movie. See, now that I think it was, I feel like that's kind of a cop, but I think they probably should have killed the baby. And then realized, yeah. holy shit, like, it becomes like a total fucking moral fucking sorrows. Well, then it would have changed the ending. There's no way he would have just went and lived in the desert with his girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, but they already changed the ending anyways, so. I don't know. I like that they saved the baby. They still killed like seven babies. I mean. Nah, you gotta kill eight at least to be like, right. You gotta, right. You gotta kill eight, man. That's a nice even number. But you know how we can't leave killed it that seven. eight baby? He could be putting some library books away. <laughs> but I Jesus. tell you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh man, what what happens while putting the library books away? I, I don't know. I haven't matter. I haven't thought of anything after that. I haven't thought of anything. <laughs> we'll have to work it out. We'll have to work it out. Something with. Tarantulas. That's what's coming. Tarantulas. That's what's coming to my head. What about slight? Are you sure tarantulas? No, it's just black widows. I don't know. I don't know. They gotta be big though. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out later. All right. Jesus. <laughs> all right. What well, you were gonna say something? No, I said all um, right. Did anybody else think that Kane was a little inconsistent in the movie? For example, um, 
the scene when he's trying to get his wife to go to the, well, not the wife, but uh, his, Sarah, when he's trying to get Sarah to go up to the church, he, he obviously suspects that there's something going on because she's standoffish about going to the church. Mm-hmm. But then five minutes later, when he's talking to the priest, he's defending her. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Did you not just witness Absolutely. what happened outside? Absolutely. You do that sometimes, I, I agree with, though. I agree you do that. You're well, mad what at exactly somebody, bitch his... at him, and then somebody else says something, and you're like, they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> Yeah, it makes you question well, the motives, the right? There were, there were other examples, too, like the the dream sequence. When he had the dream sequence, when he when he basically made the realization that the seven-headed dragon is the thing that he's, uh, you know, the reactor that he's building, yeah. yet in the very next scene, he's adamant about going on with the project. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He did That's, consistent. Yeah, that, I agree. Was the one, I agree. Jerry, that was the one that, that I noticed heavy where I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he does that the whole time. He tries to give it to everyone. I that just kept chalking it up. To... Then they finally agree with him, and then they get killed. I just exactly. kept. I kept chalking it up to the fact that he was, he has made his mind up already. Like even though he knows that this is probably going to end super fucking bad, that he's still going through the shit because this has been his life project. Yeah, right. but fuck that, dude. But if, it's greed. I don't it, care it's what the your whole, life project is. If it, you know the devil's gonna fuck the entire it's greed, earth, up dude. The ass, it's greedy. I think there's still. Like, a, I think it's I, capitalism, I, JP. You I think there's capitalism. still a moment. You can't have capital in hell. You can. You ever been to <laughs> yeah, hell? But, but yeah, I hear they got tarantulas. People are fucking. Even even though you know that there's fucking doomsday at the end of the line, sometimes people are still willing to do shit. No, or thinking in their mind. Yeah, but like but there might be a glimmer like, that it won't happen. Like I'm going to do a bunch of heroin, even though it's probably going to end in death. But then there's like doomsday, like the whole world's going to be fucked by demons. <laughs> yeah, See, that's why it makes you think that he doesn't large, truly believe right? it. Like he understands that this might be true. But does he truly believe it? Yeah, Who but fucking maybe knows? we'll just take a risk here. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the greed. That's the greed aspect of this, man. He's he he makes points of it in the film over and over again how this is his life project. Like he's done everything in his power to do this shit. And he's having these revelations and he knows that this shit is probably coming true, but he's like, fuck this, man. It might not if I go through with bad. this. He so, thinks he could turn these third world countries into a better place to live. He's not a hundred percent. See, he's you know, not a bad like, person. A like even for no. going through with it, he's not being a bad person. Cause at the end, you know, at the end of the day, he's still morally being okay because what he's trying to do in his mind is still morally correct. Right. He's still trying to help people. So, but it is hilarious that he shows all these beautiful hieroglyphics and he shows her, he's like, yeah, that's super rare. No one's ever seen it. And then three seconds later, he's like, blows yeah. up. <laughs> what a cocksucker. But I do agree <laughs> yeah. with Venom 100% about like, that scene. I found the last dodo bird and then just shoot it in the head and eat it. But I do yeah. agree with that scene with uh, with his girlfriend, his pregnant girlfriend going into there. And she like, it, it's an awkward scene because it almost it almost comes off like she knows that, you know, or she's Shit's having these revelations down. that the baby might be what they think it is at that moment. You know, this might be the Antichrist. She can't go in there kind of thing. I think that's what they're kind of projecting to the audience a little bit. But, you know, he knows nah, that she was just Jewish. She didn't want to go in a Christian church. <laughs> right. I know. Considering considering her child didn't turn out to be the Antichrist. Why, why was she, she scared to go to the church? Yes, I don't know. Thank you. I know, I know, it doesn't make any devil. fucking sense, like does was. it? Right, but then like, the fact that like he's defending her too. The devil, son, who like helped Damien in the omen, I felt like she was one of those at first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. wasn't, right? It's a very awkward scene, I agree, or 100%. I've had problems, I had problems with that the first time I watched it. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, 
And what about Kirk Douglas's uh, terrible poker face at the doctor's office? He fucking it, it, he, when he it walks in the room all over his face. I'm gonna kill your baby <laughs> when he walks in there. Oh my like god! Everybody's face was like. Did you notice everybody looking at each other? And it, it was like that fucking scene in Return of the Jedi. Everybody just looking at each other, like, okay, let's kill this woman's baby. You know what happened there? He, he was totally he was totally phoning in his he was phoning in his fucking uh, performance there. <laughs> Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> it was. I, I, it's so funny. You're thinking about killing his I own forgot son. about that. He's like, so I funny. wish I would have killed Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric Douglas was his son. He died young, didn't he? Eric Douglas? He died oh, real young. Fuck yeah. that, man. You can't kill Michael. He did fucking Falling Down. One of the greatest. Oh, I've yeah. never seen that. Love Falling Down. Oh, that's Down. a great movie. Oh, it's hey, fucking Hey, he fantastic. got HPV from giving oral sex. He's my fucking hero. Plus, he did the game. <laughs> fuck, he did a lot of good movies, man. Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah, he's good. Fucking oh, Jewel of the Nile, movie. Romancing the Stone. I like Michael Douglas. Fuck you guys. I like him. Me too. Oh, I, I, take it up with Kirk Douglas. He was thinking about killing him. <laughs> I didn't say nothing negative. It was all over his face. Man. Yeah, that's what he... <laughs> oh my god. That's oh, fucking man. hilarious. I mean, Kirk Douglas. Michael Douglas is an actor that somebody's like, I hate him. I'm like, Michael. Who hates Michael Douglas? That's so he weird. He was fucking Spartacus, dude. Like he, he worked with, it is crazy that, you know, we're talking about someone that worked with Kubrick and then we're talking about someone that worked with fucking Alberto D. Martino. And he, he was in a bunch of movies with John Wayne and like so many people, so many movie stars. And I Burt like Lancaster, his Westerns. I like some of his Westerns. Fucking, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, that's the thing I like about Kirk Douglas is that he did a lot of different type of movies, man. Mm-hmm. He liked you know? to act, man. Yeah. Did anybody else's gaydar go off for Angel? First time I saw him in the movie, I'm like, that dude's not straight. I don't the, know. The gay I devil. The, the gay devil? The Antichrist uh, brother. Remember well, it makes sense the, the devil's gay. It, it would make complete sense. Like, if you've uh, ever read the Bible, yeah. Fire and Ice, the character Fire and Ice, the evil guy there, Necron. They always yes. make a lot of Honestly, evil characters like, very I have gay, never read but them. I love them. They're always my favorite characters. Yep. Like... I like the evil gay characters. They're fun. They're cool. Oh, I have no problem with that. I just think it's interesting that they, that they would even do or even hint at that fact in 1977. That's pretty I fucking. Know. I think it's just the actor. I think that's just me being a little overly observant. Well, so I'm assuming Simon Ward is probably English, right? Like actually, yeah, he's from, uh, yes, he's from London. So I mean, he maybe very familiar to me. It I could feel be like I've seen him before. Yeah, definitely, dude. He's been in something I've seen before too. I didn't even look it up, but. Oh, no, he's married to a woman. No, forget about it. <laughs> the actor, I mean, is married to a woman. Oh, the devil? Devil's married to uh, Yeah, Simon Ward, the guy who played Angel. I literally thought, like, the actor was gay. Yeah. Fuck, man, well, he, he, he was in the, a segment of the Monsters Club in 1981. That's crazy. Monsters <laughs> are the best. Right? right? Vincent Ooh, Price, John Carradine. Yeah, oh, my God, so dude. Donald Pleasance is in it, too. There's so many. Everyone's in that movie. It's crazy. You like that one, Venom? Which one? Monster Club. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think a fucking musical, man. Ratings. Uh, I want to yeah, talk I'm about good. Monster Club. Uh, Jeremy, if you want to be pushy, fucking Donnie. Seven. Wow. All right. What? Why do you get? Why do you always go mad close to your mic when you say it? I don't know. It's dramatic. I like it. dramatic. Totally okay. just talking the same distance, man. You sound good from there. Yeah. He's like <laughs> seven. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, Venom. 
7.5. No, I totally love this movie. I, I thought this was really great. Easily the best of the three, in my opinion. Some great performances, awesome score. Um, I love this story. I thought the story was cool. It didn't have nearly the plot holes of the first two movies that we reviewed. Um, yeah, I'm totally on board. 7.5. Um... I think I originally rated this one around a six and a half. I'm going to come up a little bit at a seven. Um, it's entertaining. Uh, I find it, it's a little long winded to be honest for what it is. Um, good performances though. I, I just wish it had a little bit more memorable scenes. I, I think there's one really, really great scene in this and stuff, but um, I don't know, man, it, it's for an omen ripoff, which has always been dubbed as, I think it stands on its own, though. I think it's um, it's got definitely its own qualities and shit. Different. It, it definitely is. I, I like the angle that they take, man. There's a lot of social commentary inter- uh, commentary that I like in the film and stuff. And I mean, I mean, it's honestly, more of an Omen three ripoff, kind of. In a sense, yeah. In a sense, yeah, yeah. It it does give me Omen three ripoff vibes, but Omen three came out after this, right? Oh yeah, much. Oh, wait, just dude, are you seriously asking that question right now? We just reviewed the whole franchise. I know, but I couldn't remember where. Oh yeah, Omen two came out in seventy six. Dude, huh? this is nineteen seventy seven. Holocaust two thousand came out. I know, Jesus, but for some dude, reason, dude. I thought that Omen one came out in like nineteen seventy one or something. Oh my god, seventy six, dude. We did a top ten, know, and everybody had that I movie top or whatever. Remember seventy? I meant seventy two. Well, except for you, Fox had Carrie and bullshit. I think it was only me and Brandon that were cool with. No, I had the tenant. Oh yeah, it was me and you with the tenant. That's right. I think we had Carrie like number two. Yeah, and we were getting all shit on Take for that, head. but um, but yeah. But yeah. anyways, I mean, I don't want to do seventy four now because, well, I always did want to do seventy four, but seventy four is definitely a would be a fun year to pull. Three tens and seventy four for me, right off the top of my head. I'm giving this one a seven and a half. I'm coming up at a whole point on my previous rating because we got to see Kirk Douglas's sixty year old bare ass and penis, and that's the only reason. Yeah. That is worth a half point. Yep. No, that's a full point because well, it was actually two bare ass and penis, so a half point for each. No, no half a point for each cheek. Yeah. It's just really surprising to see that shit with an old man at that point. It's crazy when you think about it. Like, Kirk Douglas was old in 1977 and he just died. <laughs> Rich people live forever. We're going to die at age 60. Kirk Douglas lived to 103. Dude, this guy was fucking... That's incredible, man. Props on living to 103. JP. Yeah, that's that's pretty long. I wonder if he visited a library. No, oh, probably not. God. Probably stayed out of libraries. <laughs> he had a right I hear lots of bad things about libraries. What do you hear? I can't remember. <laughs> Fucking idiot. This motherfucker, man. Uh yeah, no, this this one was dope too. Uh I really like Wait, I just remembered. What? About the library. Oh, what about <laughs> it? Never mind. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next week. Um and then we probably give Jeremy a brain aneurysm. If I... <laughs> I'm thinking someone's going to die, week. man. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie was dope too. I, I really like this and the uh, Antichrist uh, pretty well. Like I thought that they were both really solid. And I kind of like, I think I, I, this is weird, but I think I like ripoff movies because we did Contamination last week and I like that. 
uh, of course, um, there's tons of alien ripoffs. Even when we did Shocking Dark, I liked that. Uh, and, you know, Terminator 2 ripoffs. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I like... Uh, I think I like ripoffs and it's probably because to me, and this is probably why I like the Friday the 13th franchise so much is like, if I like something, I'm, I'm pretty okay with getting the same thing over and over again, but slightly different. Hmm. Uh, so interesting. It was, uh, it was good. I give it a seven as well as some of you other guys. I find it interesting because you kind of shit on Bay of Blood a little bit. And that movie's like a direct I just thought that movie was influence like plot, on like was fucking Friday part one and two. Like, I mean, they take no, scenes. Friday two, I think Friday two was influenced from Bay of Blood. What? What? Friday two was influenced from Bay of Blood, I think. Friday yeah. one and two ripped Bay of Blood off. Yeah. That's what I just said. I said one and two were <laughs> oh, I straight influenced by yeah. Bay of Blood. <laughs> I think Mooch had a fucking stroke. It's like, yeah, that's Bay of Blood's nineteen seventy one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was saying that they fucking they were direct influenced by Bay of Blood. I was saying before that he was shitting on that movie before, and I said it's weird that he would shit on that movie considering he just admitted that he likes ripoffs. And those movies rip yeah, that off. Yeah, and I do like those ripoffs. <laughs> he doesn't like the original. He just likes the ripoffs. <laughs> That's what I'm no, saying. Um, no, but I thought it was fair, interesting because, yeah, you're not the biggest fan of Babe. But then again, you need to rewatch it. But then again, I it, think you need to start to at the beginning to Bava and, and work your way through and appreciate his fucking movies. Cause I've seen a couple. I watched. I recently watched... Um, did you come up on, Bla- on um, Black Sunday? I did come up on Black Sunday. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I did come up on Black Sunday. I really enjoyed it. I think I gave it a nine, and that comes up from an eight, which I did enjoy it the first time. But uh, Bay of Blood, uh, that one to me was like I remember it just being like the the like plot, like following the characters and stuff, just felt super messy. But I still gave it a six and a half. I know that means I hated it. According to you, <laughs> not to us. <laughs> what are you talking about, Dave? You hate all your six and a halves. <laughs> I hate I, everything that's not a 10. I rewatched it. Re- the first movie for Italian Horror Month, I rewatched uh, Bay of Blood. And honestly, dude, it's it's so much fucking fun, man. It's ridiculous. It's crazy how that movie is like a bona fide fucking slasher from like 71. It's got Luigi Pistorius. Right. And, and, and keep in mind, too, it's, uh, we, we did that back on episode 64, bro. 64, yeah. Italian Horror Month 1, I think. Were your guys' first three, uh, Bava, Falci, and Argento? Uh, Bava, Falci, Argento, and yeah. who was the last one? Don't know. Martino, probably. Where's, where's Derek when we need him? <laughs> no, I don't think it was Martino. Um, was it, Bava, uh, oh, it was Suave. Michele Suave. Oh, yeah. Michele Suave? Yeah. Good choices. It? Those four are all fucking so good. That it's like. Yeah, well, that's why we wanted to. At least I, I kind of wanted to just pick shit that was like fucking, you know, good yeah, yeah. entry. That was my first year. I'd only seen like two Italian films. Did, it, was the, was uh, Cemetery Man on that episode or, or did we do that one yes. separate? Cemetery Man was on that episode. Because that was one of the um, first times we ever like broke and then did like a spoiler review after the fact. Because we never did spoilers right, yeah, during and stuff. And then because we had our section. theories on the film and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was it was fun because. To me, that was like the introduction to Italian horror, like pretty much, you know, I'd only seen like Suspiria outside of that, maybe like one or two others and flash forward to today, you know, what, 
how many movies have we covered on on this six years times three films per episode times four episodes you know and one year was five it's a ton of fucking movies Mm -hmm. and then i've seen others just along the way so i feel like i'm not an italian horror expert but i'm definitely not a novice anymore you know what i mean i know my shit uh enough Am I going now? This is pretty cool. You know it enough to give the killers on the phone a two out of ten. That's awesome, dude. Okay, but you got see. Okay, now. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna get my rating. Yelled at me earlier. <laughs> off for an hour, wow, right? you're giving it a five point five. But like now, it's okay to be like you gave it a fucking two. Dude, I'm fucking with you. You guys fuck with me every time. Man. I remember and that I'm t- fucking with you too. But whenever I fuck with it, I'm being a dickhead, dude. But you, um, but you, you admit you're a dickhead though. So you're actually being a dickhead every time. So, anyways, uh, and also. Listen, the listeners are going to listen to that show and hear you guys bash the fuck out of the killers on the phone and be like, yeah, they totally made it sound like they didn't like it. That's not true. You mean the show that we're on right no, now? No, because we didn't. We weren't one way on that. We weren't on a one way street, dude. We were actually was giving pros and cons. There was like maybe like a, a partial Turn. You said I had Telly Savalas. That counts for four points alone. I don't think you understand how much we love Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave, for catching oh, what I, I said like there. The plot is more important than like one actor. Who's I don't character. think you've ever seen Horror Express, have you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Ooh, Horror Express is fantastic, and Telly Savalas makes it a classic. Yeah, but oh, right. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he right. comes in, and the movie stops. Dave, do like, you still need to rate this one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's move on. I'm glad you guys are coming in high because I saw Moods rating a three and I was like, this is the best of the bunch. Moods obviously had enjoyment talking about it, so I'm going to go seven and a half. Fuck it. Wait, I'm Moods thinking, gave this a three? On uh, Letterboxd. So he, he said that he bumped it up. Oh, yeah, because it, it was a previous. Oh, yeah, he yeah. bumped. Okay. Yeah, that was he the bumped fr- it up. I, it, I watched it last so seven year. And a half myself. I watched it last year I when I got the one. Blu-ray or whatever the fuck it was, but that was the first time right. watch. But I actually liked it more yeah. this time. So. And another reason you bumped it was because you watched the killers on the phone. You're like, this is much <laughs> probably right. <laughs> it was Sometimes different days. Like- it was different days. I watched this right after Antichrist, and I was like, shit, that was a long fucking four hours. It's crazy. Did you guys watch them in order of uh, chronological? Yeah. I, watched, I never do that shit. I do it every I single time. I did backwards time. chronological. I do it every time. I have I have this weird OCD thing. I have to watch everything in chronological order. I, know, I do, but with these films... It- in particular, I don't know when they came out. Like, I if I don't if I don't know the film, you, can just you just can't I know, IMDb I like that shit. I, just, I don't like to read the synopsis. I this don't like to read anything. Such I just a Mexican. Like to go in just type in the title. Such a huh? Mexican. But yeah, but I, if I type in the title, then the synopsis is no, there. No, you don't have that. to read it. Okay, I know, but just I will. look at his directed movies and, and scroll up. I gotta go. I, I mean, I gotta uh, no. <laughs> I gotta read it if it comes up, man. You couldn't even speak because you got. Well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking tired. It's one thirty in the All morning. Right. I've been well, six hours. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. How about uh, Jeremy takes us out of here? Venom, thanks for stopping by once again, man. Super, yeah. super awesome to have you back on the show, man. You're welcome back anytime. It's nice to see that a guest can actually complete a show. <laughs> Don't talk about my podcast partner <laughs> like that. Fucking, that was <laughs> fucked up last week, man. No, you know, that's we the, felt bad. That's man. the first time that's a, that's ever happened to us, where someone oh, really? fucking oh, yeah, it's happened to us a bunch. Where they dropped out Not and like, couldn't it's get back other on. People, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
first time we've ever had a guest beyond the half a show and then also in their internet craps out or whatever. And then we just, we had to, we had to complete it. Right. So it's happened to me before, but I found a solution. Yep. Use Carly. Yep. <laughs> Showed up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Pounding on the door. I got to record on Gen Del 5. <laughs> How about the opera? We're getting deep on this one. She was so mad. Cause she, he didn't bring her any fucking food either. Such a dick. How was I going to get food? Motherfuckers. You have no 24-hour spots there? Come on. Yeah, but I had to get there to record fucking Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> All right, man. All it right. was a time of was the essence. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeremy, you want to take us out of here? All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 197 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast. As always, if you want to follow Man Moods himself, you could do so at youtube.com slash moods616. You can follow JP over on his channel at youtube.com slash doubleshotj. Follow me on my channel, youtube.com slash nesworld22. Uh, Phantom, you want to give any plugs about where everybody could find you at? Oh, that's uh, great. Bye. Nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, I- I'm not a big YouTube guy because I don't think anybody really wants to look at my face but um yeah you can you can hear me on all the no more room in hell podcasts um and if you want to hit me up on social media i am at venom horror on instagram at jerry venom on twitter if you want to drop me an email about any of my shows it's mr venom podcasts at gmail.com all right and nobody cares about dave all right all right you can leave us an email at 22 shots of moods and horror at gmail.com this is 22 shots of moods and horror at gmail.com follow us on twitter Twitter.com slash 22 shots podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com, search bar 22 shots of moods and horror podcast. And please support the Patreon to get the sand sucked out of my vagina. Patreon.com slash 22 shots podcast. All right. I guess you could follow Dave at YouTube.com slash Mr. Parka. All right. We'll be back next week with so called <laughs> this Mr. Dave Parka's review pick of, of who? Diodato. And we'll be doing House at the Edge of the Park, Jungle Holocaust, and Body Count. And we'll be featuring Calvin, the douche filmmaker. So <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty mean. Yeah, that's oh, fuck. I just thought of that. I, I'm going to have to do five questions. So not, that next week's show is going to be like six hours long, apparently. Hopefully. Uh, and then hopefully. Jeremy will whine and cry and bitch the whole hopefully time. Hopefully he yeah. can start like at seven. I don't yeah, even know I'll be good to go at regular time, even earlier than – I could start at any time next I week. I could start at six. Okay, can you guys – Oh, it's fucking Black Friday. I could start at 5.30, really. It's Black Friday. Help so. me out with some questions. Just throw me some questions and we'll figure out five because um, I don't, know, I don't know this I don't know this guy. I don't know him either. This I don't know him either. That's why surprise. I was like – you. Got, I was like, who's – I I was like, I've seen him before, but I don't know him. That's why I when he was on the show, I was like, I don't fucking know this guy. <laughs> yeah, but you came on the show and I didn't know you. And yeah, we knew each other a little bit. We interacted. You, you never we left, huh? You never left after you came on. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> God. All right, guys. Come on. Uh, thanks, Venom, for coming on. Yeah, it was fun. Pleasure, was my fun, dude. Yeah, 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 thank you. You're very man, insightful always... with uh, your reviews, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, always happy to join. Anytime you need me, hit me up. Yeah, it's nice to have somebody who's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. I like to eat the pizza. I, I don't. I'm dumb. Jaws 5 gets a 10 out of 10. Jaws 5 hasn't even real Jaws. <laughs> oh, fuck. I need to grab that Jaws. I, I got to go to the library. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>
Oh, my God. This fucking guy. All right, man. We are out of here. for lightning and tarantulas. (laughs) Oh, God. Lightning is what scares him when he falls off the thing. Uh, I'm going to laugh so hard next time I watch The Beyond. (laughs) All right. We're out of here. Deuces. Peace. Hail Satan. That was actually a pretty short intro. (laughs) Relatively speaking, I guess. It was only 48 minutes. Yeah, it was around there, yeah. That's actually probably the shortest one in three weeks. But yeah, but then again, you know, it's like when we're not doing dead mail, that cuts out pretty much forty-five minutes to an hour every episode. So yeah, I gotta make fun of all those people that write stupid shit. We used to do. We used to actually do it a lot more. We used to just bring up random comments on our videos and stuff. But Jeremy doesn't do videos anymore, and Jer- JP doesn't really seem to get a lot of interesting comments. So you get more comments than anybody. Let me see if I got any good. I comments. do get. I, always a, I, I get mostly positive. I mean, I don't read. I mean. I shouldn't say. I mean, I do get obviously, but I blocked that one dude because he was just a dumb idiot. I had to block him too because he was just he. Someone actually commented on my video, being like, "What the fuck is with this dude trolling you, saying every movie sucks?" And I'm like, "I know, right?" So he, it wasn't he was just... the type that in real life I would have fucking punched him in the face. You can only say so much stupid shit before I'm like, "Dude, if you keep talking, we're gonna fist fight." It's just it's you can tell he's just trolling. Like this movie sucked, dude. Come on. Right. Like, give me a break. I think honestly there was a huge language barrier and he only could bear you know, minimal words, so he just came across as a dickhead. He, and he, you know what I mean? He's using a translator or something. He was being a dick though, because he told me that he's like, since you lost all that weight, you look like you're fucking or what do you say, twenty years older. He's like, You look terrible, you look so old now. I'm oh, like, that was the Brazilian guy said that to you? Yeah. Are you talking about the, oh, that guy's? I was like, and I just I wrote back to him. I was like, Haha. I was like, thanks, man, that's awesome. I'm like, you do realize when people lose weight, they just look different, right? Not necessarily older. Well, their skin gets stretchy here, so like you know, <laughs> I have the same thing. You know, it just happens. Yeah, it's it's fucking ridiculous. But fat fuck. don't crack. It's just I, you know, I mean, if he hasn't watched my videos since last year, I would have been a lot heavier at this time. A lot November, or October. Yeah, I would have been. A lot fucking heavier, like 85 pounds heavier. So, makes sense. But then again, I'd also shaved. I, I, I don't think I had much of a beard. And, like, right now, two people are like, man, your face is crazy skinny. I'm like, it's because it's contoured, man. Right? I, I shaved I shaved out my beard and kept my goatee. So, my face is like, it, it looks all aerodynamic oh. right now. I look like, yeah. Re- I, I look, I look like Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, suddenly you look like you got cheekbones and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Fucking wife hates it, too. This dude talking about there's no such thing as objectivity. Well, this dude probably only watches moderately good movies and he's never watched fucking backyard bullshit because that's objectively not good. Yeah, and like... Who, who's the one saying that? Some guy in uh, YouTube under Boots comment. I know. Um, Luigi Kazi. I just... I don't know. I mean, there, there's there's some objectivity, right? Like... There like, is some. Well, like, what he's... Like, how I responded... Bad, right? Like, how I responded to him is like, okay, here's his comment. It, you know, it, it's not rude or nothing, but he's like, personally, I don't believe in objecti- objectivity when it comes to films or art in general. Any standard of good, in quotations, you're going off 
of what was made by, by other people, so it's literally not objective. Like, what is considered good. But he does make a point, though, because there is literally no rules set in concrete to what is good. It is technically a subjective thing of what we've created that is between good and bad, right? right. So I understand what he's saying, but... But, but, that's with, but with 150 anything, years right? of cinema is more important to me than what this guy thinks is objective. Yeah, you know, his subjectivity I just is, lose... is not as good as the objectivity of 150 years of art. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so I, fuck I, that guy I, who I, wants to fucking like a shit movie over fucking Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I, I just wrote back, like, totally just sensible stuff, and I was just like, yo... I'm like, I understand there's no concrete rule said for what a good film is and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, I get what, I get what people are coming with from. I'm just not going to sit here and like, I, I get it. But at the same time, like, I mean, if, if your film, like what, what we're saying is it's good in the sense of what is considered good. Like yeah. if yeah. your film is lit like a David Sterling film, it's not good lighting. Yeah. And it's, I mean, these, these you gotta be go so far off the rails. Right? Like they go so far off the fucking rails, their opinions start to not matter anymore about anything. They're like, oh, it's like sign in Sano movie. I wrote a forty five fucking thousand word essay on fucking Noriko's dinner table, which is a good movie. And then they give it two stars, but they don't tell you why. They just write about the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is the point of this bullshit? <laughs> I had somebody comment right. one time and they're like, and it's kind of coming back to, you know, the objectivity and, you know, subjectivity of, um, you know, just certain aspects of filmmaking and stuff. And I, I can't remember what movie it was. It was like an old review. I always get fucking comments on old reviews. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I have like, no idea what they, I they said. They expect right? you to remember every detail. Yeah. Like it wasn't 10 years ago. It's like, so annoying. Oh, it was funny. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, that always happens during the 31 days. Cause people will be watching my current one, but then be commenting on all my older ones. I'm like, guys, seriously, I don't remember what I said, but then someone said, they're like, Oh yeah, the music in this is fucking terrible. Like object, you know? And I was like, what? I'm like, you know, it, it, again, music is just, it's, it's just, subjectivity like i mean everyone has different tastes in music right so i mean i thought it was good you know i mean i'm just saying i liked it and shit it's like whatever you don't have to you're not gonna not. take my opinion on rap music because i don't listen to rap music regularly it would just be like listen you know what i mean like yeah if somebody's like man leslie gore's the worst musician i've ever heard in my life and somebody's like dude i've listened to every album she's made and she is yeah. not she is good because i know what i'm talking about when it comes to leslie gore and you do not so shut your fucking mouth as if somebody's like, I watched Day of the Dead for the first time, and it's awful. I'm like, I've watched that movie a thousand times. You're fucking dumb, and you're not going to say anything that could ever convince anybody who's watched it more than five times. So, adios. Yeah. I got into it the you other day, actually, with Zach. Zach was like, Davis, he was actually fucking bashing the shit out of you in another chat. And I was totally defending the shit out of you, every fucking thing he was saying. He was like, he was like, what the fuck? He's like, Dave fucking, I don't think Mooj is joking. I think Dave literally fucking hates everything. And I'm like, dude, I'm joking when I say that, right? And, uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis, I don't like, and I gave legit reasons. Well, this is what it you know, started he with. Me he doesn't give a fuck, so I'm, why am I going to care? Yeah. He's like, I made these for money. I don't care. They yeah. suck. And, and then, then I'm supposed to like your shit, dude. <laughs> I can <laughs> see the money. And you just like, every no. And then it was fucking tons of filmmakers. And then it was it was fucking Zach and Derek. And then we're having. Yeah. I actually I commented back They're and I said goody. I said Dave doesn't hate everything, and I left the conversation for a while, and I came back, and it was him and Derek fucking tripping balls on Dave about not liking uh, contamination, and I was like. I don't think dude, I didn't even hate it. I gave it like six. That's what I said. I said, dude, he didn't never said he hated. He gave his reasons for you can look at my face and tell me objectivity. It's a good movie. Like, I know I like bad movies and I'll tell you they're bad. These people fucking have no objectivity. Contamination is a turd. It's fun, but it's a fucking turd. Uh, Just like Ghoulies three is a turd, but I like it. Okay. I I admit it's a turd. That's what people are misunderstanding here is like what I, I, I I like so many bad movies, but I like them. Like I'm starting to think they can't tell the difference between good and bad movies. And like, it's just like Cannibal Holocaust to me is a great movie 
he likes Cannibal Ferox over Cannibal Holocaust. He thinks it's a better movie. Yeah. I'm like, you're not even seeing any points that the reason is that Cannibal Ferox is the cash-in on Cannibal Holocaust. There's nothing fucking there. Yeah, so they're going back and There's forth. There's nothing there. There's no substance. It's joke substance, which I love, but it's not real. It's bad. But I like it. Yeah, so they're going back and forth and fucking Dave this, Dave that, and then and then, Dave, and then Zach pipes up and he goes, I don't even know why I'm telling this. I just thought it was funny because I I actually laughed a lot at this. But then he goes, he goes, well, of course, fucking Dave would fucking hate contamination and fucking um, you know this movie and that movie because his favorite movie is um, is Nightbreed. And I was like, and then I, and then I piped in the conversation. I said his favorite movie is not Nightbreed. And they're like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, no, it's not, dude. It's Day of the Dead. And he's like, no, it's not. It's Nightbreed. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't argue with you, man. <laughs> Day of the Dead's been my favorite movie since I've ten year, was That's 10 years I, old. I kept trying to say, I'm like, What dude. was your favorite movie before you were 10 years old? I don't know. It used to switch. I don't know. I just thought the whole I, thing was favorite ridiculous. Movie, I love Nightbreed. At one point, it was my favorite movie. Dark Man was my favorite movie. The Running Man. I shut them all up by saying... I, of course, I enter the conversation again by saying LOL because that's me being fucking coming off fucking like an asshole. And I said, does anybody really care what people like anymore? And then they both shut up and never said a thing. <laughs> and then Sam piped up and he's like. Everybody's mad about contamination, but they don't tell me they're mad about contamination. Yeah. Because yeah, I went off on fucking Zach about Herschel Gordon Lewis. And he basically fucking was like, right. I was like, dudes, I, I understand why you like him. I don't like him. And I gave you legit reasons. I can tell yeah, you Dave. the same about contamination. There's a 45 minute scene in contamination well, that nothing happens. Hey, Dave. What? Zach he isn't used, really used, good at, at well, saying why he does. He just likes shit that he likes and then hates shit that he doesn't like, that, that he hates, you know? So you can't really he, argue. He with blows him. my mind, though, man, because he's a big Herschel Gordon Lewis fan. And, like, Hers- honestly, like, Herschel Gordon Lewis makes some fucking terrible movies. Like, you either like him or you don't. Right, like they're not good them. movies. I just like, yeah, they're, they're just not my not, thing. Yeah, they're not good movies. I like 2000 Maniacs, though. I like that one. But he, um, but then there's so many other movies that are very similar to Herschel Gordon Lewis type thing and stuff. But he just hates because it's not Herschel Gordon Lewis kind of thing. I'm just like, dude, I think you're confused, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. He's a weird well, maybe man. he just he's so inconsistent. Like, that's a good, that's, that's a better that's word for it. Yeah. With like, where where when you're when you're a critic, right? Like. Man, you he's, just started like, to sound like He's somebody who right says fun factor matters most. And I'm like, but what's the point of talking about films and, and critiquing them whenever you you say, oh, this this acting was horrible. And, and somebody's like, but it, but no, the acting was fun, so it's good. You could say that with anything. Your, mm-hmm, your, mm-hmm. your counter to everything could be, well, it was fun. And I'm like, but that's – it's just not fun if everybody's just – it immediately defaults to it was fun, so it's good. Well, you have to have legitimate reasons. If it, it's something right in your wheelhouse and you don't like it, there has to be a reason why. You have to explore that. Like, right. my girl next door is right in my wheelhouse. I should love that movie. But I explain why I don't like it. And, like, I don't yeah, think it's a bad movie. It's just, no, it just doesn't work That was work the for reason. Me. No, I've seen that movie three, two times since I, I didn't like it. Like, I watched it, loved it, and then I watched it and didn't like it, and then I watched it again and didn't like it either. So, yeah, right, Dave, you know what happened since then? You got old and cranky. No. Use ten, <laughs> ten more minutes of your bullshit time, so you're down to twenty-two minutes. Okay, good. <laughs> well, I didn't start it. Moods had to bring up that they were basically telling me they were mad at me for not liking contamination, Wait, are but we no still one wanted on the show right now. I, I, there, no. actually, there actually was a point to what I was saying, Wait, but I, I think but it's no, but no one, no. no one told me. We're Dude, not I on like the show. No, Dude, we're just. Did we start the news? There. Did we start the news? No. 
I thought we were just on the show talking about other shit. Well, this is all being recorded. This is all being recorded. I could throw this at the end of the show. Throw it in at the end. How are they going to call me out? How are they going to call me out when JP and me do the same thing? Like, we'll literally be like, this is entertaining, but it's bad. Like, I'm not going to sit here and give Ghoulies three because I like it. It's a bad movie. I'm not giving it a 10 out of fucking 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zach gives Pumpkinhead 2 a 10 out of 10 because of those exact reasons. Yes, but we all are weird and different. And there's nostalgia, too, in the purpose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, first time I saw Contamination, I was probably like 15. I like it. It's fine. But it, it's 20 minutes in the beginning and the fucking five minute ending. I don't know why people love this movie. Like, it's fine. Yeah, the guts are great. I think the it depends on how phenomenal. Like, for me, it's a fucking Bond movie. So it, it's yeah, like a horror version of a Bond movie. So it's like, yeah. it's just, you know, and I'm a Bond dork. So. Yeah, it, it works it makes, for me. Yeah, but um, I mean, I really like Contamination too, but I, I don't think that it's like a masterpiece or anything. Mm-hmm. Like if if you know the movie like that that's right up my alley is Burial Ground. Uh, Burial Ground and Nightmare yeah. City are yeah. super fun for me, and they're nonstop. They're just action. They're weird. But those movies I adore. Like I'm yeah, but I actually think Burial high. Ground's good. Where I think yeah. Nightmare City's not. I, yeah, think Nightmare, I think Nightmare City is great, too. Dude, Nightmare City is one of the, the only, only movies where the zombies rip off girls' shirts and stab them. It's so fucking sleazy. It just, just makes me smile. That's what I love about that movie is that the the zombies, quote-unquote, I mean, they're None actually – shit makes sense. They're technically Mario infected. Brown makes perfect sense. Even Lindsay even said it. He goes <laughs> – Lindsay once is quoted saying that Nightmare City is not a zombie movie. It's an infection movie. It's pretty interesting that he See, says Lindsay that. Lindsay started getting pretentious when he heard Tarantino told him he was great. And then he said, <laughs> that's what I heard somebody say. I'm that's like, that funny. Is 100% fucking- Ernesto Godaldi, I think, said that. He said, it's kind of unhealthy when like these guys hear like somebody like Tarantino say they're great. And then all of a sudden they're like, I make the best movie. I make movies, Nightmare City Infection. <laughs> it's, a, it's an exploitation B movie where the meatball zombies, I don't give a fuck. There's zombies. I feel like, I feel like, the, to see I feel like the canning guys are like that. <laughs> oh, all oh, these that, that's the other thing I was going to say about each other, but no one would talk shit about Mario Bava because they'd immediately be sent to hell. Right, right. Yeah, and, and then that conversation, Sam pipes up and he goes, like "We're wasting good stuff on not show." <laughs> he had to, he had to bring up the fact that uh, he's like, "Oh, you." He's like, "Muji made a good point last uh, show about the whole Tom Savini thing," and I was like, "Thank you. Why don't you just leave a comment somewhere about that?" I'm like, "People outside of the whole realm do know who Tom Savini is." So, All right. uh, and I mean, don't like, don't get me wrong. I love Zach and Derek and them. Like, but, you know, but me and JP do some similar shit. Like, well, we'll be like, this movie's fun and entertaining, but then we won't rate it like an eight or nine. We'll rate it like a fucking six because it's also bad. JP's yeah. notorious for that. He'll be like, he'll say a bunch of good things. He'll be like, yeah, it's about a six and a half. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I did that with Troll 2. <laughs> yeah, Troll 2 is bad. But I was like, I'll oh, it's really it. like, it's, a, you know, I like this. I like that. It's like killing me four out of ten. Yeah, because it sucks. I just like it. <laughs> Forgasso, he's has made worse movies than Troll Two, though. It's just kind of funny. He made that, better too. Yeah, yeah I like sure. Zombie Four is actually way better because it's way there's more action in it. It's entertaining. Like, which it's one do you say, Zombie Four? Let me go take a nap. Zombie Four. Oh, Zombie Four. I love Zombie Four, man. Yeah. So All right, fine. Let's, let's do the news. Okay. Let's do the news.